Jumped the gun again. <laughs> Kyle's been Overkill. screaming live after I pressed the button. Yeah, you got to add a few more seconds. Anyway, PKA 323. Um, Paintball Kitty is coming as our guest. She's just, uh, I don't know, preparing herself for the show. There's a lot of prep involved. And uh, there we are. We, no, we picked out our first topic. We did. We were going to talk about the streamers. Kyle, did you have anything from the sponsors before we get going? Oh, thank you. Uh, I got several sponsors tonight. Nature Box, Casper, Dollar Shave Club, ZipRecruiterStamps.com. Uh, we'll talk about each of those later on in the show. There's <coughs> links down in the description below. But yeah, oh, apparently this... winning lineup of sponsors. So yeah, okay. the streamer is what, right, right before this, we started for a couple minutes and hashed out what topic we wanted to go through. And we decided, decided on this streamer guy. So you brought it up, Woody. What's the little, you know... So there's Spark a, notes on this. There's a live streamer named Posh Hybrid. And uh, I'm just taking this off the internet, but it says that he was kind of known for chain smoking and drinking on stream. And, oh, dinner. Uh, he, did, he was doing a 24-hour live stream, and he died in the 22nd hour. Um, that he, close. <laughs> at a certain point, he was streaming nearly 24 by 7 for several days straight, taking only sleeping breaks, only short sleeping breaks. Now, this uh, allegedly, according to random people on the internet, and if you can't trust random people on the internet, who can you trust? But they would look at him and say he was obviously on opioids. I don't know. Okay. I wouldn't be able to detect it. Uh, there's some clips here. We could possibly watch him. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see this dead man. Like, I'm, I'm... I just have it muted for the clips because um, I... Unmute, and it was just uh, music for the one I looked at. Yeah, that, that, and that's all it really is. Um, yeah, I guess it says here he went out for a uh, went out for a smoke. You know, he was looking really bad. They said, and he went out for a smoke, and he never returned back. And then someone who had his phone number, I guess, from the stream, <laughs> a mod or something, like called or texted, and they got a detective instead. And he was like, "You need to call me." And and then they told him that, "Yeah, you're." This guy just had a stroke or a heart attack. He's dead. <laughs> that's a little tasteless that this is posted in live stream fail, isn't it? Right? Like that's, that's kind of I subscribe to that. Where else do you it. put it? There is no better place <laughs> to put it. this shit than oh live Oh my god, we're fail. such dicks. This I'm is the so sort sorry. of shit that is ruining modern society, god damn it. He died doing a fucking stream. That is the biggest live stream fail ever. And we'll never know. It was, was not it a the stream? stream. Was it the drugs? <laughs> he didn't accidentally like flash some personal information or like forget to turn it off and masturbate. No, he fucking died. This is the biggest live stream fail ever. Uh, well, yeah, because people on live streams have killed themselves before, but that's not a fail because they tried <laughs> that's to a do success, that. really, given it, that that was their mission. This guy's mission was not to win. die, and uh, live stream fail, I guess. Yeah, he I guess it's just it's a very tactless place to, to post this. When did this happen? Like, is this like, a, oh, this is years ago thing or did this happen very like recently? Three days ago. <laughs> and this was posted three days ago. Yeah. This is... Someone saw this and was like, I'm going to get a lot of points on Reddit. Yeah. Karma. <laughs> oh, wait, let's look. Love it. He actually did get a lot of karma. 1859. That's a good amount. Pretty strong. It's not. Oh, you, you only get it for posting like pictures and shit, though. Uh, uh, everything. I there's different I, kinds know, of I have it in my head that change, but he's right. If, typically in self posts, you don't get karma, but now that might be mm. subreddit dependent. I'm not positive. I could be. Who knows? Place. You're in the oh. like Centurions Club, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a special place Very you can go if you have a hundred thousand karma points. <laughs> you know what sucks? If you have fifty thousand comment karma and fifty thousand link karma, not it. 
You had to have 100,000 of one of them. Oh. To make it into the secret club? Yes, yeah. yes. That's the, oh, and you're, you're a member of the secret <coughs> Yeah. They've got I a am, but I'm not active. I, I'm a lurker in it. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of them know each other and stuff. Well, sure, I know it, but don't I can't have hardly tell you about it. You know, the truth is, all fraternities frock and all, all sororities blow. So that, that's, you know, you can take your guess as to which one we oh, do oh. <laughs> in, the, in this secret club. Um, Man. So was this, I'm, I'm curious about what this guy's actual channel was. Like, was this just, because it doesn't look like he's playing a video game. I mean, it almost looks like in this background shit, it's like, it's just a chat. Welcome to Mike's Hardcore a, Stream, where we do drugs and get fucked. It's a 24-hour um, stream, so I imagine it got pretty laid back, you know. Um, uh, and so he was just smoking and drinking, and they think doing pills yeah. or mixing stuff. Or and, shooting heroin, you know, who knows? I don't know anything. I don't know what, I don't know what the evidence of him doing opioids is. and I, You know, I, I don't think I'd recognize it. I, I, I guess, like, uh, you know, you're all... It's it's a real uh, depressant, so I guess you're real uh, slow speech and look you look like you're tuckered it just, out. And it just seems like like you know in you know in the '80s when Coke was big, yeah, like it was all you know, the picture. At least I mean I wasn't around, but I've I've seen shows, I've seen yeah. TV. You know, Michael people J. doing Fox coke. Movie. Yep. Yeah, doing coke off of in the bathroom, getting ready. Like, oh, we're gonna make so much money today. Like Wolf of Wall Street style shit. You would think that those drugs would make more sense here. Than a downer, you know. What is like if you're gonna, do? Do, it's a big downer. It's an opioid, and so oh, if you oh, have got a big fuck. day, the last thing you want to do is start it off with a spoonful of heroin, so to speak. Like you, you definitely don't want to do that. Oh, like I, feel I, I feel like now. if you're gonna be a live streamer who's doing drugs, why not take the '80s man approach? You know, like be upbeat. Uh, oh, we're ten hours in, but it doesn't matter. I've lost complete perception of time. I have no idea what's uh, happening. You can you know, go modern day and just take Adderall. <laughs> but it, yeah, I'm watching. <laughs> This is so fucked up. I'm watching one of these links, one of these, and it's it's a video of it's a video segment of his stream. Like it's him sitting on it in a chair. Yeah. He, he, he's like, it looks like he's nodding off. Like his, his head is down, eyes closed, and his, occasionally his head slips forward an inch and a half and then pops back up a little bit. And I'm looking at the comments, and they're laughing at him. This guy goes, "Rest in peace." Everybody's rolling on the floor, laughing, laugh my ass off. I think um, they removed everybody's comments. Ha- everybody's the, loving this. I'm sorry, I interrupted, but the, yeah. there, the comments about the drugs and the opioids and stuff. I didn't make that up. Like I, I distinctly remember reading it, and I, like I read it, I went back and looked at like his eyes again, like I would know something. Like you discern some new thing. Yeah. Ah, of course, the, yeah, yeah. the flag right in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. just... Well, they're like anyone who, you know, like as a long-term opioid heroin guy, I can tell that he's got that look about him. So I watch it again, like to see if he's got the look and um, he looks like a human to me. And uh, I will say that. Go on. Go ahead. Uh, it, it could be opioids, of course. Like, and, if, and and I certainly wouldn't be the one to like notice that because I don't. I don't think I've ever known anyone who was into that or really seen anybody who who was on it. Um, but it also looks like someone who's been up for a very long time doing a twenty four hour live stream. You know, like this is what I look yeah. like after I like work really hard, and then they're <laughs> like, "Oh, you don't get to sleep. You have to just keep." Now we need three more hours out of you, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm gonna. This isn't gonna be good." And that's yeah. what, he looks tired to he, me. He doesn't but, look but, good. I, and obviously he dies like shortly before this, so he's probably not feeling good. Hopefully after a little I, after. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I couldn't tell that. All I, what I'm saying that's just is just gas escaping. That would be the big, now, <laughs> I, I told the whole story about the you know, going to look at it and stuff because I remember the comments were there for sure. And it looks like the mods removed the drug abuse uh, theories. How much of a live stream fail would it have been if he were dead in that chair for like 
45 minutes, two hours, and the and everybody's like laughing at him and like, he's still asleep. Can you believe it? And then the coroners are coming in, like, like <laughs> the paramedics come in. They're trying to like rouse him, and the, that would have been a crazy live stream. I guess it's fortunate for him and his family that he did step away and then Imagine inevitably if Twitch got like another boost. Like, so people have heard this before. Watch the show. Justin TV, Ustream, a couple others were all kind of battling to see who's who. Mm -hmm. And then a guy committed suicide on Justin TV and they blew up, which later became Twitch. And it's really one of the primary reasons, because from a technical standpoint, they were all about equal. It's mm -hmm. one of the primary reasons that Twitch became the one everyone went to because, it, you know, Justin TV was the one everyone went to that turned into Twitch. It got super famous by all these news outlets covering a live stream suicide. <laughs> Would they have gotten a second bump? If this guy had a live stream stroke, yeah, 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 they would have for it's sure. Like, this isn't as like appealing to the average, not appealing. That's macabre, but it is like people want to see death and destruction and morbid shit. And so when you hear that someone killed themselves on there, it's more like, wow, that's crazy shit going on. If you hear that someone dies on the stream, it's still like crazy shit going on, but it's not like someone orchestrated that. It was more of like a, well, that's random kind of thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised that more people don't do it on live stream. You know, like you would have imagined, I guess, even 10 years ago that people would do stuff like that since a lot of the times, you know, it isn't an outcry for help or attention or something like that, you know? Yeah. You know, you, there's, there's all those people who leave a letter that's like, this is because of something you did. And, you know, they, it's, it's directed toward, and, and it's like, shit, can you I imagine like getting letters. a letter like that? I love oh, yeah, I I, Everyone should do that. Everyone should be like, all right, I'm killing myself. These are the reasons why. You know, Danny Green, fuck you in particular. Oh, my God, that time you held me down in gym class. I've never thought the same of myself since then. And uh, people should just put it out there. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry to eat during the show. My family's had a crazy day with hospitals and stuff like that, and I just didn't get a chance to eat. Oh, you feel, you, you feel free. What do you got there? This is a... Uh, it looks like a chicken sandwich mm. with some bread and butter pickles. Look at all those pickles she put on there. That's, she knew, that's a lot of pickles. You knew who was getting the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> There's a glass of pickle juice off, off camera you don't see. Uh, it's lemonade, <laughs> but that would be good. Oh, thank God. I thought you were about to lift up a glass of pickle juice. And I'm like, this is we're done. <laughs> now, did she do the thing where she flicks the, 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 the juice onto the sandwich? No, but that, I do know that thing, and that would be a winner. I yeah. have to request that. Yeah, it's funny. My um, my mother-in-law, she has a hard time getting around, so she leaves the lights on rather than like makes extra steps. And uh, today she came from the hospital, and she's effectively like drunk off her butt. And I'm like, God, you're like a teenager. You know, you're you're coming home drunk. You're leaving the lights on. You know, for heaven's <laughs> sake. <laughs> you should. Are you gonna make a big scene like when she's like like inching herself down on her medication? You're like, light on again in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh, of course the person who's not paying for the electric bill doesn't mind. You know, get over here, turn it off. Like, just <laughs> get way too aggressive. <laughs> Uh, speaking of like the macabre thing with the, the, the live stream stuff, you know how sometimes you'll go on Reddit all and you'll find a really high rated post and you'll go through the top all time of that Reddit and see everything. Mm -hmm. I found one and I, I feel like I've seen it before, but it's called Morbid Reality. Um, and Ooh, it's yeah. just terrible. I don't know why I spent half an hour before oh. the show just reading these things because now I'm just upset almost. All right, well, I, like, got, I got one to cheer us up after we go over Morbid Reality. It was like this whole subreddit is nothing but like suicide notes and 
sad shit of people being like, oh, two thumbs up on this Disney cruise. And it's like Jack Stevenson and his wife and 10 kids enjoy a Disney cruise moments before a hammerhead leaps out and snatches the youngest. And it's like, oh, God, like and then you can't I, I saw one. yourself into it. And I can't ever like stop thinking, like, what were they thinking right then? Like they were thinking the same shit that everybody's thinking when they get their picture taken. Like, whatever, who cares? Get this done. Smile. What am I going to do after this? You know, like that's what they're thinking. And their lives are never the same. Like it, it's fucked up. In that one of way, the worst think. morbid realities. Never know when stories. you're going to be that guy. One of the worst morbid reality stories I read on there. It was like a, a father and maybe two or three like late teen sons, um, and they were all athletes. All the sons were at like various levels. Like these, they weren't going to be in the NFL or anything. But these were all athletes. They they played college football or lacrosse or some shit, and uh, they were staying in a hotel as we all have done. And on the floor below them, they were spraying it for bugs. And they use a nerve toxin for that, apparently. And that nerve toxin seeps into their rooms as they sleep. And now they are forever paralyzed from the neck down. And they all feel like they are trapped in their bodies 24-7. And they are going insane. They got like $60 million settlement out of it or something like oh, that. that help. Help. Who fucking yeah, cares, right? Like that's the point where it's like, they're like, you know, there's all these things we do for certain amounts of money. Like at some point, yeah, yeah I guess I'll cut my foot off. I've seen those robo foots. They look pretty good. But at no point do I want to live from the neck up forever. It, it living, feeling like a prisoner inside your own body. What a nightmare. And it really is morbid reality because it's, 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 it's horrifying. It's horrifying to think. And I like the pictures of... Uh, of artists or not even artists not like professional artists but like just regular people who enjoyed painting or drawing and it'll show like their progression is like this is him in 1972 when he was 26 years old he was still honing his craft and it's like here's him when he's 35 he's really gotten good here's him when he's 45 and 55 you know and then the 55 one it's like it's not as good and it's like and here's him trying again at 60 and it's just like a couple lines with like dots and it's like this person has degenerative dementia or alzheimer's or something where it's like because you've never had that headspace of someone in alzheimer's you don't even know the extent to which they understand or don't understand how much they've lost of themselves you know like you'll hear I, about I that guy that that there was someone who uh it came it's out Rob that he had Williams. dementia no it, it was recent it was in the last week where some celebrity i don't recall came out said they had dementia and so i looked into him because i hadn't heard of him and he was like he's like 55 years old or something like that and he was saying that like he was concerned at how much he was losing and that's got to be like the saddest thing ever to know you're losing shit and know that eventually that piece of you that knows that you've lost something is going to go too. That's one of the differences in the different neurological disorders that present themselves in that way, because Robin Williams specific one, I can't remember the name you're, you're of it. And it took him David Cassidy. Uh, he was before even my time. Okay. He was like um, he was like the Justin Bieber of his day. He was in a TV show called Partridge Family, and he played like mm -hmm the cute sort of lead guy and uh yeah he was justin bieber from the 70s okay that, that's a i didn't know that so that's a good way to they were saying though that robin williams was very aware of like every step that he was losing along the way and that that was terrifying him and just I, I heard his wife explaining this on cnn a few weeks ago at the airport it sounded terrible uh so so morbid reality definitely a subreddit that I don't go to, and I've never certainly searched all and done that. Show me what you got. Kind of moment. I've never done. That <laughs> I don't know why that. I did. This is I, like it just Mistakes. puts you in a sad mood. And there's like creepy want. shit. Like it's not all just morbid. There's creepy stuff where it's like a picture of two guys, two brothers sitting on a brick fireplace, 
And it says, you know, these are two brothers, Chad and Mitch Stevenson. And, you know, right after this picture was taken, they celebrated Chad's fake graduation from university and the people that Chad had hired to murder his parents and brother showed up and killed them. And they're like, notice his hand. And the guy who was next to his brother in the picture, it looks like a normal picture of brothers. It's just two brothers smiling. And you see the guy who hired people given like a little finger, almost like jokingly to the picture. And it's like right after that, that genuine smile, the little joke, right after that, someone came in during their dinner, murdered his parents and his brother. And it's like, this is, it's, I don't know. It, I, I've talked a million times about that. Crazy. One guy on a BMX bike was jumping over the Great Wall of China. They snap a picture yeah. of him midair and... It's such a big deal to me because I know he's about to land and die. Morbid reality is filled with that. It is just all kinds of like pre-death and awful. Like the um, remember the Disney story where like the kid got taken by an alligator or a crocodile. Yes. Yeah, that was on morbid yeah. reality. Like that's the kind sure. of thing that you just like. Oh, terrible things happen in this world. Yeah. So I yeah, forgot. So that we shifted this over is to, uh, the live streamer. Yeah. 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 Let's um, let's yeah. just have a whole episode of macabre, sad. <laughs> no, I want to go the other way. I want to talk about a subreddit. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the sub. <laughs> this is the subreddit that I recently found. It's a pornographic subreddit, as you might imagine, and it it uh it, it's part of a new trend on Reddit. I think it's a new trend anyway. This is much that, more upbeat. Oh, so much more upbeat. Rugs on I, go. Oh, all right. So this girl, this this subreddit is Sarah underscore triple X. Um, and she is a new breed of sort of internet naked girl, okay? So it seemed like for a long time, when, when Woody was first introducing me to Reddit, he said, and there's this thing called Gone Wild, and there's just tons of regular women getting naked, and there's thousands and millions of regular guys <laughs> who refuse to say one negative thing about them, no mm -hmm. matter what. It's a yeah. real happy chamber for everyone to be in. chamber, yeah. The girls get naked, the guys don't say shit, and, and at least not, they're, they're never like, ooh, your, your areolas, they're huge. Yeah, it's not dude, that. There's a place of appreciation not, for everyone. They're not, you know, college-age, beautiful women. Sometimes you're like, ah, yeah. Like, how does 600 people not mention the C-section scar on the right? internet? This is the meanest But they people. don't because mm -hmm. we're men, and that's how we operate. We're mm -hmm. much nicer people than, than women are. But it is this crazy how much everybody has an agreement in those forums, an unspoken agreement, where it's like, if you see somebody saying like, man, those stretch marks are disgusting. What the fuck is up with that hairdo or whatever? People oh, are yeah, going to well, give, it, they're gonna give vibes. They're not even going to comment it. They're just mm. going to give vibes, male vibes to the computer. And that guy will sit there and be like, oh, my God. I've just insulted the girl posting naked pictures of herself for free on the internet. She's not going to be confident enough to do it. I need to validate, validate, validate. <laughs> Everything validating, you know? And you go over there, and it's just nothing. If you ever go to any pornographic comments, it's nothing but validation, which I feel is almost like a concerted effort to be like, keep it going, keep it coming. Like, so if, if people were as mean on on those subreddits as they are on Twitter, they would not exist. No. Like, <laughs> but, but what I'm getting at is there's this new breed of like internet naked girl. Um, I, I'm, I'm mm. pulling short of calling them like e-whores or anything like that mm. because they're not fucking people for money. They're just getting naked. It's a, it's a different thing. And, and what you have here is for a long time, girls would just get on there and be like, hey, look, here are my tits and then maybe never post again. Maybe they used an alternate account. But now what you have is girls go on there and they become so popular that they create their own subreddits. And then they become business women who have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, sometimes fans. They'll, they'll 
they'll move those fans back and forth between their Instagrams and their uh, their Reddit accounts. They'll sell panties that they've worn and and like special videos where they're like, oh, Woody, yeah, I wish you were here. Like, you know, and they're masturbating or whatever. And they make tons and tons of money. And there's even rivalries amongst these girls. Recently, um, Jew Dank. That was this girl's username. It was Jew, because she's Jewish, and Dank, D-A-N-K, because maybe she likes weed. But very hot girl, really nice ass, and like, like really good shape. And she was a great smile, and she'd just constantly be naked, and she'd make gifts of herself. That's the other thing. There's a, there, these <laughs> things are high-tech. It's not like they're snapping cell phone photos. They're creating high-definition gifts of themselves, like doing this, the things that guys like to see. And they create a whole community. Well, there was this rivalry between Jew Dank and Scrandal. Um, Scrandal is much the better. The Scrandal? The Scrandal. You fucking look up Scrandal. She's badass um, and no shame. And uh, and so Judank ended up quitting uh, Reddit altogether and Scrandal reigns queen now. But this Sarah underscore triple X chick is like perfection. Uh, every time I see one of her things on R all, I'm like, oh yeah, let's watch this gif. Holy shit. Ah, oh, she's perfect. Um, big <laughs> fan of hers. Big fan of this whole genre of, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call Capitalism, it. Capitalism, you know, isn't it great? I mean, have you clicked a few of these videos? Uh, I mean... Oh, you linked it. My bad. Oh, yeah, that's her. Like, like, like I mean, she, she's just, just just, very nice, I think. Um, I gotta exit out of morbid reality. I'm, I'm done with this for now. Why aren't you looking at the naked girl? <laughs> because there's billions of them on the internet, and it's uh, not this, interesting. This is what we're <laughs> discussing right now, though. This is, a hot, this is a particularly hot one, too. You know, she's um, hot, but in my opinion... She's she's attainably hot. Yeah, yeah. Are you looking at her now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's one of those things where it's like this. Like it's sometimes it's almost better to not see like the ten out of ten or twelve out of ten. Like so hot. It's like I've never even seen somebody who looks like that. Like that's there's there's computer shit going on here. But then when you see a girl who's like no, not normal, but like more average, like it's easier to be like, oh, I bet that's what that hot girl looks like naked that I saw at the grocery store yeah, today. Like, your your English lit class at University of South Carolina has two or three of them, I would argue. Sure. Um, but none of them who will sell you their dirty panties for $25. Have you offered Did them? You? I, oh, I've offered it. Count cute sons of money. <laughs> Good, yeah, they right. don't, they I, just get more. You know, you watch those videos where like a guy like there's a girl jogging in the park and the guy's just standing there by the side. He's like, hey, what's up? And she stops, and he's pointing a huge HD camera at her, of course. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like it sits on his shoulder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and she's like, hi, you know, just jogging. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're looking good doing it, too. How'd you like to make, say, and it's always like, it's not our currency. It's like euros or something. It's like, how would you like to make... Eight thousand euros, and and they're like, and I'm like, is that a lot? Like, yeah. I, could I? Do I have eight thousand euros? Because like, and she's like, oh, I'd never blow your blow you here in the park for eight, only eight thousand. He's like, what about ten thousand? And then it cuts, and she's just glog glog glog, glog <laughs> right there in the park behind some trees. And it's like, where are these incredibly slutty women who are just looking to make a couple hundred bucks? <laughs> like, uh, so you can't so see that. I can't share the the things, no. but. In the reflection of my golden play button, you can kind of sort of barely see them. So knock yourself out. I will say just to like give you the broad. Yeah, you can. 
That's funny. You mostly see her from like the the nose down. She looks very pretty to me. I'd say her body's like an eight and a half or a nine or something. It's very fucking nice. Her boobies are perfectly symmetrical. She's got ghost nipples, which is another subreddit I'm a fan of. Nice butt. Uh, Her her vagina is a simp, which is another subreddit I'm a big fan of. Are you you with the simp vagina, Taylor? Uh, I know it has to do with Homer Simpson and the way his lips are. And it's different from an any. Because an any and a simp are slightly different. An mm. any uh, both have have very small uh, inner lips that that don't protrude or stick out like a cat that's on drugs. Um, it, it's it's but but the difference is the simp obviously looks quite a bit like Homer Simpson's uh, mouth turned sideways, and it's a little more plump of a vagina plump. than yeah uh, than the any. Yes, a fat vagina, if you will, one that you could. You ever see that gif? I bet you. I bet Woody has. I know Woody has, where the girl is like flicking. Her vagina and the vagina goes down. Wow, 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 wow. Down. No, I've seen that. I yeah. would never see exactly such a thing. That's a great gift. It's a great gift. And you know what? For all those people out there, all you perverts who are buying panties at a huge markups from these girls, let me save. Let me. Here's a business tip for you. Go volunteer for two days at a Goodwill or wherever they put down, you know, people donate clothes, you know? They'll give you a t-shirt to wear while you're volunteering. You keep the t-shirt, you go home. Big donation days before tax season, you go and undercut Goodwill, you go stand to where you drop the clothes off, but you stand just out of line of where the Goodwill employees are and you have your own bin. And you say, this is for ladies' wear. You know, you, you, you stop them there. You say, get the ladies' wear here. You can go back to those gentlemen, and they'll get you your tax write-off slip. And then the, they'll walk over there, and they'll go, that guy sent me over there. And they'll go, who the, what? We're the only ones who work here. And by that point, it'll be too late. You'll be running <laughs> off and made out like a bandit. And think of how much money you'll save. You can, actually, if you're a real entrepreneur, if you're a Cuban type, you'll resell those online and get your own economy going. See? You're missing the most important part of the girls selling their dirty panties to men economy. And that's... That is that you don't just want random dirty panties. We don't want nasty ones. Uh, we want we want used panties from the goddess that. And by by we I mean these men who are paying for them. I certainly wouldn't buy your goddamn underwear. I might pay oh, you I, to fucking I, fuck I, me, I but I, I wouldn't. Woman on the internet, you know. I, 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 it's not a pretend woman, though. It's a, In this case, it's a real lady. It's not her persona. She's not Remy LaCroix. She's not a porn star who's like, this is a side business. This is a girl on the internet you, that you're familiar with seeing her naked. Maybe you can follow her and you have some semblance of what her personality is like. And, you're, and she's like, oh, by the way, anybody wants some uh, used panties? Uh, these panties, in fact, that I'm masturbating in in this video that you love to watch so much. Like, I'll sell them to you for 25 bucks. And these guys are like, sign me the fuck up, right? And she's just got... 80, 90 pair of the same panties. She just yeah, mail them off. I know nothing about this, but they're... they'll do like a photo shoot at the gym of them like on the exercise bike and then be yeah. like, these panties are for sale. And some yeah. guys are like, dude, those panties, they're not going to be like freshly wrapped. They're going to be exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, they're not I mean, going to mind at my, at my prices, they're going to have a lot of suspension of disbelief because I am going <laughs> to undercut hard. It's almost like when you go to the Gap and you buy a sweater, you know that a little Cambodian child wore their fingers to the bone getting those little threads in there that they can sell it for six bucks with like a perfectly diverse cast dancing on screen and a way too late Christmas theme or whatever the fuck Gap is doing. But you buy it anyway because the price is so low you don't think about it, you know? Same thing. They're going to come to... Uh, uh, Taylor's Panty Emporium works great because my name's androgynous, and they'll just believe it. They'll be like, "Is this hey, my hot girl? I don't know, but this is six bucks." And Susie Q 
you know, ass cheeks is 130. So I'm going to I'm going to make do. Well, all I know is I am very attracted to the Sarah Triple X person. I wish I knew where she was in real life. Not that I could like <laughs> back her down or anything. Like <laughs> you know, so I could just be waiting by that path as she jogs past, you know, past you know, with my camera and be like, "Hey, you want to make 800 euros?" You know, like like I just, How much for this pair right now? <laughs> <laughs> she might sell them. She'd be terrified that she'd been recognized yes. in real life, and she would shoot me on the spot. She'd be like, she I need to stay too. with Kyle! Yeah. And, like, run. Like, yeah, I hope all women who are doing this kind of thing, I hope they're all carrying mace or a gun, preferably around. They need to get their, their used to be a blonde. There used to be a blonde on Reddit who was, I'm going to say 30, 32 maybe, very attractive. And she photographed herself with a D, uh, DSLR. She didn't have a cell phone. And she was always had this, like, coy little smile. As she, and she, she was very, very classy. It wasn't, like, it wasn't as, like, lowbrow as some of the other nudes on the Internet. I don't know. It felt like almost like a model shoot where she was wearing very nice lingerie. And she was, like, a perfect body and everything. And she's, like, always snapping pictures of herself in the mirror with this DSLR and always concealing enough of her face that she wasn't completely uh, revealed. But I haven't seen her online in quite a while. Uh, it's, 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 same, I'm same worried about her. To dick pics. Never put your face in your own dick picture. It's, it's just, like, it, the Anthony Weiner. No, it's not. You just angle. Away from your face. I mean, it's hard to get your face into the dick pic. Like, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, right? so, I mean, Anthony Weiner did it. Or you'll take them, lay it down with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but see, but, but that, that wasn't a lesson that too many people learned. Look at what, look at Brett Favre. Look at Anthony Weiner. These are real examples of guys who took pictures of themselves, and they saw their dick and their face, their fucking Super Bowl winning <laughs> famous as fuck face, and were like, yeah, this is this won't get out. First <laughs> of all. Are there Anthony Weiner shots with his pe- face and penis in the pic together? I think there is. It was I have from his Twitter. I've that's hard. Actually, seen any of oh. those photos? But I've seen a lot. I'd of rather. I've heard the interviews of the girls uh, that that he was texting with, like the girl that he was sexting with that at the center of the controversy went on the goddamn Stern show and like dished everything. It was a real. She's like, oh yeah, he'd he he'd, he'd be he'd call me up and be like, oh baby, I'm so horny, and he'd have to jerk off at lunch while I talked dirty to him, and she like really spilled the beans on everything that Weiner is into. Um, and that's, that's what you get with those liberals, those sex-crazed Dems over there. You <laughs> <laughs> can't make it to a Senate hearing without... He wasn't. I just what read was, someone else's who was really bad. I tried to remember. It's like just, a public uh, nudity photo you're talking about? Uh, it, was a, it was the text that he was sending. And oh, I can't remember who did it. He was in... Was uh, it a I, I don't even remember. Shocks, I shouldn't have brought it up. I lost it. <gasps> I'll bring it back. I was going to 20 questions to try and figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that would work. But for 20 questions to work, the person you're asking the questions to has to know what you're asking (laughs) about. I can't be like, is he tall? And you're like, I I don't don't remember yet. Come back to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. You can have an infinite number of questions. Ask me another one. Maybe it'll trigger it. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, Sarah underscore triple X. Kyle's a big fan. So if you happen to know her, just let her know. Um, If you happen to know where she is, just slip me her address. I'm not going to. I gotta go there, you mm-hmm. know. Nothing no, no, like no. that. Nah, nothing mm-hmm. like that. Um, I mean, you'll go to the forum, and I'm sure a lot of people from BKA are gonna go to the forum now. Yeah, or, yeah. Go to her subreddit. Yeah, give her some business. Buy some of her panties. I don't know that she sells panties, uh, but that's just the common business model among people like Scrandle and Jew Dank, and always has been. Um, so I saw that they added like three fights to the UFC card. Um, it looked like a couple of them were women's fights. I think it's gonna fill out that. Um, this is the two hundred nine card, right? Yes, it is. Like, uh, the, so it's a that? dozen fights now. Uh, it's on the. Um, 
it's next week, uh, March. Is that the next one, 209? Fourth or something like that. March 4th, maybe. Does that make a week? Uh, I must be a little mixed up that because I thought be the Thursday. ones. No, you were right. You were right. Yeah, the one that's coming soon, they just added some. Or, or is it not that one? Because there's no new fights. There's certainly no women's fights on this. Unless they just didn't show them, or maybe it's only rumored. Uh, we ready to add Kitty? Oh, yes. Uh, um, I think. Oh, there she is. It. I'll add her. I'll have to fix the format. Ooh, a third person for magic talk. Hey, Kitty. Yes. Oh, hello. Right, so how was your uh, how was your camp shower? Oh God, it was still cold, man. Like I'd used the kettle like four times, but whatever. Yeah, we uh, our hot water heater tonight uh, started leaking and really flooded a, a bit of the basement, and so no hot water for the evening. I took myself a freezing cold shower. I was screaming so loud. I, I'm sure you guys could hear screaming. me screaming. Oh, it was hilarious. I didn't know his voice went so high. Oh, I don't like those freezing cold showers. Uh, when I just, you know, I just get in and I just let loose. I just start. Ah! Just, Dude, just, that's just, the just, worst. Do you ever have people who brag to you about like, oh, I take a cold shower every morning. I fucking yeah. hate those people. Well, it's Kyle, before irritating. he did it, was like, oh, it's going to be invigorating. And then like <laughs> I hear these screams. Yeah, it was invigorating. I could feel <laughs> the like box shutting down. The same way that stubbing your toe is invigorating. Like, yeah. oh, like I'm with it, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, his voice was really high. You've tweeted was, stuff of him know. singing in the shower before where you kind of catch the behind the music of Kyle's life as he's singing. He does it every morning, but sometimes like I'm just busy, but like if he's singing particularly loudly, I'll try and grab it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sing. I, I, I sing all day. It keeps me in a happy mood. Do you think your singing ability? What's that? Do you think you're a, a good singer for a not trained singer? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I can carry a tune most of the time, and and uh, and I I, I I memorize lyrics really quickly. So I, I, most of the time, I actually know. Yeah, I'm not just singing, and then all of a sudden, na 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 na. Like I, I know all the words to the songs, and yeah, especially in the does. bathroom with a little with some with some good acu acoustics. With the reverb. There's nothing yeah. better than like humming. Like I don't sing in the shower ever, but sometimes I'll I'll give a nice Lord of the Ring theme song hum or a Game of Thrones intro hum, and you try and like get it to resonate exactly right, and it sounds real loud. Yeah, that, 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 I think that's what you caught me singing in the bathroom. I was doing that. I was like, no, 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 and I, and I can I can really like, let loose can, with. Can we hear a sample? Hmm. Delta Dawn, what's that flower you had on? Could it be a faded rose from days gone by? And did I hear you say he was meeting you here today to take you to his mansion in the sky? And so no. I'm just always just in yeah, there screaming. Not I mean, bad, really. It's so I, much I, I carry a tune a little bit. Can't really sing. Well, I've been at able all, to you sing know? on YouTube now and then. I don't mean to brag. Oh, you are the worst singer <laughs> of all time. It's a screeching, awful thing that makes me uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh. I, I watched your singing videos and thought 
Like there were times where I was watching it and thinking like he is trolling <coughs> us. He has hit all the last five notes. I know nothing about what note you're missing, but I have ears. And I'm like, every single one of these has missed. He couldn't possibly miss every note consecutively like that unless this was on purpose. No, like, I, I, I can get quieter, but not better. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really, I'm tone deaf. I, like, I can't I, sing. I don't pretend to be able to sing. I, I just ignore it. Those were fun days, you know? But like, I, I feel like if I saying one bar now the reaction would be so much different than back then where it was like this is fun yeah it's, it's not fun like going back as long as i can remember like if i do sing like if, if like any like church or shit that i had to go to and sing if like god muted everyone as i'm sure he does from heaven like mutes everybody but one person to see who's singing and who's not god's very anal about who's praising him loudest he would like mute everyone but me and just hear like oh, praise his name praise jesus he's the best whatever like just whispering it like along with the music oh i hated that oh there's nothing worse than having my mom sit next to me in church and be like sing taylor it's like yeah there's enough people singing like and there's they're singing all over the country like god's not gonna mind yeah one guy isn't singing it's my, gonna be okay. My parents came to visit last weekend, and uh, you, you mentioned the thing about God praising it. So here's the deal: my father went off to college. He went to Rutgers Camden, and it didn't go well. And I've heard this story through my childhood like a dozen times. Uh, he got in with these other people, and he played pinochle all the time. I don't even know this game. I know it's a card game. He played pinochle, and he'd miss classes, and he just wasn't. Like, I don't know. He was his head wasn't in the game when it came. It's a very old timey form of deviancy. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> so his head wasn't in it, you know, when it came to college, and um, you know, he he dropped out and he got a job at some insurance company working in finance, and and then his mom insisted he goes to school, and he ended up adding night school to his uh, list of, of responsibilities, and finished that way, and career goes on. Anyway. He retold the story to me more recently, and he said, I went to school. Man, it was too liberal. It was too liberal. And some of the things they try to teach you, like geology, it's not true. They try to warp your mind. And um, he doesn't believe in geology because it, it disagrees with his Christianity. And it was 5,000-year-old like, Earth. Because to jump in, Woody, you're, they're like uh, born-again, hardcore, like 6,000-years-old Earth. Like that form of Christianity, correct? Yeah, it seems that way. I mean, like, oh, wow. I'm not well, and I'm, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, <laughs> you've rewritten your history, and you're in a cult. Like, it's Christianity, but it's, it's, it's a cult. Anyone would identify it as such. And, um, like, I don't even know what to do. Like, he's my dad, right? He's above me. I don't sit here and tell him how to live his life. Mm -hmm. um, but... That's, You're I, thinking about an intervention for your father? Stuff like that's <laughs> crossed my mind. You're like, I wish that there was a <clears throat> geological intervention. Could I call a cut like Bill Nye and he could bring some agate and some sedimentary rocks in here and sit them on the table? Could we analyze the layers? Could we look at that Precambrian zone right it's there so in the middle? Work, though, right? like, like, it, like, I feel like for an intervention to work, that guy has to know somewhere that he's not doing the right thing right like mm -hmm. he's done so much heroin the writing is on the wall he's lost his girlfriend he's lost his teeth he's lost his job and they're like dude you got to straighten up and it sort of is the kickstart into yeah you know i know that you're right he, i bet is, the best way to bring it up to him if he actually did want to would be for not you to do it 
because if you are not a non-believer and you come at someone who is a believer, as with any religion, they're going to come at the conversation as like, you know, you're not going to change my mind. Yeah. I was told there would be tests to my faith, and I am filing this as a test of my faith because that's easy to rationalize. That happens of every single religion. But if you have a Christian scientist, not that cult, a Christian who is a scientist, talk to him about it. Because there are so many fucking Christians out there who are like, yeah, evolution is just the way that God did it. Geology, you know, it's just another thing for God. Time doesn't mean anything to God. Like, Whatever, who you can bicker, like I'm sure the more devout Christians who believe the 6,000 thing would try and shoot holes through that. But it seems like that would be the route to take. Be like, I'm not trying to challenge the core of your belief. I'm just saying, why limit God to that small scope? That's I, a good way to phrase it, I, I think. I'm outside the loop on these things, but I guess the book of Revelations is one that does a lot of prophecy, like predictions and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's the last one, the, the book of end times. It's really and, interesting, a little dude, crazy. He was telling me. <laughs> that it is more accurate than any newspaper you'll find out there, right? It doesn't matter, That's CNN, Fox News. Except for News, Fox News. Even Fox News, they, they, they don't get it as accurately as the Bible does. The Bible has completely predicted like what's happening now with the negotiations between Palestine and Israel and stuff like that. The thing is, yeah. like, I feel like he's forgotten because he told me Obama was literally the Antichrist, right? Not like I really dislike Obama, but Obama is the Antichrist, a person that's been mentioned in this book. Uh, he's and, failed. <laughs> right? And uh, he's like, the Antichrist is going to try to bring them together, and this is going to happen or whatever, and he's laying it out for me. I'm like, so wouldn't that make Trump the Antichrist now? You know, he's the one, like, trying mm. to negotiate a settlement between these two. And he goes, no, yes. no. Every I don't think Trump is the Antichrist. No, that doesn't seem right. They get so blinded though. Like my mother has recently become very religious, oh. and she she got really sick the other week and just came out of hospital, and and she'd put her post up that how ill she was and that she was struggling, and literally two out of the six posts on her like post on Facebook was like, you just need to pray harder. Yes. No, it's ridiculous. That, that's yeah. an actual thing. It's uh, I mentioned Christian Science earlier. That's an act. That's a small more cultish form of Christianity. We had a thing in high school where we went to a lot of different religions. We went to like a mosque, like a, and like talked to an imam and went to a Mormon place and like, like talked to him. And it was really just a way for the religious teachers at our school to come back home to our classes and be like, see, fools, a lot of them, you know, and like <laughs> that kind of thing. But basically we were at a Christian science thing and they are very much against um, uh, medicine. And so they won't yeah. take medicine. They won't take any sort of medical help. And there was this, you know, speaker giving it saying like, you know, if you have if you have cancer, you just need to pray. God can remove that for you. Modern medicine, it may help you, but it's not going to or it won't even help you. You know, if God wants you to be healed, you will be healed. And this woman's assistant, another lady, had some glasses on. And this smarmy asshole in our class stood up and was like, I noticed that your assistant has glasses. Is that because she didn't pray hard enough? <laughs> <laughs> and and they didn't have an answer for it because that's really all it takes is just a simple kind of refutation of that more ridiculous thing. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, well then how is that different from heart disease? I hate people who aren't good on the fly. I hate people who aren't good on the fly like this. Yeah, she is far-sighted. I think God wanted her to to look closer to what's at home, though. She's yeah. she was looking too far at too many material things in her life, and her eyes started degrading. Isn't that right, Rachel? Yes, that's so what true. You're and since is you're... she's disobeying the will of God by looking farther away. Yeah. So so now she can look at <laughs> look at the things that matter the most: her family, God, the, her Bible, glasses, the things see. that she can see now. You know, anything farther than three feet away is blurry. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make Kyle like one of those new evangelical preachers because he can go on the fly. Think of the money we could pull in. 
Like, I mean, it's pretty profitable, Can you still set up ridiculously stupid churches, or did uh, John Oliver ruin it? No, you can. I'm sure you could, as long as you can. Because, like, John Oliver's church was clearly, like, this is ridiculous. We are joking. What was it? The Church of Tax Exemption or something? Yeah, (laughs) something like that. If we could do it, like, Kyle, do you know enough about the Bible that you think that you could twist things or pull out scriptures. I want to write my own book. There's too much in there. There's too much in the Bible that that, that contradicts itself. I'm going to write my own book that actually makes some fucking sense. And, and there's and your first problem. Your book really? has to contradict itself because you need to be able to defend any position on any given day. If That's it doesn't contradict point. itself, eventually there's going to be an uprising within your church or cult and they're going to split it off and you're going to be shadow locked. Who knows? All right, like so here's videos. how we do it. Taylor, Taylor you're good. the strategist. Mm-hmm. Kyle, yes. you're the preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Does Woody get the boys? Is that how the boys? <laughs> I was like, I guess I can handle the chat. And I'll just or take, you know, thirty <laughs> percent. <laughs> you stand out front with a British accent and welcome people in. Well, this wouldn't yeah. be a trick. A British but I feel like a British would... accent might validate it. It will. You know, it makes it more trusting. <laughs> the newest religion in from England. You know, yes. <laughs> you're the first, you're, we're testing. Fresh off the boat. <laughs> Well, that's what we'll do. If you guys have ideas for our fake religion and what roles we should all play and what our beliefs, our core beliefs should be, let us know. And help mm-hmm. us name the church. Uh, John Oliver's was Our Lady of Perpetual Exemption. I think something in that family would be fun. It also yeah. has to be something to do with Christianity because we've said a lot of, of ridiculous shit in the past. And so we're going to have to have like a come to Jesus moment where we're yeah. like, you know, we've said a lot of things on this show that, you know, God, Dag Nabbit, I, I think that the good Lord wouldn't look down on so, so fondly. You know, we need to reevaluate the way we do our, our shit. Go. We can't say that. Sorry again, God, you know, that would be one of the things in my church. Isn't it? Curse all you want. Like, like there would be cursing in the sermon. I think, I I, I think that you want to like untie some of those, some of those things that fetter the masses. Like, like there's too much control in in most of these modern religions. You can't do this. You can't do that. People like the control. They like to feel like by obeying something, they're doing something. You know who's cursing? It's just going to be people hanging out and being like, can I leave? And you're going to be like, whatever, man. (laughs) No, you have to have strict rules to be able to get their money. Have you watched Tony Robbins lately? That no, guy is Tony Robbins in a while. He had a Netflix special. And, I'm uh, not your guru. I'm not your guru, yeah. Wait, and is he the, uh, a Christian speaker? or what? No, like a motiv- he's a motivational speaker. And uh, he's actually very good. I, I've, mm-hmm. I'm almost I embarrassed to be name. like, what'd you say? It's not embarrassing to go to a bad con- name. No, Tony Robbins is a very respected like motivational speaker. Like like he is not he is the the guy who's actually doing a, a good job as a motivational speaker and helping lots of people achieve like their goals and stuff. Yeah. Amidst a mass of scam artists and con men who also claim to do the same thing. So yeah, there's nothing Did you go to a Tony Robbins uh No, thing? I watched one on Netflix. But like I've I uh, my, I remember when I was a teenager and my parents brought his bought his tapes for either my brother or I. We both ended up listening to it. And uh, like a lot of motivational speakers or books or whatever, it wears off, but it makes me the super me. And then it really needs to be refreshed. It needs to, like, I'm, I'm like a plant that needs to be watered with good influences. I can't That's just what, be... Yeah, I, I think I've seen a, a, a thing on Reddit. Like maybe it was a, a meme that said something about how uh, um, motivation is, needs to be watered daily or yeah. something like that. I don't, I don't remember the, he, the verbiage. He has started purposely dropping F-bombs all over the place. He ca- I think he called it like the science of bad language or something like that. And uh, he does it because he wants to catch your attention. You know, he'll be like, Taylor, this is fucking important. You know, p- pay some goddamn attention to what I'm going to say next. 
And people are like, you know, like they tune in. And uh, it was interesting to me that he just kind of like breaks any kind of cultural barriers because I think like I have to um, like guard myself to remove all the bad words. And I think he does the opposite. I think he intentionally injects the bad words when they don't come naturally to him. Yeah, he talks about the power of shock. Okay. Like, and, and how that is. I just thought it was a pretty unfortunate name for his documentary. Like, he is incredible. But the way people were crying and, and, and getting all excited and, and just the way he presented himself, I just felt like the, the name of the documentary being I'm Not Your Guru, and then he does everything that makes him a guru was just slightly weird. It seemed backwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I see where you're coming from there. Where it's like, yeah. I'm not this thing. Don't try and peg me down. Now watch me do exactly what exactly everyone that. in my career <laughs> does. You know, it comes down to doing something. A lot of people out there doing nothing. You got to get up, have a little motivation, do something. Have a good breakfast. Three eggs, no more. Three is you know? a good like, amount Whatever, of eggs. ridiculous. <laughs> that, that, that three is a good amount of eggs. <laughs> You'll be well fed with three eggs, I'd yeah. say. You ever had like a six egg omelet with a bunch of meat and cheese in it it's not a good way to start the day that's like two pegs above ihop that's a lot of food no way i could that's eat that you gotta drink your eggs you, get, you just drink liquid eggs and they're just down the hatch that's i've been getting egg oh. white omelets lately because the deal oh. is they're the good that's what? like the best part Wait, according I... to like today's uh science like right, like yeah, three years from now it'd be like oh my god take the white out only yolks i guess the, the yolk yolks. makes you fat and the egg white is like the healthier whatever so my wife makes omelets and I get all like the lean stuff and my mother-in-law gets all the fatty stuff because it, it's to each I of our like benefits. Nutrition <laughs> is way more straightforward than the supplement and nutrition and dieting industry want us to believe. I feel mm. like they could put everything you need to know in like a four-page pamphlet for like basic nutrition where it's like, hey, <coughs> make sure you have all of these vitamins. Hey, make sure you eat about this much protein. <laughs> Eat about this many carbs. Eat about this much fat. Well, it's not down to an exact percentage. Calories. It's only calories. Yeah. Your you know, think of your I, body like an engine. It's I not going to build fuel out of nowhere and get you fat. I was reading about that today, and someone was like, uh, I was on the PKA subreddit, which people giving me shit. But um, a couple of good points were made in there. One, Kyle says it's only calories. It's all you need to know. Calories in, calories out. It's thermodynamics, et cetera. And my thing was, my stance on that is I think Kyle is 99.9% .9 right, which is to say effectively right. There's just a purist in me that says, well, you know, it's got to be a little more complicated than that because people aren't campfires, right? And, um, uh, but if you pay attention to calories in and calories out, you'll get the desired effect because 99.9% .9 right is right enough. Someone else oh, yeah. was explaining my position better than I did. They're like, well, you know, because... The way they used to measure calories, apparently I'm out of date, but the way I was taught in school is they take the food, they dehydrate it, they burn it, and they see what impact it has on raising the temperature of water, right? By that measure, a lump of coal or a you know, little sip of gasoline will give you way more body fat than something else, right? So calories, how well it burns and heats water, can't be the perfect measure. It, it's good enough, you know. I'll admit it's got to be a food item. It, it's so good that but, it's like you don't even need to take another step. Like if your goal is to not is to lose weight or to gain weight. It's like just math where it's like, how much are you consuming? Well, right. I'm eating 1,400 right? calories but a day. Oh, well, you need to double It has that. to be a food item, right? Weight. So for example, people, a lot of, some people might not know this, bubble gum is plastic. It's plastic with sugar mixed in. So there is a lot of things in bubble gum that your body is not even using. It just passes right through. Again, 
99.9% right is right enough. You can just monitor your calories in and lose weight. But there was a piece of me that was like not good enough. Someone said that they've changed the way they measure calories to start. And this is a stranger on the internet, so it's got to be right. But they've started looking at carbs and fat and other aspects of it. And that caloric measure. It's all gluten. (laughs) That caloric (laughs) measure is not just drying it out and heating it anymore like it was when I was taught in school, according to a stranger on the internet. Uh, this uh, link right here is about a professor who went on a diet of nothing but Oreos and Twinkies and lost 27 pounds in 10 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, probably from vomiting. No, from only <laughs> eating 1,800 calories worth of Twinkies and I've seen those Twinkies. You tried to get me to eat one. He probably just became, like, bulimic. Like, he ate it and he threw like it Twinkies. up. A lot of people like Twinkies. They're delicious. They're, they're so overrated. They I'm not even going to try like one. Them. He had them, and he was like, just try a bite. Just try a bite. I'm like, no. I yeah, it's like a treat from an Aragon past, you know? Like I like if, it. Imagine, like, in 1816, some guy's walking along, and he goes, you know, hey, have this, kid, and he throws you an apple. You're going to be like, oh, giddy up, you know? Like, a fresh <laughs> apple. Is that Look, how come I on, some of the classics are going to last forever. That's Look at exactly popcorn. Look at saltwater taffy. Look at you hard candy. Twinkies These are all-time winners. There's a reason Twinkie or Hostess or what? They were going out of business. They were going to stop making them. Somehow, for reasons that I can't explain, Twinkies became the Harambe the Gorilla of 2015, and they had to save them. And yeah. and now Twinkies are just barely hanging on. No one's eating them, right? I was like, no, you can't get rid of Twinkies. No. When's the last time you had a Twinkie? Innovation. 18 years? 30 years? No innovation I don't know. at all. Taylor, you're very, like, very passionate about I'm <laughs> very passionate about how much they suck. They could have been innovating that whole time. They got in on the can. Strawberry Twinkies? And they're all bad. As soon as Reese's came out with the fast break candy bar, Twinkies should have put that up on their marketing room slide and said, we're like finished, boys. Bar. We're done. We can't compete <laughs> in 2017 Put candy. them next to Juicy <laughs> Fruit. The, pu- yeah. the bubble gum they don't sell anymore. Yeah. No, put this next to the <laughs> asbestos where it belongs in the past. You know, they still put asbestos in like everything, though, right? I, 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 I don't care for it. Yeah, yeah, it's in like fucking everything. I thought that like when we, whenever they discovered that asbestos has has all those uh, negative side effects, that they were like, oh, never use that again. No, they just stopped using it in like consumer goods, where like mm-hmm. they stopped making asbestos fa- like face warmers and shit. You know, it's still in buildings and breaks and shit. You've talked about MSG before and how you add that. You've obviously yeah. heard the story of how MSG is was totally trumped up nonsense how bad it was how it was just like one Racism. pissed off uh writer who was like oh this this food's got so much msg i'm probably gonna get cancer and people are like oh my god you're gonna get cancer from msg like uh, we gotta take it out of our food but it ended up just adding a lot of flavor to to oriental dishes yeah, yeah it's, it's just a flavor is that the truth that msg is fine for you yeah it's fine and it makes everything taste better it's a it's a it's another kind of salt it's 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 known as a flavor enhancer and it just makes everything in the dish sort of all the flavors sort of meld together and become better uh so you put it in stir fry that's better you put it on in like mashed potatoes with like garlic and cheese that's better you put it in i put it in my chicken like that chick-fil-a co- copycat chicken that i make it there's a lot of msg in that it's I read what MSG does. Store, I, I didn't know that. i was like why do they <laughs> why do they put it in food like because all i knew it was bad there must be some reason to put it in there and they said that it makes the flavors blend together in a better way which is something that i can't understand like i'm i'm genuinely baffled by it i, I would need to taste it with and without msg because i don't like flavors sort of blend without msg but, i don't get it 
Monosodium <laughs> glutamate. Uh, they they sell it at the grocery store. I, I have a big thing of it myself. I'm a big big fan. But, but can, can, you, can you put into words why it, like what yeah, is a blended flavor? Or like a blended uh-huh. flavor? Have you ever had uh, salted caramel? Yes. Where it's caramel and it has sea salt on top of it. Mm-hmm. It's like two very very supremely different flavors. But when you eat them both together, they mix perfectly because Brits you got the sweet, you got ice cream salt. work like that, like something like that. Yeah, where it's like it's it's not that it's like a math or a science thing, or maybe it is a science thing. I don't fucking know, but it stuff just meshes together. Butter and everything, for example. <laughs> God, <laughs> yeah, it's tasty. So apparently, what it does is it produces a savory, salty taste when added to food, which excites your taste buds and stimulates the release of neurotransmitters, which is why it tricks your brain into thinking it tastes better delicious i don't know if i trust that i don't think you release neurotransmitters i don't think they're releasable it's on the internet for oh, a random well, guy we've already it's proven that random guys on the internet it's the right. same guy with that whole calorie theory it's, yeah it's, it's him. i mean it's him we do not question sources here guys we <laughs> no. go yeah. the next thing that we see and then that's the new norm uh, <laughs> like well, what did wings say exactly with the, like like with the PKA stats thing, do you remember what he said that like started all this? He's like, this isn't bullshit. This is statistics or something like that. This isn't facts. Stats. This isn't facts. This oh, is man. stats. I, I, ah, There's like, no He's taking yeah. some interesting positions on a, lo- on, a, on a lot of particular topics, whether it's metallurgy or, you know, hydrodynamics or free Metal- travel. <laughs> yes. Metallurgy is a great one. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, like well, I don't want to poke to... at him. Uh... Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, I'm like, that's why I didn't immediately like spill into it. I'm like, I don't really need to take audit <laughs> I... wings for no reason at all. Like, so, you know, it's but... no From my yeah, original, no... original list, do you want to talk about Milo or my local terrorist? Local terrorist. Local okay. terrorist. Uh, here's the article for you guys on the thing. Oh, he looks like home. Too, right? Purr. I can't. He looks white to me. That um, guy looks like he touches boys. Ah, you guys are so judgmental. So, um, Carrie Mann says, don't go to Carrie tomorrow. Make, uh, charges making an online threat. Apparently, um, he said, for far too long, the Kofar, which means non-Muslims, has spit in our faces and trampled our rights. This cannot continue. I cannot speak of everything. Say your prayers. Sleep. Watch the news tomorrow. It's only the beginning. So, he posted this on social media. They raided his house. They found an AK-47, 30-round magazines, 340 rounds of ammo, which is really weak sauce. They'd find more at my house. <laughs> and um, oh, I, I thought there was something else. Like, yeah, do you see what his quote here? It says, uh, in the following private message conversation, Grimsley said the following. For too long, the Kufar, non-Muslims, have spit in our faces and trampled our rights. This cannot continue. I cannot speak of anything. Say your dua, prayers, I guess. Sleep and watch the news tomorrow. It will only be the beginning. Yes, I did see that. Did, did you? Just, that's I just. That's the face that. of. Oh, you, you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. so sorry. I was reading the lower part of the article. I'm an that's idiot. That's funny because you're like, "Hey, did you see this?" And then like, "That's exactly what I just said." <laughs> I'm a jackass. Sorry. No, but, okay, yeah, so this so guy was local to you, especially in like, like the, the area that you lived in previously to where you are right now, and like, like how local? Like, like, call it twenty minute drive. Maybe? Yeah, that's it's pretty damn close. Well, I'm glad they got this guy. Uh, it sounds like 
Yeah, it seemed you, legit-ish. You know, you don't know what he's going to do the next day. Yeah, but, you don't know. Yeah. But, Chances are, like, like you know, nine times out of ten, this guy the next morning wakes up and he's like, whoa, did I really type that? Delete, 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 delete. Oh, shit. Hope nobody read that. But in some, don't, don't pretend, or don't, like, get too out of it one night and be like, you know what? Uh, let's watch let's the plan an attack. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you never want to go out there on social media and be like, watch the news tomorrow. Shit's going down. Like, like you yeah. do that on 4chan, <laughs> not on Twitter. What was this guy thinking? This is... <laughs> what was this guy thinking? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> not how you commit a terrorist act. What a yeah. dumbass. Yeah. You, you, didn't see, you didn't see Osama bin Laden on, uh, like, tweeting out, like, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Check me once. out in my little cave. <laughs> yeah. to his credit it. trump doesn't do that remember trump that's like one of his campaign talking points like yeah. i'm not going to tell you like the time and date that we're going to go take the oil you know that just yes. helps the people who want to keep it. it'll be a surprise <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. I, I do like that and that does make sense to me that, that like and, and he has some point where he talks about it's happened a lot of times, whether it's a news media. I think Geraldo got in trouble for this, right? Maybe back in Iraq. He was like, and the 3rd Battalion here in Baghdad is about to storm in and take all those dirty bastards right. out. And, it's and while they're all watching TV, like, oh, shit, they're coming. Everybody get ready. <laughs> Geraldo says the bad guys are on the And they're, like, putting mines down and stuff. Like, Geraldo got in trouble for that. And, and, rightfully and the so. news media... You should the get in trouble yeah, for rightfully that. so. Yeah, fucking Geraldo. That was very uh, irresponsible. I, I'm sure he apologized, and I doubt he knew... He really fully understood what he was doing when he did it. I'd I, like to give him the benefit of Yeah, I want to think he didn't know the ramifications, but... You have to be pretty dumb not to think it through. You, you really do have to be totally stupid to not get it. Like if I had in my information, like just some, like if I got a random text from Donald Trump and it was like, oh, you getting ready for the invasion on next Thursday or whatever, I wouldn't be like screen capping and tweeting it and being like, like, no one would do that. Like, and so it's not even a journalism thing. It's in him, him being a total idiot thing. Because even if he was sitting at home and he got that information, he should have known like, Whew, well, this one's just for me. Not going to yeah. read this on the... And it opens you up to there. some criticism, too, because like, they'll be there. like, you know, hey, Trump, can you rule out nuking Australia? Nope. Right? Obviously, we're not nuking Australia. They're allies, but he'll be like, nothing's off the table. I don't no. rule things out in the press, because that's, you know, that just The real my question options. is, why bother doing that? Like, why... I can't imagine something happening where anyone needed to bomb Australia. Well, that's right. just hyperbole. But but what he's right. getting at oh, is, know, like, is like on any serious substantial issue, on. they're like they're like, look, you've said in the past that you might go back into Iraq and take the oil again. Now is that something we should be worried? Hey, nothing's off the table. You've set our nuclear weapons off the table in Syria. Hey, nothing's off the table. And it and it really should be like that because you're going to have to go into a meeting with other world leaders or diplomats or whatever and hash out these deals where one side wins a little more than the other. It's a strong negotiating point when the other side's like. He's not even taking nukes off the table. This this is just a golf course we're talking about. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a good strong negotiating standpoint. And I, I think when Trump's presidency's over, I hope, I think we all should hope, right? That we, we look back and we go, wow, he he didn't do everything we wanted and he did some crazy shit along the way, but he really did stand by a lot of his more uh, talked about positions and he really did, you know fight for the um, what's good for America in the end. I hope that that's what happens at the he end of this. hasn't done too much where I feel like I think the every, final most people score has been posted. I, I do think on the environment, I don't know. we're headed in a very wrong direction. Um, yeah. He's yeah, all about the legacy energy policy, you know, the oil and gas and nuke. You know, like if it doesn't fuck up the environment, they don't like it. 
And, um, and then, of course, the EPA guy. Didn't he just have like 7,000 emails released or something like that? Yeah, yeah Scott through it. And All the thing is, is, he's actually sued the EPA multiple times and was mid-lawsuit just before he was nominated. Like he was in the process of suing the EPA. Yeah. Um, and I guess within the next week or two, he's going to be getting rid of the, the Clean Water Act um, and the methane restrictions. They're going. Uh, if they don't pass, I think Trump's already said he'll executive order them away. Uh, which is a little concerning because, you know, who needs clean water, right? The stock market seems excited about it. Who? Uh, the stock, the stock market, market, he said. <laughs> I, I just, I, I can't get on board with the dirty air. Yeah, it doesn't seem unfair to, to use the right stock now? market to take credit, though, because, like, that would be, like, there were times when the stock market was doing really good. <laughs> not really, not this good ever, obviously, but it was doing okay under Obama. Best like, it was doing good uh, at some it, points, but it, it's not like, I don't know, it's just, it seems... Because then when, when the stock market street. does go down, if you're going to take credit for it being because of Trump and now, you have to take that loss as well. You know, it just doesn't seem like the best. I don't know. Yeah, they said something the other day that the stock market was on a winning streak not seen since the 80s or something like that. I, I think yeah, that some, some small part of it definitely has to be all of Trump's deregulation talk and all of his taxation talk. Like, like he, there's a lot of pro-business stuff in there that if you're a major corporation, you're looking at it and— you know, I, I, apparently they're, they're, they think that's a good thing. They're going to make a lot of money in the in the coming Maybe. quarters and years. But I think they're also going to miss out on a lot of money. So uh, Jeff Sessions is uh, about to take back Obama's uh, restrictions on, pri you know, he was trying to get rid of private prisons because that's a huge issue right now. Uh, and I think Jeff Sessions is getting rid of that. Um, Sean Spicer. Kyle said, I don't want to let that just slide by. Let's okay. And look uh, at this Spices. Stock market chart. I gave you the link. Right. This is what the stock market's been doing. And you can see it's on a little run up lately. I don't know exactly when Trump started his term. Was it? It has been on average higher <clears> since <throat> Trump. I'm not a particular it, Trump so supporter. For people so. watching, Trump took over right around here where my mouse is. I see a trend that looks kind of the same since about 2007. Maybe U.S. stocks on Wednesday were looking at their longest record-setting streak in 25 years. The Dow Jones Industrial, S&P 500, and NASDAQ Composite all <coughs> climbed. If all three indexes close higher on Wednesday, it will mark five consecutive days of all three re setting record highs at the same oh, time. The so longest all... such streak of simultaneous record since a six-session streak. Yeah, I don't string. really care how many days Is it? in a yeah, row. I mean... Yeah, that's a total bullshit. Like, but at oh, the end of the, like, it all went the up to five market... days in a row? That, like, that's not a thing. But uh, I'm looking at the stock market. You know, from the long market term watch, here. it's a market watch article. This isn't laying on. I'm not saying part. that it's incorrect. I'm saying that it's a bullshit like thing to measure. Like it, if the thing five goes days up, days isn't really long. Yeah, enough. five days in a row Come back of in a going month. up. You know, like that. I, I could give a fuck, um, but I do care about the long term. And if you look at that, this to me looks more or less the pace that's been set through Obama's term, right? Obama took over in 2008. Um, so it actually dropped at first when he joined. He joined right around <coughs> there and, um, and then went up for the next seven years. So I don't see the Trump stock market doing something that the Obama stock market didn't. Now, if it continues to go up you know, unabated, that's pretty amazing. But it's just a continuation of the existing trend so far. I, I think there's just something too that MarketWatch.com wrote an article about it though. Like 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 I don't know enough about the markets to know if this is a, a thing that matters or not, but they seem to think it was. And that's what they do. I mean, it will you, go up you... for a bit with all his deregulation, and he's trying to get companies to manufacture in the U.S. Those things are good for the economy. Um, I 
not really a fan of Trump, but I don't think we have to worry about the economy. I think we have to worry about everything else while he's president. Um, but I, I do think he's going to be good for the economy because he just, you know, he puts companies like, you know, he'll call them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, he does. Do I, I don't know. The whole stock market thing, it's like, it just seems like whether or not it's up or down, like it's hard to make that connection with the actual president, you know? Yeah. Like it just doesn't yeah, seem I mean, like it's a good argument in favor or against Obama or Trump because it's like like they've they've presided. Well, Trump hasn't presided over a bad time <laughs> in the stock market yet, but it's, it's so new. Like you were saying, it's such a small sample size. It will happen. And when that does happen, you can't like just immediately – like as if you latch onto this argument now, then when that day comes, you have to be prepared to argue back and say, actually, it really tanked now because of this other thing and has nothing to do with this guy. Like I don't, it just seems kind of yeah, the, like it's the, easy the to argue. It's on an eight-year-long bull run, and a lot of people are like, "Look what Trump did!" But oh yeah, you know, like I've seen that. It's I've like been, you've been in the office <laughs> what two weeks? Yeah, four. <laughs> it, you know, so it's on an eight-year-long bull run. I've been watching it for eight years now, and um, mm-hmm. the thing that Kyle mentioned, where they went up five days in a row, like all three of them went up five days in a row. It, five days. You know. I, I do, do think it, it will. It made why? news. I mean, if you Google it, like Kyle, they make news tons. every day. Which, like, that's not. It's a, all fake news. In fact, no, no. I'm not saying the stats news. wrong. I'm saying it's such an insignificant stat. They write about shit every day. Not a little fake. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I think it will go up steadily, especially as the deregulations and everything come in uh, that Trump's talking about. Um, I think it would be very, very strange if the stock market didn't start going up when when those laws passed, and I, I'd want to know why. I think to, uh, to what you were saying, Kitty, about liking good. how he calls companies out. Like yeah. I, I like that in a way because the companies know they're no longer untouchable. But I also don't like the shit. Like everybody was raving about his carrier thing, where he saved some jobs in Indiana because of that. Oh, it wasn't it like five hundred or something. Even it, it wasn't even it, it wasn't even about the uh, the number of jobs itself. It was like Trump. Like we want. You'll make business better by making it a business environment for everyone that is beneficial. Remove detrimental regulations that make it difficult to start businesses, and you'll see, you know, a rising tide helps all ships. You know, everyone's going to help. But what he did is go, all right, carrier, you enormous air conditioning and heating company, I'll give you special little breaks and leeways, and then we can keep some jobs here. And meanwhile, everyone's rah, rah, shish, boom, bah over keeping jobs when really it's like, okay, well, he kind of just said to all the small time and mid tier uh, air conditioning and heating companies with their own employees, ah, I don't really care about you as much. Yeah. I'm going to give them special treatment. I'm going to, so like that, I, I didn't like that okay, train, at all. You know, carrier compared to train tier A&E. Like, well, yep. you're fucked because the government just gave carriers $7 million to lower their cost of operations. And yeah. uh, you're not making it a better, yeah, yeah. it's not a better business oh, yeah. environment. When, Every business can't take it and thrive off of it, you know? When I meant call them out, I meant like, hey, you know, X company, why are you closing down your plant and going uh, elsewhere? Yes. I don't uh, think he should be able to give. Uh, beneficial treatment to one or another. In fact, I get quite frustrated when I see him on Twitter that's like, oh, these guys are great. Go purchase all your shit here or, or whatever. Uh, you know, I don't think that should be around uh, allowed and I, and I don't think he should be publicizing that on Twitter because I think I question his motives at that point. I, I do believe Trump's presidency will be run on, on his ego and his statistics and his uh, ratings. Uh, but, you know, I think to hold a, a company accountable I think that's important. 
Yeah, yeah there was to a put them in the public to, eye is definitely. They used to call them Benedict right. Arnold CEOs when they outsourced jobs, and I loved it. It was so pointed, you know, like that guy's a Benedict Arnold CEO. He is firing Americans and hiring Indians or whatever, but a traitor. And uh, it just didn't really catch on. They, they, they should be calling out Tim Cook. They should be calling out you know, CEOs from all over the place. Who, who, but in, in terms of Trump's ratings, which Kitty just mentioned, Trump might be, like, is he the most famous person to have ever lived? He is. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. No. <clears throat> no, you're wrong. You're wrong. He's the most <laughs> famous person alive right now. He's the most famous person in the world. As far as the most person ever to live, like Jesus Christ and Muhammad probably have some, uh, if they live. I was going to say Jesus, yeah. I was gonna say Jesus Hitler. for sure. More, more people know, uh, no, hit, no. Trump, no Trump is more Jesus. famous than Hitler. You more people Trump know more about famous than Hitler? Yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Here's yeah. how I, I don't know. The president of the United States. Know, and he was incredibly famous before he became the president of the United States. And he's not just any president. He's, he's much more famous than Barack Obama will ever be because he gets so much goddamn news attention. Mm -hmm. They are talking about him in Malaysia. They are talking about him everywhere because people in every tiny little shit country in the world, no offense to the shit countries we're listening in. Yeah, yeah. You know Sorry, who you Malaysia. are. England. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I could just come downstairs and like. Yeah, yeah, come on down. And they, they, you know, one of those people. You know, if you're one of those countries, you know, everyone is talking about how a Trump presidency might affect them. Whether you're an Australian or New Zealander or or wherever you are on yeah. this planet. Trump might cause your life to change a little bit, and so everyone's discussing him. They they talked about this a lot today on the on the on CNN or Fox News radio, one or the other. I, I just think he's got to be. He's definitely he's, the most famous person alive. There was a New no, York Times article. I don't do this very often, it. but I agree with Kyle. But I don't agree with it for quite the same reason, <laughs> although I get it. But also, you know, Trump's really in the area of, era of social media. You know, Hitler didn't have that. Like. Hitler stuff was somewhat confined to that kind of section of the world. Whereas, as Kyle said, they're talking about Trumpy, you know, Malaysia and but things really, like that. Hitler so. was pretty newsworthy too. I mean, like he. Yeah, absolutely. But news wasn't yeah. what it was. Most there were fewer people alive. Especially well, okay. After did you want to use that argument? Like, I'm with you on that. There are fewer people alive. In the uh, same well, way that Trump is the most now, powerful man to have ever Trump lived in the history of the United States, like in the history of the planet, Trump is the most powerful person ever. But because like, of the time, yeah, because of the time, because he has me. nukes and stuff like that. So I didn't want to use the population of the planet, but it, uh, yeah, because by that logic, what you can be like, oh yeah, yeah, Namibia or some tiny little African country, they're more powerful than Genghis Khan right. was or Attila exactly. the Hun. Where it's like, yeah, they have guns. You can't go by that metric. Yeah, you different. say that, but and there's there is no way right into your fucking country. No one is ever going to touch Jesus on the most famous people of all time. Like it's Jesus, and then like an enormous chasm. To PewDiePie. number two, oh, Muhammad, right? Like Muhammad, <laughs> right there with him, right? <laughs> it goes from Jesus and then PewDiePie is second. Uh, I don't think Muhammad's right there with him just because there's more Christians in the world than Muslims, but I guess everybody knows people, about all right? And no, no, no. And because, because Christians don't learn about Muhammad, uh, Muslims learn about Jesus because they Boy. see Jesus as a uh, as a minor prophet, is my understanding. Yep. Probably wrong. That's true. But, no, you're right. Yeah. So he, Jesus is definitely number one. I would say number two is. It's gotta yeah. be PewDiePie. Yeah, it's gotta. It's PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it might be Milo. You know, <laughs> anything you get him in the title. <laughs> That's how I you get know. views on YouTube. You mentioned PewDiePie. Oh, just, oh my god! Punch it up with PewDiePie. I don't know. That's a good question. I, 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 I would. It would be hard to convince me it's not Jesus. Like Trump is nowhere fucking near Jesus. No, I like Jesus too. I think he's number one. I just, I, 
he's got he's got to be crushing Trump. Yeah. Right? Uh, okay. Jesus is. But let's go one. alive, people. You know. You know and and, and yeah. I would argue this: Jesus Trump is, is probably more famous in his lifetime than Jesus was in his lifetime. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Of course. Yeah. He just couldn't it, tweet. Trump is right. uh, what the the real the real metric that matters, I think, and then the one the one where Trump definitely wins. Most famous guy alive right now, it's Donald Trump. Yeah, you can't <laughs> argue that. There, I mean, there isn't. It's an gotta be right. That. Like in second place, yeah, you is think probably about whoever you second place is in your name. head and figure out if they're right? talking about him in Brazil or Venezuela, Messi. or if they're talking about him across the world in every tiny is, shit country. Is, isn't there a soccer player named Messi? Messi. Yes. Messi yeah, he's yeah. super Messi. super famous too. Yeah, he might be second. He's, he's definitely up than Obama. I don't know his first name. Do you? Uh, Lion, Le- Lionel, Lionel, Lion, yeah. Lion, Lion, Lionel. I, I know Donald. I know Donald Trump's oh. fucking middle name. I know his daughter's names. I know his whole family's names. I know where. I know how much his father loaned him when he was a kid. I know where he lives now. I know where his vacation homes are. Donald Still Trump is the most famous person danger. alive. Like, like, I didn't like, know oh, his clearly. middle name was John until a week after the election. Oh, Don John. You would think he would use that. I'm glad he didn't. President Don. <laughs> just add to his douchebaggery. Look at turn it up to 11. So Imagine Don John Trump in cursing. <laughs> I'd like it, yeah. I would not like that. I love the fucking Trump presidency, man. It's so goddamn entertaining. I heard Spicer today talking about wreck marijuana. That came up. Yeah, it's... Uh, that, what did he say? He was, it, it, Nothing, basically, right? to boil it down, he said that, you know, with medical mar- in, in regards to medical marijuana, there's a lot of people that that helps. There's a lot of people who need it, especially people with terminal illnesses. And Donald Trump has a big heart and he feels for those people. And I, we, they don't see anything changing on that regard. As far as recreational marijuana, he seemed to have a different turn, a different leaf immediately. Uh, he didn't. He, there was no harsh language or anything, but he was definitely anti rec marijuana. Um, yeah, and, it, it, they're going to start. I think. It seems like they're going to start targeting or there'll be consequences for states that have legal recreational. Well, my point is, is Colorado's just, you know, pulled in a billion dollars for, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? You're going to take some of their federal funding away? That's fine. They're not going to give a shit. Um, but I, I am concerned, right, because Trump said he'd leave it up to the states mm-hmm. in his campaign. And, and I I hope he sticks to that. I, I think people should have the freedom to do that. Oh, they now, totally what about the transgender bathroom law? Because he's doing the same thing with that, and a lot of people say, oh, no, you don't leave it up to the states. The president should decide who goes in a bathroom in Delaware and who goes in a bathroom in Texas. Like, like I like you the know, states' all, all rights. All that stuff should be states' rights. Like, for him to say, to, like, to be harping on states' rights and then be like, actually, but we're going to correct down on Washington and Den- or Colorado. Like, that's ridiculous. That would really piss me off if they started going. If he started going against marijuana legalization in states, that's just that's directly uh, di- di- diametrically opposed. I mean, with everything he's been saying the whole time about states' rights. So spicy. You know, said if you're looking that, to uh, he does believe cannabis uh, rights, go donate to Normal. <laughs> They've been doing it since 1970. <laughs> so I want to get this right. Um, he said there's a big difference between medical use and recreational use, which is something the mm-hmm. Department of Justice will be looking further into. Um, and then someone asked if there'll be greater enforcement. And he said, I think that's a question for the DOJ, Department of Justice. But I do believe you'll see greater enforcement of it. So it, yeah. it sounded it, like that to me wasn't wishy-washy. Like he's, it sounds like they're going to crack down on the states. It's legal in D.C. 
so you know what, what I mean? happened like, was he started the way he started i don't know if you saw the press uh, conference but he he basically uh you know started talking about the opioid epidemic and how it had to cut down and they were concerned about it and from there went straight to marijuana mm -hmm. so that it would you know get in everyone's head whatever uh so you i'm i'm concerned about that, that it was planned to shift he was trying to mention marijuana and opioids in the same breath and then start talking about Jeff Sessions and the DOJ. So it was a bit mm. shitty because, you know, we all know there's a big difference between opioids and marijuana. Um, but but it's I think Kitty's right in this regard. There's too much money in this at the state level. Where do you see you think Colorado's made a lot of money? Look, for, think about Colorado and, and just think about what you think of as Colorado and its its state economy and where it is geographically. Tourist. It's, industry yeah skiing I mean, it, it, that's all it is right the skiing and the views now think about california which makes up the entire fucking oh, west coast yeah. of our country virtually and is like the eighth or ninth biggest economy on the planet they get wreck weed uh weed now they're gonna make a lot more than a billion dollars next that start didn't they just is it very just... soon i think it comes it, it depends on when it comes into effect you know what i mean yeah, I, it's different a... from state to yeah, state yeah typically it will be legal but then it will be some time until dispensaries are given licenses and things like that so although the interesting thing in this regard is that and i, I think you saw this mirrored a couple more times in the past is that california has a very well um established medical marijuana um system that, right. that that's very flexible and loose you know we talked about dr dude who will yeah, be, yeah man what what ails you want to hit y'all Done. You know, yeah. whatever. That is right. My hair was blonde. Oh. You got to cough. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> Up you have hair. You know, like, so I, I think that they've already got the network of dispensaries out there. Every time I go to California, it's like, shit, they're every fucking where. Not quite as much as, as Colorado because Colorado's really gotten into it. It seems like there's a green, uh, it's not the red, there's a green cross, you know, everywhere you look in Colorado, but California's going to make so much fucking money next year. Yeah, and they're I'm, already talking about California. That is like, you know, as far as climate change denial and stuff coming out of the administration, they're like, Oh, let him say what he wants. We're going to keep fighting climate change here in the state of California, regardless of what the president says. I think you're going to see a, the same thing happen with the, the marijuana stuff. There's like a dozen or so States with it now. And uh, they're, they're sprinkled all across the east and west coast and the center of the country. And you've got, is it maybe Arkansas, who just who just uh, voted for re um, medical marijuana, as well as Florida. You know, and it's in the south now. North Carolina's got it decriminalized. We'll yeah, see. it's, it's mean, only like, a matter of time. It's like it's a total losing battle to to keep fighting against it because it gets more popular with the average. Like the average dude gets more and more okay with weed every day. And that's speaking about people who are against it. Like, it's yeah. hard to find someone even, you know, decades older than me who has a hard stance against it at this point. Like, my grandparents are even just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like it, My parents are like I, that, too. I don't, I don't like it, but it doesn't seem like something that's mm -hmm. scary. Like, they're afraid of the stuff they put on Fox News, like bath salts and meth. <laughs> and, like, do that thing that you were talking about, like Spicer doing, where he sets the anchor point at opioids and then opioids, quickly mentions yeah marijuana to try and you know make you associate that but that's not working anymore like most people aren't buying that shit because they've seen and they know people who smoke pot and they're like yeah, yeah that guy's not crazy and i've even seen it's that like, guy high and he's not even as we'll bad as see, someone who's sometimes you ever heard of snoop dogg they like, like take a enough? pause you know stem cells stem cells were obviously going to be a thing that helped people that cured diseases that that cured deformities and and it took an eight-year pause under w because Apparently, stem cells are killing babies or something like now, that. Now, did Obama completely unrestrict yeah. the study of stem cells? Because like I, I felt that was like, like an executive order he issued. I don't know about that, but I, because I thought that the 
you know, there's a lot of different ways to of acquiring the stem mm-hmm. cells. And I think that at one point there was discussion of purposefully growing, um, um, what do you call a baby? Well, it's inside the person. Fetus. The fetus. Yes. The fetus. They're purposefully growing fetuses to farm them for stem cells. And, and that was something that I, I think that that's was pretty matrixy. I don't like that. That that was you know, that was the anchor point for the Republican argument back eight eight or twelve years ago or whenever it was. It was like they want to like farm babies out to like create yeah. you know these stem cells when now a we, big you know, umbilical vine. That's not exactly yeah. how it works. Like so, I, I'm not an expert, but you can grow stem cells from stem cells. That's a thing. So what W allowed is he's like, look, you can no longer take stem cells from like placentas and umbilical blood or whatever it is you know that they were using. But the ones we already have, you can continue to use those to get more stem cells since, you know, they're already out there. And can't um, use the stem, I don't understand why they can't use the umbilical cord because that's one that I've always heard. It's like, well, you're just going to throw that shit away? Like, well, like I'm not you got positive stuff about there. that one. I know placenta was part of it, but whatever. Um, but it wasn't like live babies or anything or abortions they were getting stem cells from. They just considered these um, cells that could grow into other things to be human life and uh, so but w made it so you can only use like the ones that were already harvested but and again i'm outside my depth there was some kind of problem because like some lab tech would fuck up once and all of a sudden like there's a stem cell chain that's lost to population forever and uh or like there's an infinite combination of humans and you know the stem cells that they came for me might work for you i wish we could harvest them anytime we wanted to and uh, Obama like immediately made that okay. And his credit. Trump yeah, I mean you can it. you can get them from yeah. like bone marrow. You can get them from circulating blood, and I think and umbilical cord blood. So it's not just fetus or you know Something whatever. Something about the baby ones made it better like it, apparently yeah, that's the, what they yeah but the they umbilical cord anything. blood is something as well umbilical cord blood is that different than other blood <clears throat> i think you're talking about amniotic fluid or something oh, like 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 the, the, the... No, i think it's definitely umbilical. oh really if it was the blood it would just be the type of blood of the child right because i mean the child this. could have could have a different blood type than the mother like that that's all that guy on the internet you know yes. what? Let's get him on the line. Yes, we need the guy who see knows what about he the has. carbs. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you look for the guy on the internet, I'm going to tell everyone how they can eat healthy with Nature Box. Ooh. And calorie count. What do you do when you want to snack, but all you can find is junk food? <laughs> Rely on your self-control to resist the temptation, please. You eat the junk food. Start snacking healthy with Nature Box. Nature Box makes snacks that actually taste great and are better for you. Created with high-quality ingredients that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel great about snacking. Some of our personal favorites here are the peanut butter nom noms, the chocolate hazelnut granola, and the praline pumpkin seeds. Nature Box recently made their service even better. Now you can order as much as you want, as often as you want, with no minimum purchase required, and you can cancel anytime. It's simple. Go to naturebox.com and check out their snack catalog. There are over 100 snacks to choose from, and they're constantly adding delicious new snacks. Choose the snacks you want, and they'll deliver them right to your door. With NatureBox, you'll never get bored. There are new snacks each month inspired by real customer feedback, and if you ever try a snack you don't like, NatureBox will replace it for free. Right now, you'll save even more with NatureBox because they're offering our fans here 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com PKA. That's naturebox.com PKA for 50% off your first order. Yeah, check them out. Link in the description. Use that offer code and 50% off your order. That's great. They're really tasty snacks. They're, um, I don't know, they're, they're like healthy, uh, all-natural cookies and uh, chips, and they've got jerkies, and it's really good stuff. 
Awesome. And uh, while we wait for Taylor to return, um, I'm going to, uh, I just want to, on every ad, there's like a do not say (laughs) column. And uh, I'm about to tell you a little bit about Casper, but Chiz has a big thing in like red, do not So Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PKA and using code PKA. That's all easy to remember. It combines supportive memory foams to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. With over 20,000 reviews and an average customer rating of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. Free uh, Free shipping and returns to the United States and Canada. Try Casper 100 nights free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refine you for everything. Uh, designed, developed, and assembled in the United States of America. So, get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PKA and once again, using code PKA. Not hard to, not hard to remember I at all. I wonder what's on the do not list. The do not lists are often interesting. Like, if, if there's a tracking device, they'll be like, do not talk about putting it on your enemies and tracking them down for assassinations. Or if it's a, um, you know, if it's Pepsi, they might be like, don't say Coke, don't say Coke. I guess you can't tell me on air what's on the do not say for Casper list. I sent you a little, uh, little thing there. I just Yeah, copied. I was going to say, for the sake of Chiz's okay. mental state. We shouldn't even talk about out. the things we shouldn't say. Let's not, exactly. you know. Let's <laughs> dance around it and fuck with Chiz. It's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> fuck with us all. <laughs> Let's not do that. Especially since I, I, you know, I sleep on a Casper mattress every night. I think Kitty has a Casper mattress. I do indeed. Um, yeah, they're wonderful freaking mattresses. Um, if you've ever seen that old commercial where like there's a wine glass on the bed and a girl jumping up and down and they're <laughs> dropping bowling balls, um, I've got my laptop in bed and like a can of soda, and I'll sit the can of soda on the laptop next to the trackpad and just get out of bed and walk away. And my girlfriend was like, "Ah, oh, I can't believe you're doing that!" And like I just hit the foot of the bed as hard as I could with my fist, and the can went jiggle jiggle, like barely moved. Barely moved at all. I'm like, I'm like, what's the, what's the point? You can jump up and down. It's not going to do anything. I love that about the bed. And it's not some of those old mattresses that were of that class and Back style. Back in the just, day, not as good. Yeah, I think the materials that the Casper using are, are very good. I'm a big fan. And the coolest part, it, I think, was, you know, watching the thing grow. You know, piercing the thing and <laughs> watching this thing unfurl. And watching your a pillow turn into a king size bed. For me, the is coolest incredible. thing was watching Kyle have to lug my mattress through the house with no help. <laughs> I I got one recently as well, and I have slept on a lot of beds that I thought were pretty big. And I was ordering it. And I'm like, I may as well get a king size. Like if it's, like if I like I may as well get a king size. And I grievously underestimated how big a king size bed is because i opened up the box got it out and it started growing and immediately like when it got out to its normal size and was like expanding i'm like oh oh no like this is <laughs> this is this is much more space than well yes than this is, is never leaving this room <laughs> yes <laughs> this will be a wonderful bed for whoever finds it next you know? it's gigantic but it's it's like a black <laughs> hole right? you just put it there and then it it's dense yeah. like the sun. So when I ordered my king size mattress, that's when I realized that mattress sizes in the UK are different to that in the US. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Like yeah, Donald so uh, uh, the American queen size is a British king. Mm. And I guess I hadn't really realized that my American queen was 
that big. I don't know. I just get used to seeing everything's a lot bigger over here. So I ordered the king size and, you know, I'm building the bed frame and I'm like, this is massive. Like, there's no bed as big as this in England. If you want to get out of one side of the bed, and t- but on the other side of the bed, it takes like three full barrel rolls to get up. <laughs> three I just, full barrel rolls to get out. With what Kitty said, I'm putting it together. I think that my king size bed is bigger than the bed that the king sleeps in. Well, there is no king. Nice try. You know, I was going to use this joke queen. probably within the next 10 years. Just oh, put it on the burner. You guys are so overdue for a new king or queen. Like, this lady has been going on oh. forever. I like she she to take a picture with Trump before Kennedy. she dies. You know, she's had those pictures with like everyone from Kennedy or something. Uh, I, I want to get at least one more president in there. He's just, going. Oh, do you know the controversy around that? The the big visit to I, England. Do you, I do. You heard Why don't about? You lay it out, though. Ah, oh, man. So uh, Trump, they, they have this thing. Uh, I don't know the exact f- uh, phrasing, but they have a real fancy uh, 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 coronation kind of thing where the president comes over and they and they really roll roll out the red carpet and the queen meets with you and everybody's in those damn carriages with horses and it, it's 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 like a, a royal and state visit and, and the then state they've offered. Visit. Yeah, they've invited uh, Trump over. Um, and they, they invited the last two presidents over, not quite so early in their terms, of course, but they did. And there's a big hullabaloo, of course, over there with uh, lots of, uh, what do you call your senators? Those, those silly guys with the wigs? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All those assholes are like, ah, oh, not, you know, a lot of them don't want him to come, period. And a lot of them don't want them. He was, Trump uh, currently is um, slated to address uh, Parliament. the British Parliament. And uh, they don't want him coming in the parliament chambers and talking to them. They don't want that. Um, but it looks like it's going to go through no matter what. And, of course, it'll be a shit show that everybody read, on the planet watches. I've read that they're pushing off this thing to when parliament is in recess so that yeah. nobody will be embarrassed. Yeah. Interesting. And which is funny because parliament in England is like theater. I mean, it, it's yes. what my learned friend is saying is he's a complete moron. You know, <laughs> and everyone's like, ah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever watched Parliament, but there's jeering, there's laughing, there's mocking. Like I it is- have. It is Great. so much better than C-SPAN here. We have a bunch <laughs> of assholes not doing anything. I watched the clip. It must have been Maggie Thatcher or someone. And like I was watching her get in like, a fight with this guy, like throwing insults around the Parliament floor or whatever. And she was like, uh, the guy was like, you know, the distance between the top and the bottom of this country in income has never been larger and she was like in a really snarky mean thing in front of everyone just being like so what you're saying is you'd like to see this instead of this is that what you're saying and being like a smarmy cunt being like so you want everybody to be poorer and there were actually people like laughing at this guy in the middle of this where it was like man this is this is a lot more fun why didn't we bring this the fun yeah is it the prime minister who's on top in in the uk yeah yeah so um the prime minister has usually come (laughs) from you know the the members of parliament the mps and uh they're like well conditioned and able to deal with this and they blow me away because it's like they walk into there and they're like all right i don't know how many mps there are but let's let's do a debate 150 versus one go and they hold their own. It's yeah. amazing. I'm sure there's they have friendly people in there. Yeah, I mean, there's the left, the there's the right, as mm. there is over here. But everything's open. And it gets pretty insulting. Like, I've seen people referred to as drunken alcoholics and, you know, things like that. They, It's kind of like if there was, like, insult wars going on but 50 years ago. 
No, like there's never not... really swearing, uh-huh. but it's like what my learned colleague is say is implying. I think he had a little too much to drink last night, <laughs> a little bit too much tipple. You know, that is very passive aggressive insult. Yeah, they're calling them learned as a passive aggressive insult. <laughs> yeah, you know? learned like, colleague. My learned colleague over here. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's... not learned enough. Words here, I feel like there aren't any debates. There's just speeches to empty chairs. Oh, come on. Sometimes they bring snowballs in. <laughs> they bring, you know, they'll bring Sometimes in. Sometimes they sit. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll bring in. They'll bring in uh, uh, visual aids. Like, remember when Netanyahu came and uh, and he had that, like, like old school cartoon bomb that's like a bowling ball with a fuse coming out of the top with a ran written under it and he like showed that it was three quarters full or it was like it was like 98% full he's like they only need this much more and it's like come on they're not pouring jelly beans in a jar over right, there they're right. talking enriching uranium and mastering <laughs> intercontinental ballistic missile technology get the I amount mean, of jelly beans or we take the west bank <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um oh bernie sanders brought in like a tweet this big you know, it was like four yeah. feet wide from Trump, where he said that I guess he was going to save Medicare or something. I couldn't figure out how the screenshot, the tweet, <laughs> young grandson bringing the entire thing. I had difficulty eating. He printed it out on a, a standard eight and a half by 11. And I said, son, I can't read this. Go get it big. And went out the goes. kick goes. Back for me. I struggled on the bus on the way here with it. <laughs> For the first bit, you were kind of going halfway between Arnie and halfway between Bernie. Like, <laughs> oh, that, that's, I, I just remembered that picture of him standing there with that big tweet like such an idiot. Like, I'm sure they have a projector. You could have just emailed it to him, man. Like, they could have put that up there. But no, he's got to go out there with the fucking clearinghouse check. How much does that cost? I think you're incredibly biased. I think he fucking nailed Trump and made him an ass. I think that... I don't know what what he's saying. I'm saying bringing the big tweet on the poster board in. I'm saying that poster board... You can say Trump tweeted this or you can show it, right? And there it is with all the retweets (laughs) and all that shit under it. And I thought, like, you know, it, it, it is impossible for Trump to do anything but either keep his campaign promise or obviously be a lying sack of shit. You got to go Tony Stark on this. No, you're not. You're not. You, no, hang on. You're, you got to go Tony Stark with this. I'd have came in there and I'd have put some tiny little piece of electronics down on the fucking table and pressed a button and it would have projected Trump's tweet up on the wall, like in 4K, huge as fuck on the back of the of the of the wall over there. He brought in a poster board like like that was silly. That was that was almost as silly as the guy who brought the snowball, I thought. Um, which is supremely silly. The guy who brought the snowball and threw it and was like, ah, global warming's bullshit. You see, I have snow here. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty compelling. I didn't even know that happened, so that's pretty funny. Yeah, that happened. Our politicians you should have built a snowman, at least. Like, I feel like a snowball's really half-assed. <laughs> like, like, I feel if Bernie can bring a, a check or a tweet that's this big on public transport, I, I imagine mm. he took out, like, 50 people on the bus on the yeah, way there. And this guy should have brought more than a freaking snowball. What do they call that? How many times he was running down the hallway with the snowball and he'd get like almost to the floor and be like, fuck, (laughs) this stuff's going to be compelling back to the fucking yard. He's bringing it progressively bigger and bigger so it'll still be there. Uh, Sorry, in my head, that was, it's a very funny scene. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do the Milo thing? Yeah. Um, So this is the post. I'll read it, but my voice is like half gone. Does anyone want to do it or you want me to do it? I'll do it. 
I am a gay man. No, don't a I can't, I can't, this is a long, a long comment. It's like th three paragraphs. Okay, I'm a gay it. man and a child abuse victim. I would like to restate my utter disgust at adults who sexually abuse minors. I am horrified by pedophilia, and I have devoted large portions of my career as a journalist to exposing child abusers. I've outed three of them, in fact. Three more than most of my critics. And I've repeatedly expressed disgust at pedophilia in my feature uh, and, and opinion writing. My professional record is very clear. But I do understand that these videos, even though some of them are edited deceptively, paint a, de paint a different picture. I'm partly to blame. My own, experience, my own experiences as a victim led me to believe I could say anything I wanted on this subject, no matter how outrageous. But I understand that my usual blend of British sarcasm, provocation, and gallows humor might have uh, come across as flippancy. Somebody want to Google flippancy? A lack of care for other victims, or worse, advocacy. It means I deeply regret that. People uh, deal with things from their, uh, their, from, their, from their own past in very different ways. Uh, as to some of the specific claims being made, sometimes things tumble out of your mouth on these long late-night live streams when everyone is spitballing uh, that, are, that are incompletely expressed or not what you intended. It's very true. I think That's we can all agree that. Nonetheless, I've reviewed the tapes that appeared la uh, last night in their proper full context, and I don't believe that what I said, uh, and I don't believe they say what is being reported. I do not advocate for illegal behavior. I explicitly say on the tapes that I think the current age of consent is about right. I do believe sex with 13-year-olds is okay. He says when I do I not believe sex with 13-year-olds. Yeah. Key <laughs> difference. Sorry, little Freudian slip. I was just <laughs> saying what I was just, just speaking my heart here. I do not believe, hard to do that. I do not believe sex with 13 year olds is okay. When I mentioned the number 13, I was talking about the age I lost my own virginity. I shouldn't have used the word boy, which gay men often do to describe young men of consenting age instead of young man. That was an error. I am, I am certainly uh, guilty of imprecise language, which I regret. Anyone who suggests I turn a blind eye to illegal activity or to, abuse, or to the abuse of minors is unequivocally wrong. I am uh, <laughs> implacably opposed to the normalization of pedophilia, and I will continue to report and speak accordingly. What a, what a lovely vocabulary this gentleman yeah, has. Yeah, he does great. I, so Previous, I was saying, like, one of Milo, like Milo's shtick is kind of like, I'm a gay man, I like black dudes, and therefore I can say things that no one else can say. I can tear down feminism, I can uh, talk about inner cities, I can do this and I can do that. And he tried to apply that to the pedo thing. You know, it was, I had sex at 13, at 14 I was the predator, taking out these priests and whatever. And I think he felt like he was shielded because of his own experiences. You know, who would come at a guy who was abused at 13 saying that you're pro-pedo? But it didn't work. It, you know, like this, well, I yeah, just, he this, openly admits <clears throat> that he plays the game of identity politics to get away with saying even more uh, provocative things that if he were just a straight white guy with a white girlfriend or something, he would have gotten <clears throat> slammed years ago. But he's so open about it, even saying in interviews, like, yeah, I, I play up the fact that I'm gay and that I have a black boyfriend or whatever. And it's that a I. Shield. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, it's just playing into that same thing that we should all hate, identity politics. Taking mm -hmm. your argument for who you are, what color your skin is, what's between your legs, instead of what you're saying. You know. I mean, but, I think you messed up here, because oh, in, sure. when, in the actual podcast, you know, <clears throat> he talks about how it's not pedophilia, it's hepophilia. 
as in like you know when a, a boy meets sexual maturity then it should be fine as in uh you know puberty uh mm-hmm. and that's where he referenced the 13 uh, now just a note in, in england age of consent is 16 i know it's higher over here but still 13 i think mentally is very young and then that kind of issue got swept into him calling you know older gay men with boy which is a term for a younger gay guy um and i think they kind of got swept up with each other but he does go pretty specific Mm -hmm. into the 13 year old thing when he actually uh backs it up by saying no it's not pedophilia it's it's hepophilia it's you know after puberty even if it's yeah. a te- if, if, like, I think the the feeling that everyone gets when you hear that is even if you're like, okay, well, I guess psychologically that's the right term or whatever. When people hear it, their first reaction is up. Oh, somebody's trying to relabel something to make it seem less bad. You know, I disagree. To- yeah. All right. Is it, 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 let's get the. We've done this before. Let, let me get the actual definition of pedophilia. No, I know, like, but now I'm, I'm saying that in, in people's heads, it's just anyone who's having sex with a child, and in most people's heads, a 14-year-old is a child, a 13-year-old Okay, sexual child, feelings you know? directed toward children. It, 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 it really boils down to whether you think a 13-year-old who's, who's like, who has went through puberty is a child anymore, I guess. I do. Yeah, I, I was saying, oh, you went through puberty at 13, you lucky dick. I, I was giving you, don't worry. I was saving that punchline. I was like, and for Woody, maybe you're 20, 30 years yeah. old. Hey, that's still no good. Still no good. These, these are just terms, right, that denote the physical level of maturity. Like, these yeah. Are, so, just so, only hair under one arm. Like, so, like, a, uh, a, a 10-year-old girl could be a whatever you said it was called if she had started puberty already. Whereas yeah. if you start puberty till you're, I don't know, 16 or 17, if you're a late bloomer, then you're not a hebophile or a, he- a whatever you're called until then. Yeah. Yeah. There was this <laughs> he, it was actually Milo who said that. He's like, it's not pedophilia, it's hemophilia. This is about the you know sexual readiness or, or whatever you want to call it of uh, a child who has gone through puberty. You know so he was saying that it's not pedophilia <clears throat> because they've gone through puberty, but I, I'm like it's still a kid. Yeah. And what you whatever wanted the, it, kid kid. Was, the brain hasn't caught up yet. You know that kid at 13, 14, uh, even in some cases 16 that is legal in England. You know they're not mentally ready enough. I feel to like kids, even yeah. like, like you said, the mental ready. Even if they're 15, right? And like in Milo's situation, you know, he's like, I was the predator. Eh. The power imbalance, the life experience, that like who's able to be more manipulative is mm-hmm. leaning towards the adult so far that it's not even a you just have to keep them out of the same game. You know, 15 yeah. year olds need to be fucking 15 year olds, not 25 year olds, because, it, you know, that the power imbalance is, is ridiculous. And I, Boo! <laughs> I um, I've been thinking about it. Someone described Milo, it might have been Bill Maher. But uh, I loved it. It was fantastic. He's like, you know, people say Milo's dangerous and they're worried about him and all the impact. He's not dangerous. And I'll add to it. it Milo's not accumulating political power. He's not setting himself up for a run of having actual power. What Milo is, is a giggling teenager who drops a spider at the liberal sleepover party. And they all shriek and scream about how upset they... Spider, spider! Because Milo said the wage gap is fake, or Milo said, you know, whatever. And it's like if liberals would stop taking the bait and 
rioting in favor of safe spaces every time Milo said that, you know, I was going to talk about gender imbalances or something, then Milo wouldn't have a career. But the no, liberals, he wouldn't. The yeah. liberals are so predictably fired up by a couple of different issues that he can go from college campus to college campus and piss them off as a business model. It pisses yeah. me off. Like I'm on. He's a professional blue. troll. I mean, essentially, provocative. Uh, you know, I'm not even convinced. I believe half of what he says. I mean, with this whole pedophile thing, I don't know. I wonder. Like he was so determined in the podcast that what he was saying was correct that I actually felt horrible for him because I was like, what a fucked up world you have lived in where you think that that's normal and okay. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards he made that flippant comment and he was like, I'm very thankful. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't be able to give as good head as I do now if it wasn't for Father Michael, who turned out to be the priest who uh, did bad yes. things. Yeah. Is Father Michael still alive? Is anybody looking at him right now? Because I feel like we're really <laughs> pointing the finger at Milo about this. Is there a Father Milo? Uh, a Father? What's his name? Michael. Michael. Is there I a Father Michael somewhere father. right now? Right. Fucking little kids? Because we might want to look into him yeah, right now. Somebody you notice that? that not one liberal said, "Where's this Father Michael?" I at did. Right now. I did. One <laughs> liberal did. <laughs> one. Well, honestly, I just hope to... he gets some help, and I hope he talks to someone. Because uh, maybe there's some like unanswered things in to... there. I'm... Yeah. So what Kitty is saying about it, like, it is a common thing. We talked about this on PKN as well, mm -hmm. that oftentimes, or it can be that when people are abused at a young age like that, they will retroactively go back and try and make it seem like they were more in control. I wanted it. You know, it wasn't, you know, oh, you know, I, I had sex with this guy when I was 13 and he was whatever the fuck. Oh, and the person talking to him can say, wow, that's, you got molested. Oh, no, no, no. I wanted it. I totally wanted it. Like, that gives them a little more control over it, and it's easier to to rationalize. That's it's a shame that you didn't watch last week's episode of It's Always Sunny because <laughs> much of this comes into play with with Dennis reliving his uh, his rape as a child. Huh. Uh, ah. on um, Joe Rogan talked about later. this, and he said it really. He made an interesting point. He's like, even if Milo had a positive experience at fourteen, right? Like maybe he re gets to see some help, put processes, the whole thing, puts it in his place, and says, you know what, that was just great sex. There are women who get raped and orgasm from it, and mm. it gives them guilt. Yeah. It, 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 like they have issues. It's complicated. Even if somehow someone out there, like a female gets raped and says, you know what? Shockingly, it was pretty good sex. That doesn't mean that like, we should be normalizing make it okay. rape and yeah. be like, you know what? Sometimes it works out. No. Yeah, no. it doesn't mean that suddenly. How many pornos have you seen that go don't follow that exact same path? <laughs> like, like I've seen so many, and, and and I'm not in. I, I usually turn it off when I see that. I'm like, well, yeah, that's not I what I was like, looking for. It's not my like, like it, 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 it so often starts off with a bit of rape, and then she's like, ah, this wasn't so bad after all. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, it's you, that. Like a little more of this. My my new thing that I found. There's this. There's this. Uh, there's this uh, porn genre. It, there was the one with the fake casting agent, right? You know, this mm -hmm. guy calls you in. Oh yeah, we well, maybe you could get some work, and then he fucks the chick, and there's no real job. Joe Lozon has that same couch. Exactly. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Lozon's casting couch. And of course, all actors. You got to keep in mind when you watch that. And I could go on about this for a long time. I debunked them personally. I, I noticed that this chick sucking the dick and. You know, her, her nails look a certain way. They look unfinished. Like, you know, they don't look ugly or anything. It's just her nails. And then, like, three quarters of the way through the video, she's got her nails fucking done. 
She's a professional. She she went and got her nails done. This was filmed over the course of like two or three fuck sessions. Bullshit. There's Another this thing, new- you'll see it where they come in and be like, oh, what are you coming in from? It's like, oh, just getting back from school. You don't have a backpack. You don't have a backpack, <laughs> and you would if you were just getting back from class. I've, I've lost it. Taylor talking about kids coming home from school without a backpack in his porn. Do people <laughs> not use backpacks in college? England? <laughs> there's a new one where there's like a manager of a Best Buy, and he catches this hot chick like stealing some electronics, and then he takes her in the back and fucks her instead of calling the cops. I've, I've seen that one a few times. That one's much better. <laughs> Um, and then there's another one, which is like a mix of the two called back called uh, it's like backroom uh, casting or something like that. And in that one, they're like in like a stock room or a warehouse and the guy's real shitty to the girls. I don't really like that one either. But, I, you know, I, I watch a little bit of everything. You know, he, he's always just like, ah, I don't know, just show them nasty. Ah, oh, those tits are terrible, I guess. Ah, all right. Take them off. Take it off. And then it's just like really nasty. The girls with fucks. such a bad attitude. Like, is he acting like he's at work and he's like, just God, just get me till 5 p.m. Lord, help me, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's how it's done. They, every single time he's really nasty to them. And I, I guess, and it, it's kind of telling about the kind of guys who, like, watch that specifically. And they're like, oh, yeah, can't wait for another backroom casting forced sex video. You know, because it's like the guy's always manipulating the girl and he's being, being really nasty to her. And I've seen other casting videos that are actually real where they're, like, really mean to the girl and, like, slapping her in the face and, like, spitting on her face. And, are like, any of those videos real? None of them are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I don't know about I the, think there were. the plots I, I that Kyle's talking yeah. about. But it's a leak. some of the videos are real. Like, what about the cam girl? There are cam couples out there. You know, they're just couples having sex on camera. Hmm? Yeah, that's true. To me, I was just meaning like I didn't genre. I didn't even yeah. know that was a thing. Cam, cam couples? couples. I mean, when I watch porn, I think it's just funny. Like, I don't know how anyone can get their rocks off to porn. Uh, I ah, just, maybe I just have a, a real yeah. fucked up sense of humor. But to me, porn just makes me laugh. Like I view it like comedy. It usually makes me cry right after. You see, we're watching very different stuff. <laughs> very different reasons. Yeah. I cry yeah. after, but it's because I didn't think I was gay. And just kidding. Or, or if you see it, like the just YouTube thing, you know, where the, the thumbnails of all the next videos, and you're like, oh, well, God damn it. Like that was the one that like probably would have been way better. But now what's done is done. There's no going back. <laughs> Cat's out of did, the bag. <laughs> did you guys see that video of... I, I mentioned this because I think uh, Chiz just wrote. Um, I'm going to get exactly what he said. He said, uh, oh, snap, Kim Jong-nam, half-brother of uh, the North Korean uh, Kim Jong-un, uh, was killed with VX nerve agent. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys see the video of him being murdered with VX nerve agent? You know the story? She was wearing a lol sweater. <laughs> no, so, like... Oh, you the half brother of the, the that crazy guy who runs North Korea was walking through an airport, and a lady came up behind him and like rubbed VX nerve agent all over his face, and then like casually walked away. Her story is, I thought I was on a reality TV show, but that that, that shit don't play. Like, 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 there's too much little minor evidence that, like, points us in a different direction. She immediately goes to the bathroom and starts washing up and tries to escape, you know. But killed him very quickly with this nerve agent that she just, like, there's video of it. Have you, I don't know yeah, if you Yeah, it's like it. a spray. And she's wearing, like, a sweater that says LOL. It's on I the saw cloth. That. Yeah, the t-shirt says LOL. She said that she had done it to several other people with water. And then she yeah. goes up to this person and uses the gas and didn't realize she was going to kill him. Uh, I didn't hear what Kyle said about, like, washing her hands and... 
Yeah, because no, I would bullshit you that. in that theory. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't be like, I gotta get this water off my hands. Oh my god, don't breathe too close. Right. Like, the the be... X is the stuff, from, and, and Chiz even pointed it out because he loves that movie. It's the same nerve agent from the movie The Rock with Sean Connery and Nick Cage. Oh. Yeah, remember that? That was in this green, uh, mm-hmm. little uh, round spherical things that was in the rocket. Like, that, I don't think that's how that shit works in real life or anything. What they use but... in the Japanese subway attack? Ah, Saren. Saren uh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah different. I know my poisons. <laughs> yes, you do. There were some guys not too far from me. They got caught. Uh, this is back under the Bush presidency when he was cracking down on the terror. And these guys were cooking up ricin. And this is like 15 miles from me. They were cooking up an enormous amount of ricin, which is one of the most toxic poisons known to man. Yeah. Uh, th- and micro- very tiny amounts are deadly. The Russians had this. They, they killed this guy one time. They took a, a very tiny ball bearing that had holes drilled throughout it, so it was somewhat, you know, hollow. Porous, yeah. Porous, yeah. And then they put the uh, ricin inside that, and then with an umbrella uh, that, that was made to inject that tiny little BB pellet, uh, they, like, bumped into the guy, poked, poked him in the leg, and the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry, I bumped into you there. And the guy's like, yeah, you did, didn't you? And he's like, dead three or four days later they also did that polonium thing to that guy they they uh they, they irradiated him with polonium and he died a terrible death the russians what killed guy? lots of people ah uh, he was like let's see who they killed with polonium oh um, I, I didn't it was one of the uh russian spies oh god i was reading this like just the other day that yeah apparently like russian government kills people all the time press that's not favorable who's a russian spy uh, you think Alexander... this country's so innocent Fair point. Alexander, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just quoting uh, Trump. Uh, uh, I know. You know, Trump. <laughs> you think this country's so innocent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Oh, we, that's a first look at the Woody uh, Trump too. voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got some bad. What he should have said is, we, you know, we got some rough customers over here too. Sometimes you got to take the gloves off. He's, yeah, a, he's, he's, he's not a good public speaker, though, is he? He's an interesting. Don't you wish Trump speaker. was slick? Don't yeah. you wish he was well, slick? I, and... I wish his IQ was over 50. <laughs> I, his IQ was over 50. I wish, though, that he was slick and smooth, and when they asked him a question, he knew the answer. And not only did he know the answer, that he was going to tell you, he was going to give you a paragraph that, that, that at the end of it, you were like, I came in here totally misinformed. I, Donald just set me straight. If you watch him answer questions, is, Ted Cruz is slick and smooth, and Trump is. Zodiac killer right? kind of works. So, this is like wh- the best whatever. debater in the Senate. Yeah. So whatever Trump's buffoonery is, it is a package that sells. For whatever reason, people are buying Trump more than oh, Cruz. It's, oh, he was the superior candidate by and large. We all know that. That's uh, not oh, true. Oh, Cruz was. You then know. how did we get to where we are today then, Woody? He has, Clearly His he buffoonery beats slick and smooth debating skills, apparently. Well, then, then maybe more politicians should shift to buffoonery. Like, if you were in the UFC, and, and all of a sudden there was a guy just knocking everybody the fuck out with, like, heel clicks. Like, yeah, he just jumps up, clicks his heel to the side, right. and they don't know what's happening. He Next thing you know, why about a bang? Usually, like, all right. If you could snap your fingers and have it be just Cruz in there instead of Trump, would you do that? No, 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 no. I, I, I like Trump better than Cruz. Lots I don't of, know Trump yet. is, Cruz is I, much more conservative in the scary yeah. kind of conservative way that none of us like at all. Mm-hmm. He, you know, we talked about earlier how like, He's oh, a constitutionalist. You're, you're, yeah. a pro, you're pro Second Amendment. I probably know how you feel about abortion. Now, right. the three of us, four of us, I would say don't fit into that mold, mm-hmm. but Ted Cruz does. Ted Cruz does fit in that mold. And while Donald Trump may put a Supreme Court just as he is, that, that is, uh, you know, pro-life, 
Um, Ted Cruz is is a whole other animal of conservatism that that we don't want. The, the conservatives who were in Congress think he's too conservative. He was the outside. If Donald Trump weren't in that race, Ted Cruz would have been the outsider. Yeah, the religious started. shit is definitely his biggest drawback. That's not why he's the outsider. Because I do like him. Like he's more of a constitutionalist than Donald. He's yeah, more conservative in the good way than Donald too. I think. But, but it's yeah, the religious Pence is, is scary. Is a, having him as a vice, like because sure, I feel like Trump has got this massive. Yeah, and Sorry? Trump. Trump, Zap them till they're straight. <laughs> Trump, he's saying that conversion therapy stuff. Uh, I can't think of another president in my lifetime, maybe Reagan, who was closer to death than Trump. You know, I, I believe that. Yeah, there's been like people. By age, there's well, a, there's by a Twitter. Age, but by age is part of it. The fact is, Trump, I, I saw Trump recently and I thought he's getting kind of a Chris Christie body type. Like he's getting big yeah yeah and so that heart and he's tallish too i think he lies about his height but he's like six two and um uh so he's a big man that heart a large does guy. a lot of work and you know even though he's after obama i'm sure obama will live longer i wouldn't be shocked if carter outlived trump if you told me trump dies uh, one year into oh. his term oh trump could die tomorrow trump is a stroke away Oh, no, no, no. I, I, it could be. I'm just saying with Carter, like <laughs> Carter's definitely going to die before Trump. Like he yeah. looks like he's knocking on death's door. And I H.W., mean... he's going to die. <clears throat> Bob Dole, too. W struggling. Yeah. You but... see Bob Dole at the inauguration? He was the one at the top mm. of the stairs in the wheelchair. You I didn't, didn't recognize him. him anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's. I mean, Trump's diet as well. Like a lot, there's, there's actually a Twitter called Rogue White House, and it's supposedly run by a couple of staff members, but we don't really there's know. A couple of them, but, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, they talk about his love of junk food and how, like, we've always got to have fried chicken ready, you know, nice. on the go. But I actually believe it. Like, the, I think oh, yeah. this rogue White House Twitter is real because none of it's, like, really outlandish for Trump, you know. Yeah. I, I, I've seen him eat lots of McDonald's and shit on, the, on his plane. Um, it's, I, I like that. That makes him more human to me. A, a, a mm -hmm. president who eats fucking fast food, like, I like that. I, especially a billionaire president who eats fast food. Like, how relatable. Who of us? Who of us? We can all relate to that. Mm -hmm. that that's an, I like that about him. Like, like you hear you hear so much crazy shit about him, about him pissing on whores in, in Obama's bed, and like you know raping women and grabbing pussies and and storming into like dressing rooms. That you know, here he eats fast food. You're like, oh okay, well who I just cares? Do, I do too. The thing about defiling a bed <laughs> that Obama once slept in means so nothing to me. Like, it, it, let's say that one of I my... I couldn't care any less. If my enemies <laughs> came out of the woodwork and said, I found out Wood, you know, Woody stayed at a Holiday Inn back in 2012 and we peed on the bed that he slept in, I'd be like, you think you got me? Like, you think it, that's a thing that you did to me? Sleep pissing in a bed? They need to clean. In a hotel from years ago? Like... You didn't do shit to it me. It sounds to me like let me let me pose this little scenario. Okay. Let's just say that it is true that there was urination. Um, one that shows that Donald Trump's into that. Who cares again? I think the fact that he was staying in the room that Obama stayed in is com completely coincidental too, because you would imagine that the president of the United States and a billionaire, the likes of Donald Trump, probably get the best fucking room in a hotel when they go there. Right. Right. So they're he, they're gonna be in the best room. It's like if if Obama and Trump go to the same hotel. Period. They're probably going to, you know, at different times, they're probably the going to be suite. They're in the presidential suite or the penthouse suite or mm -hmm. something like that. Spare no expense, right? In Obama's case, we're paying for it. And Trump's, at least back then, he was paying for it, I guess. Or maybe some people he defrauded. Who knows? But in any case, yeah, I just don't care about that. I don't care about that at all. I do like that he eats junk food. That kind of makes him mm -hmm. relatable.
Kyle and Pitts I hope he oh. doesn't get bad. Oh, he's real. He's gaining weight. Yeah, yeah, he's no, gaining. No. Yeah, he's well, already. He's, he's deep in the fat. He's not fat. <coughs> overweight, no, not he's fat. Seventy-year-old man, fat. That's not that bad. Take he's he's look. he's full form stress. Fat. I know it's not a good look. He's got a lot of stressors these days, though, right? You know, he's I'm got. Not that. Saying it's like evil. I'm just saying he's definitely fat. He's getting like he's fat. he's gained. Look at a picture of him from a year and a half ago, and then look at it now. He's he's put on some pounds. Those it, we we didn't see all of the McDonald's and KFC meals on his plane. Uh-oh. No, there were like, many. You know, for you saw, there you know there's more. more. I feel for the chef at the White House. Yeah, he's coming. President Trump, we have prepared this beautiful duck orange with asparagus. <laughs> Get me a fucking Happy Meal! <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like, uh, here's your salt and pepper shakers and all your soups. And everything. Do you have any MSG? I love that. It's about everything I have with MSG on it. You know, <laughs> on my plate especially. That's a good impression. <laughs> he's, oh, he's I want ridiculous. a Big back. <laughs> oh. shit! I can right, imagine him like trying to like endear himself to his audience with those tweets of fast food, and then eventually it was becoming like every time he was sitting down for fast food, like a new aide came over to take the picture and tweet it, and eventually you know he had to be like, well, th- no reason to let the American people at it twice in one day, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's twice in a day, not the best thing, you know? <laughs> he's he's gotten too big. Um, yep. He's, sorry, I, I interrupted one of you and sounded like you something. No, I was done. I was laughing at Taylor's oh, uh, impression. New topic? Oh, or did you have more? We could briefly touch. Really oh, I wanted to say. Um, so, uh, let's see. What's the thing we can say? You want me to go? Oh, the um. Oh, we missed. Uh, I I think that this this month for our Patreons, uh, with the hangout oh. thing, I think that what happened was Chiz sent out the notification for you guys to let you know what date we were going to be doing that, and Patreon had a bug in it where it only sent the message via Patreon but not via your emails in addition. And, you know, and it normally does both at the same time. So through no fault of his, it seems that like only two of you got the notification and showed up uh, this past So two week. of them check their Patreon messages, whereas most people expected to be copied via mail. Yes, and so we only got two people properly notified, and one of those guys showed up late with a very funny story of his girlfriend hating his VR. <laughs> Man, I feel for you. Um, but 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 what we're going to do, Woody has a very uh, busy week coming up, but we're going to, as soon as possible, reschedule that thing and give you guys another one, because even the gentleman who showed up, said, you know, I, I want to yeah. make sure he got a second one, too. He had a little bug. So um, we're going to do another one. We'll, we'll, we'll do a better job, or, or I will, of, of like announcing those like on a PKA before it comes up so everybody gets a notification you come those are really fun uh i like sitting in there for you know it'll it'll be like a sunday afternoon and i'm like ah i gotta go do a show and and everybody's like what what kind of show i'm like i don't know we're just hanging out with fans for an hour it's fun um so i always dig those i, I, li- I like doing those so you always come back with the best stories as well like <laughs> yeah that last guy you know just to kind of fast forward the thing he, he's got a vibe like i do and and uh on the previous hangout last month uh he was we we're having this long discussion about him and vr porn he was really questioning me a lot about it and my my thing is like it's it's not that amazing it's not that great it's it, it is something you should try if you have a vibe because you've spent a lot of money on this thing so get in there and do it but, but he, he was his girlfriend over he brought his girlfriend over and like all whatever it was, eight, 12 guys in the hangout were totally telling her like, he should do it. You should do it. You'd be a great girlfriend. You could both do it. He could watch it. You could do it. Like we were just really pitching the idea that he yeah, should be and, allowed and to enjoy his point. very against it, sitting right next to him there. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I was trying to like get to the bottom of why. And it seemed like she thought it was cheating in a way. And I was like, does she realize that you're just sort of watching 
a scene happen. It's not like a holodeck in Star Trek where you're like, come over here. And she comes over and like, all right, do this and that. And she does this and that. That's not the case. It's just you're watching a video that you're inside of. That's the, that's the case. But with she this VR felt like, point. you know, different than watching two people do it. Having a girl do it to you, even though you don't feel it, you just see it yeah. that way, was more cheating than watching two guys. It, Neither so one of I, them is cheating. It's not so, real. <laughs> so he was, uh, so of course he followed my, my, my advice, I guess, and got himself an account. So he got the best, uh, VR porn <laughs> there is out there on the, on the net. You want to go to naughtyamerica.com, get an account. The free VR porn is horseshit. So is the free 4k. What's your percent? I'm, I'm curious, Kyle, what is your percentage of normal porn watch versus VR porn at this point? Do you uh, often it's like find yourself to one, like, like there's no VR porn Which, at all. I have all the two. Like I look, if I want to watch VR porn, I gotta like come down to this room, right? With like my lubricant and like, like <laughs> wherever I wear during a VR jerk session. Nothing. And I've got like, <laughs> all right, then I got to spend like half an hour, like click, because you don't it's one thing to click a video and watch 30 seconds of it and be like no it's a much different thing to be like all right ka-chunk 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 all right i picture yeah, kyle's oh, no, supplies like being awesome like 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 he's got a jar of lube he's got that fucking uh robotic <laughs> fleshlight the, the auto blow maybe one of those uh flotation devices with the horse head in front of it yeah just was <laughs> headed down the uh down the stairwell with all these things like, <laughs> what you don't know is that red bull cooler in the back is actually just lube you know what people don't think about the vr porn is you know if you're looking down and you're getting head and you're obviously doing it to yourself because it's not real it's vr yeah. who's gonna have the confidence to ejaculate Blindly, wildly out into the world. You have, your eyes you have to plan ahead. You have to be like, all right, let me get a towel on the floor. Let me. Everything's going that no, way. Too much, it ruins it because then you're on mess cleanup mode before anything's even done. You're gonna oh. have to dexter up your VR room. You've got to like <laughs> and make, exactly lay down the plastic <laughs> cheating. And but but that is the case, you know. You've got to you got to blow that low completely blindly and hope for the best. But something really bad happened to this gentleman, our friend, our paying Patreon customer. He was engaging in a bit of virtual reality pornography, if you will. He was, you know, jacking off, watching some chick fuck him or something. And his girlfriend walked in the room, and of course, he's got headset and the VR stuff on. He doesn't know she's but there. But it's mirrored. And it's mirrored on his computer screen. So she goes, hmm, shut down. And he just goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> like, 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 oh, oh. <laughs> and we're like, well, how bad did it go? He's like, well, I'm sleeping in here alone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got up. But dude. it was great because like, like, she went to the couch. She's like, really? So I kind of won this, right? I'm in the bed. No, no. Yeah. He didn't, That's he like, didn't feel like a winner. Did she expect walking in like all like you know that every guy's doing that just because he decides to do it in the 21st century now you're getting all mad at him right what is she a beta max um exactly <laughs> i had something to say oh i had this idea i was like hey wouldn't it be cool if you had the vr porn on right and then like a real girl would do the things that was happening in the vr porn that's what i suggested to her but the thing yeah. is that just occurred to me that that is the equivalent of just putting a paper brown bag bagging. over your girlfriend's yeah. head yeah no, it's like, worse than brown bagging it's brown bagging and then sticking like a face on the brown bag it's <laughs> <laughs> so much more insulting than anything like Never. Imagine if you were with a girl, and actually the only way it could work is if both of you are down. 
Because if you're both like we're down, both, you know, let's say you've been married for 20 years and you're just like, God, this just sucks. You're so ugly and you know your your tits sag so much and this is a nightmare. Oh well, yeah, you're a, you're a real treasure to look at, fatty. And then they have fuck, but she gets to look at a nice sexy guy and he gets to look at a nice sexy lady. Yeah, and the only thing ruin it is the fact that you feel those fat bodies pushing against one another. Nigel, Isn't that... I'm gonna guess your name's Nigel because you're British and you look like a Nigel. You should get her a second vibe. You're gonna need her own setup too because you can't power two with one computer, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But she needs her own. Let, find her some hardcore like man porn. Like find something, <laughs> and she she'll be in there like blowing some huge dick or something or like whatever she's into a fish man or a he's, horse or whatever on, and he'll walk in on her just on her knees blowing a fake dick <laughs> like, that, you, you, you should have watched sunny that happened in sunny they're in sunny like frank and uh and mac are in vr and and like they're like in a rack like clearing rooms i accidentally shoot a kid and then max down there giving the kid cpr in vr but then they then they oh, pull back that. to the to the outside world and dennis and charlie are watching he's like so what is he doing? Blowing a kid? Yeah, yeah, he's blowing a kid because he's like, <laughs> like down on the ground, like blowing the kid. Like, it's, I, it's funny. there is um, I think there was an app company that was doing some stuff with VR porn, and I think it's still in development now. Where like a cam girl would be giving a blowjob to you know like a dick with a bunch of sensors in it, uh, and you'd have like a flashlight type thing that would move mm. in, in the way that that would that she was giving the blowjob uh, so she's like giving head to like an andy circus in lord of the rings smeagol dick with yeah, all those yeah. little sensors stuck mm-hmm. on his yeah yeah, yeah. and then yeah. The, the flashlight would respond uh, you don't want I, that. Actually, I think that's an excellent she's bad at sucking fake dick. i was gonna say i feel like you could <laughs> make a robotic <laughs> dick well, well, i think if she's it. a cam girl she's probably get you know at that point to go that far she's probably got some if you're spending the money <laughs> to pay a cam girl and have virtual reality and have some cow, you have some sort of thing mounted on your cock that mm-hmm. responds to what a woman does across the country. Guys, go escort a hundred dollars an hour, <laughs> three hundred if you want the hottest chick you've ever fucked. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yes. I don't get it. Like, like you, you really all, all the technology when you can get the real thing. It did seem like it was uh, overcomplicating a real basic issue when we get electrocuted like nobody ever thinks about that you, you what if you die sitting in that chair all hooked up to all these sensors and blowjob machines and imagine explaining that to the parents where, well you don't have you don't, someone else has to explain it like like you know yeah, somebody's right, got to come pro, and, like Kyle, if you ever if you ever died and i was there and i came yeah. down and you had you know i i heard the telltale and, ying, 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 and i'm like god damn it's been going for fucking 45 minutes now i better go check on the guy give it a couple knocks nothing if i come in and you're dead i promise you hand on my heart that i will take that thing off your dick i'll pull your pants up and i'll change it to like wikipedia you know the crimean <laughs> war or something just something just, it doesn't matter just something so boring that they'll look up and be like oh he was looking up what kind yeah. of engine was in a 1968 whatever who fucking cares he died like, of that's boredom. What, that's what I'll do for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I would do the same for anyone that nice. I know and care about. You know, if you're if you're in a compromising position, I, I, what I want to know is who found David Carradine? What son of a bitch found him? Mm-hmm. You know, because because they didn't even pull the got the man's goddamn pants up. He was he was a legend. He was the kung fu master. He mm-hmm. and they just left him there. All didn't pull his pants up. Fucking dick hanging out, and you know it was all tiny and shriveled because he choked himself to death. All embarrassing, like his dick probably turned Is black. That how it goes, or does like all the blood go to it, and you're just uh, have an erection? I have That'd no be idea. Cool if they came in, and they're like, David's dead, and God 
damn, what a dick he had. He never. Wow, all of his like all the blood goes to it. No, he that was sad though. I think he was hanging from like a doorknob or maybe hanging from like a closet or something. It was autoerotic asphyxiation for the uninitiated. Apparently, you choke yourself to the verge of unconsciousness or just past it during orgasm and then come back and it's and it's it's a great. Uh, and apparently, uh, it's like feeling. super, super, super awesome. Yeah, but don't try it. But don't try it because that's <laughs> that guy died. He was in Kill Bill. But now he's just going to be known for being the guy who died masturbating. And nobody wants to be that guy. Yeah. I mean, you could choke a girl out because then you can just let go and she'll come mm -hmm. back to life. Yeah, um, don't but try don't that put, either. But don't put anything in her mouth, though, because when you choke a girl unconscious, she immediately like bites down. Uh, and, and that's I, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Did you? Oh, nine-finger Kyle over there. <laughs> it, was, it literally wasn't. Who said it was my finger? It actually was my finger. Oh, but no Kyle. Yeah. Old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> half-staff over here. <laughs> oh, why did I come on here again? <laughs> All right. Seems like a good idea for me, uh, time yeah, for me to slip so in. So which Dollar lucky Shave advertiser Club? gets to follow this topic? Dollar Shave Club? Oh, Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> Secret that we love their razors. We always get a close, smooth shave, and you can't beat the convenience or the price. We used to choose between selling, uh, settling for a cheap bag of disposables, or paying out the nose for a razor with a laser pointer and 17 awful blades. Awful. Uh, then Dollar Shave Club broke onto the scene with a smarter choice. Before Dollar Shave Club, there was no middle ground. It was either save money and get a painful shave. Uh, by getting one of those disposable razors like the giveaway at the gym, which felt like shaving with a piece of glass, or pay a fortune for the latest shaving breakthrough that you just don't need. Uh, Dollar Shave Club is the best of both worlds. You get the premium shave quality at the disposable shave price. If you, if you haven't tried Dollar Shave Club yet, you really are missing out. It's an amazing shave and an affordable price, and there's no smarter choice in the market. Uh, right now, they're giving away a, a one-month free trial of any of their razors, or excuse me, they're giving away a, uh, a one-month trial of any of their razors for $1 with free shipping. And uh, after that, it's just a few bucks a month. There's, a, there's no long-term commitments, uh, no hidden fees, and you cancel whenever you want. Uh, get your $1 trial at dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. There's also a link down in the description below. Uh, and yeah, get yourself some cheap razors that are very high quality and uh, won't let you down. Yep. That's the way and now a bit about Zip Recruiter. <laughs> I always say I got to read those do nots. Ah, is that what it is? Because you, you're coming off Trumpish in your ability to read sometimes. Stop <laughs> <laughs> across for a minute. Like, like, all right, don't say any of that shit. Because there's, 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 you know, there's a whole sentence. ZipRecruiter.com. Are you hired? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in just one place just isn't enough to find the best quality candidates anymore. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all of the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with just one click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why. Uh, today, ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, our listeners here get... Uh, they can pet, they can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash painkiller. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash painkiller. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash painkiller. Um, yeah, and you Very get nice. to post jobs for free. Oh, free awesome. is among the best coupon codes we offer. Don't get no better Absolutely. than that. <clears throat>
there at least. Um, new topic? I got one. So Arkansas. Let me make sure it's Arkansas because I've got Oklahoma. Yeah, it's Arkansas. This is passed, right? This isn't like a bill that's not going to go anywhere. The governor signed it, and it allows husbands to sue their wives to prevent them from getting an abortion. But more than that, it allows fathers to sue the women to prevent them from getting an abortion. So it, they're going wild over this corner case. But if it's a rapist or like a pedo and the kid gets pregnant or the victim gets pregnant, also the rapist can make sure that the kid doesn't get aborted. And this what is if, uh, Arkansas now. Well, that's interesting. That brings up a really uh, uh, interesting discussion that we've never really had before. I saw today a similar story where like a 14-year-old had been raped by an older woman and was now being forced to pay child support for the child that he unwittingly fathered while he was raped. So <laughs> oh, I, guess I saw that. Case, right? That's a horrible situation. You get molested yeah. and you have to pay for the it? The judge said, we really have to think about the child. <clears throat> to which my law his lawyer should have been like, you mean this little kid right here yeah. that the old lady raped? Because let's think about him because he's fucking here and he's sentient and everything. There's but, some uh, real lopsided yeah. stuff in this whole family court things. Like, like child support, they mostly have fair now. I know no one likes it, guys don't like it, etc. But if the woman's the lead earner, then she's the one who pays it. It's based on who has the kid, more days, stuff like that. And there's a, a chart that they follow. At least as North, North Carolina does it. And it's not open to like interpretation. No one gets fucked. They just say, he makes this, she makes that. The 60-40, you know, they just divide it up and it gets paid. But other stuff, like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem right that if, like, two people have sex, at that point, the guy's rights are completely removed. She gets to decide whether or not she keeps it. She gets to decide, you know, if there's child support. Like, she is in the driver's seat the entire way. And it, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's right. I mean, because I don't think the, I don't think the guy should be able to say, you can't get an abortion. But I do think the guy should be able to say, I don't want to have this child with you, and so I'm I'm out. You know, if right. they like yeah. do it, or he should be able to say I'm financially out. If this kid becomes, you know, the next Elton John or the next Michael Jordan or whatever, I'm not I'm not I can't just show back up and be like, remember me? Ah, like no, I can't do that. Like I'm out. Like you should be and allowed to do that. Make this an seems informed decision. Yeah. Right? Then you know? she knows the situation she's in. That seems better than being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be there for sure, and then just skedaddling as soon as responsibility comes knocking what's so, the term for but yeah I don't, I don't like this yeah right? i don't like this at all that the guy can say that they can sue them for it i get today's system allows for baby trapping up. right where the girl can get pregnant and yeah. now she knows you're locked into me you know like yeah. i get pregnant you're locked into me you've been baby trapped and you know a lot of times marriage follows in situations where maybe marriage wasn't gonna follow <laughs> and uh it is a way to trap people in a relationship it, it can be that Mm-hmm. But, but mostly, and this, you know, mostly it's because you want to have a kid. You know? So the, the girl gets to completely decide whether or not she has an abortion. I, I, I don't know the right answer in this. It does seem. No, I'm sorry. I think I say that's that right. the right answer. The husband I gets think, to object to it. I. That it, it's I, I complicated, but I don't think. That, I think it's too complicated that any one law would be right for every situation. Like I feel. I don't even know any judge who could decide on a case-by-case -case basis because it's such a personal thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I think where, where rape is involved, I certainly don't think uh, a child who was molested should be paying father support because I think that's just that's just wrong. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I think when it's a decision between two people, like you saying, hey, you're my girlfriend, uh, you're pregnant, you're not allowed to have an abortion, 
I think that's kind of overstepping it. But I also think there should be something there for the protection of the guy. Um, but I don't think, you know, if she didn't want an abortion, wanted the kid, the guy should be able to get out without having to do child support. But at the same time, the kid who used a condom could have used birth control. Um, and then this wouldn't be a conversation that they'd be having. Um, so it's just so complicated. There's so many things. It's pretty hard to make a judgment either way. Yeah. yeah. They should be able to do the financial abortion thing. But I still... Yeah. Something is in my craw the wrong way about allowing the guy to sue the girl to not get an abortion. Like it, yeah, that's completely if anything, wrong. What if because it ties it up that's... so long that then it's like, oh, now we're the third trimester. Doesn't matter. Sorry. You know, yeah. like what if that's what happens? What if it's just intentional litigation to make sure it doesn't get done because the father's like, all right, I got to drag this on for what, 20 weeks or whatever. And then we're at the point where the judge goes, well, that it's been reached or whatever. You can't do it anyway. Sorry. Like yeah, it, I mean, it seems like that's something that happened. Abortions are already very, very hard to have in America. <clears throat> you know, some states only have one or two if they have any abortion clinics, because whilst they're legal, they tend to get regulated out of the market. And what I mean by that is a lot of states, especially Alabama, have, <clears throat> you know, ridiculous laws. Like the, the, the corridors must be 20 foot wide or hmm. you know you must have 16 different fire exits on three yeah different one of the levels. ways that they crack down abortion is by raising the standards uh that an abortion clinic has to meet to, to be one and oftentimes they make it very expensive to be in the business of being an abortion clinic and that, that's yeah that's what shitty. i mean by being and of course now. it's they're shielded by this uh by this thought or this talking point where they say look we're just looking out for women's health you're saying that you don't want a state-of-the-art center performing these intense medical procedures? Like, yeah, I think they should have a, an MRI on hand. <laughs> like, of course it's $400,000. They need one. <laughs> like, they just make it entirely too expensive for them to stay in business. But it seems like most of the places, if you got $400, you can just get it done. Well, yeah. If you were to talk, Not your yeah, coat hanger like, abortion clinic, let's Kyle. Say Christ almighty. <laughs> you're 15, right? If you're 15 years old and you're in Texas and the closest one is like a 12-hour drive because everything mm -hmm. local has been regulated out of business, it puts you in a very tricky spot. I don't think it does. I, I really don't I, because it's a huge thing that you need getting done. We're not talking about like a toothache, <laughs> right? Like I'm telling you, if I had a little creature living inside of me that I wanted out, 12-hour drive wouldn't slow me down a bit. But uh, you know when I'd be there? Not 9.45 tomorrow. Like, like that's what... Well, I'm yeah, but it's not tickets. Just like, one... we've seen Chiz find his way all around the country without a driver's license, right? Like, like he gets around. <laughs> <laughs> he gets wherever he needs to Take be the train to get an abortion. <laughs> hey, at least then you don't, assuming... have, you don't want to be driving yourself home. You're also assuming that you just turn up and get an abortion, which is which is not the case. You turn up, you have a bunch of tests, then those come back, and then you have to go again for like a welfare check, psychological evaluation, and all of that, and then you go again and, and get the abortion. This isn't just a turn up and get that's it done. Psychological evaluation. I think Where's that's that? by that's by In state. Various states, I, like there not are, every it's, state. it's another thing. Just like they did the, the, I think the hospital thing you're talking about, where they're like, "All right, are you a medical office?" They're like, "Yeah." All right, then you got to abide by the hospital rules. Can you push two fucking gurneys through your hospital in opposite yeah. directions and have room for doctors on either side? Oh, no, that sucks to suck. Same thing with like the whole, well, you got to show up and then get in a mental health test and then do this. It's just a way to try and make it more difficult to get it done. But there are, like, I guarantee there are states where you could just show up and get it done too. I don't know about Texas. I have no fucking idea. It imag I imagine Texas is one where it's much, much harder. And I it being an enormous, it it, the fact that it's an enormous state also makes it difficult because if you're in Austin, you know, you got to go 
like you, you might have to buy a plane ticket and just like go yeah. over to I don't know uh, New Mexico Georgia? or New Mexico or Georgia or Missouri or wherever you go, whatever the fucking options are, and get it done there. Florida it's has cheap sad. abortions, I hear. Has cheap abortions? Like easy to get? You mean? Three hundred dollars. That's way cheaper than I would think. I've never been involved in that, and so I don't, I don't know what the cost. You gotta is. know a guy. Is it, is I, really I got a guy. Hey, <laughs> is it really yeah, good? Yeah. They've got coupons. Uh huh. Is that how much it is? Three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. It's, it's closer to five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars, and he'll also uh, make your headlights not. But that's a lot anymore. for some people. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. yeah five hundred bucks is a lot of cash. <laughs> well, generally the guy comes up with that, right? I feel like they do, don't they? They I don't do. know why. Yeah, I guess guys get get to come up with everything money wise. Yeah, yeah. You did this to me, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, they got a good point. Like, like, well, like, she like, did let's... it too. Oh, you did it together. Yeah. You both decided not <laughs> and to. You were on top of the offense. <laughs> we were both on our knees. What do you mean and I maybe... did it? Yeah. Well, maybe if you don't give me, if you give me five hundred dollars, maybe that's the version the sheriff hears. Maybe it's not. You know, like, like, like she's going to get that money one way or another. Well, at the end of the day, the if the guy doesn't give her the $500, he's going to be paying a lot more in the long run in child support. $500 once or every every week for the rest of your life? You pick. Like, or 18 years. I'll take the $500. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, oh, make no. it 1000 Take it. You know? you don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> to see that. Get two for one, you know? Uh, All right. New topic? Sure. You oh, one? you got to come up with it. No, I want to talk okay. about UFC. All right, all right, all right, a little different I, this time. I was going to go to UFC. I was going to talk about uh, really being excited to see Tony Ferguson fight uh, Habib Namagaradov, or however you say it, say his goddamn last name, that Russian Muslim killer, that badass motherfucker from Dagestan. So pumped to see that. Yeah, I, I was I watching. Think I want Ferguson. Ferguson to win. I want Tony Ferguson to win too. Oh, everybody oh, wants Tony Ferguson. The Tiger? I've seen him at Big Bear, like doing all those those crazy gymnastics and the flips and and like the the steel ball. Uh, what's that dancing fight style that uh, Capoeira? That, something like that. Capoeira with a steel ball, a solid steel <laughs> ball, this big, where he's doing this crazy dance, not holding mm. it, like rolling. It. Like, right, right, like, right. He's he's just with this movement like all Master over the place like a goddamn snake or something. He's do, he does muscle ups, which is jump, pull yourself up, push yourself down. But he's doing like this this like like um, deadlift grip where like one hand's facing one way, the other the other's the other, and he's stabilizing his body in a plank, like like eight feet up in the air above a swing set, like putting oh. his whole body flat straight out. They show him like doing like all these like ridiculous like stretching exercises, movement exercises, like. Uh, conditioning exercises—it's outrageous. And then you got Habib, who grew up in the mountains of Dagestan, like literally wrestling bears. I know it's just for the sh- just for show and everything, but the man wrestled a bear as a child. He just did. You can't you can't take it away. There's he did. Video, video. I've seen it. Um, you know, a, a military like regiment. That just means his- there's a very very skilled bear trainer nearby. It has nothing <laughs> to do with the fact that he was good at what he did. Part of his just aura. Like, who will go in and fight the bear right like even as a, like you tell 10 year old me go fight that bear Kyle <laughs> fuck you it's a bear he's just like should I kill him or no like, like, like he's like should I take it easy on bear like he's wrestling the bear fucking like pushing it around and stuff is he telling him like honestly bear already did that just yeah. gas escaping you know <laughs> do it before people realize we need to make viral video because they don't realize how the internet works still you know <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is a huge fight, and I think it's going to overshadow the the headliner of the night, which is Wonder Boy versus Thompson. 
or Tyrone Woodley versus um, Wonderboy Thompson. Um, I, I think it's going to overshadow that. I think it's going to be the bigger, better fight. I think the, the, the Woodley fight might end up, and I think I bet Woody might agree with you, Woodley might knock that fucker out in round one. Woodley might knock him out in round one. But Khabib is going to go to war with Tony Ferguson. There's going to be a stylistic war between these two. Tony wants to stay standing up and keep striking him like only he can. He's very fucking good at it. And Habib wants to put this man on the ground and start hammering him with elbows and hammer fists like really haven't seen too many people do uh, as well as he does. He's incredible on the ground. He's vicious. He's 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 very intelligent. I've seen him uh, talk many times. You know, his English is improving at a rapid rate. And uh, and the other thing that's interesting about him is he's a little bit smaller than than a lot of his competition. He's 23, 24, and 0 or something like that. Some would say that's a padded record. Uh, it really is hard to be 24 and 0 in any kind of combat unless you're just beating up on people like, you know, like Ron Rouse for a little we while. we talk about, though, that a lot of those records are kind of boosted up because they'll put you up against, you know, Joe the Bouncer? No. Sure. See, I heard about Khabib's is, is, is a little quite, padded, but no, most records are not. Most guys just fight progressively harder people. And in MMA, like some of the greatest MMA fighters ever, like Randy Couture, for example, he's like 16 and 8. You know, BJ Penn, similar kind of record. And 16, these guys, he only fought 24 <clears throat> fights? I'll, let me check it out. They're going to be right. Oh, that just seems like yeah. such a tiny so, amount of fights. They fight in so many organizations, like, like especially guys from that era. Like, like the, there's no way to know. Um, well, I mean, of course there is. You fucking Google it, but... <laughs> I was trying to understand how soccer leagues work on Twitter last night, and I was having a lot of like friendly British people and people from around the world tweet at me, like people from Saudi Arabia, like telling me how these leagues work. What in God's name is going on over there? I I, I kept trying to like nail it down the way that we nail it down. I was like, so here we have like the NHL where all the best hockey players go, and then Major League Baseball, where all the best baseball players go. And they're like, well, we have a minor league and a series of local leagues. Amongst the local leagues, the winner will move on to the, you know, the jelly bowl. And the winner of the, you know, the pie-off moves on to the second <laughs> string or whatever. So, the hell. I'm like, oh, my I God. Have like, no who's idea the about- I, who's I the have best? the numbers. These, these guys are UFC Hall of Famers, and BJ Penn is 29-16. More than I thought. And Randy Couture is 30 and 19. So again, mm-hmm. like, like in boxing, you don't see people with 19 losses in the Hall of Fame. But in the UFC, like you tend to fight your match, and they don't pad records like that. So for Khabib to be 24-0, and 0, one, yeah, it is kind of a padded record. A lot of the people he beat don't have Wikipedia pages. But there's some legit wins in there, too, and it's hard to win 24 times. So badass. Anyway, those are the numbers. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great fucking show. I saw that they added uh, three or four more bouts to the the card because there was only like one um, fight on the uh, what do you call it? It's not FS1. It's on like the Fight Night card or whatever pass, they call fight it. Pass, yeah, yeah, Fight Pass card. There's only one bout on that on that, and it was like, what Maybe is? You said they added a couple people, like they added like three fights. Yeah, but I didn't see them on the page, so I think we're gonna that's they'll land there in the prelims in the Fight Pass. That is where they go. Yes, that's absolutely where they go. Um, they, they're, they're, I, I, or at least that's what I read, that they were going to use those two or three fights to pad out that, that one fight uh, fight pass card, uh, uh, which is what it was. But, but again, not all that exciting. A couple of them are like, I think one of them is a, straw, a women's straw weight bout, and the other one might be a bantam weight bout, a women's bout. I, think it, I, I want to say it's two women's fights that they added, and I like that. I, I think I'd rather watch two women <laughs> that I don't know fight than two men that I don't know fight. 
Um, I was more excited about women fighting like three years ago. Like when they first broke on, oh my God. When it was still novel? Well, it wasn't that it was novel. It's that maybe they were less skilled and they would just... Taylor, who is the hockey fight? I think one guy was Boston. His name might have been Stokes or Stokely. And uh, the two of them just were rock em, sock em, so robots where they grabbed the jersey and punched each other in the face like 29 times in a row. Do you know this fight? Yeah, they beat the shit out of each other. I don't remember the names of the guys, but it's like it's not like most hockey fights where they kind of throw a punch and then will dodge a little bit. It was just two guys punching each other in the face for like 45 seconds. No defense, like not nothing. Each of them grabbed each other in the jerseys. They had like mirrored uh, holds. Two and very large gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> and one might have been Domi, but I'm not sure. I have it in my head. It was like Stokes and Domi or something. I don't remember. And um, the women's fights were like that. They just wrecked each other and they were so energetic and they just killed each other whereas the guys measuring feints little like subtle things and i, was, uh, I don't know any women have MMA. evolved into that too now did you watch sarah mcmahon fight about. the other night yes i did who'd she fight she so won. sarah mcmahon was fighting this girl who used to be oh, on she, she appeared once minute. on the all right so so like i didn't do any research on this but just from what i gathered watching the broadcast I'm going to I'm going to take a position on this and I bet Google will result that this is what the deal was. She was supposed to fight someone else. That person wasn't able to fight. So they needed to fill some shoes in two and a half weeks. And so they went to that purple haired uh, lady uh, to, to, to fill those shoes. She once appeared. She was on the, the, the Ultimate Fighter TV show um, and she has a three and zero record, but she hasn't fought in like a year, two years, something like that. Who knows what she's doing with herself outside of fighting because she's not doing it. They needed shoes to be filled. They needed someone to come in, so they bring her in. She's overweight slightly. You know, she didn't make weight, uh, the bantam weight cut. She was at like 140, 141. Completely not her fault on two and a half weeks. But as the fight, as they're like walking in, I'm watching this, looking at my girlfriend and going, this is bullshit. They shouldn't make this girl fight that girl. I was like, I was like, I don't. And again, this is with complete ignorance going in. It's just plain to see to, to even a novice. I'm like, they are going to feed that girl in purple to that big fucking legitimate fighter. This is going to last less than one round and we're going to feel bad at the end. And that's what fucking happened. It, it was it was no more than that. They fed that woman to her. She beat the shit out of her. And I, I was glad that um, Sarah has enough class and skill and like. She she was incredibly good on the mic for one thing. She was mm -hmm. she was very well spoken. But she she even said you know like like hey she she had two and a half weeks. Don't don't give her crap about this. Don't give her crap about that. And you know after she's beaten her bloody, she's over there like hey don't feel bad. She's hugging her like like that. You know don't feel bad. Don't 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 use this to like, don't even think this was a real thing because it just wasn't fair. Everybody knew that that wasn't fair. That was an amateur being fed to a professional and not just a professional like seventh best in the world probably. There are a lot of people who get their Probably start fits. in the UFC by taking short notice fights, <clears throat> right? Yet Sarah McMahon, legit killer. You can't just call anybody up, you know, in the UFC. They'll be like, I'm not taking this fight in two weeks. I'll lose. It'll ruin my career. But you get a woman outside the UFC and she's like, oh, even a loss would be good to my career. So there's a good chance that this woman, her name is Gina Mazzani, um, just got into the UFC by losing this fight. You know, you can't judge her too much on two weeks. I don't think she wanted back into the UFC. It was just my, the way it looked to me. She's very pretty. She looked pretty. She's prettier than any of the other women in that division. Like, that's not a coincidence. She hasn't fought in years. She fought in May of 2016. 
Did she? Mm-hmm. They said it had been over a year. Okay. I guess it had, maybe so. Yeah, February of 2017. It had been almost a year. Oh. Okay. Well, in any case, it, it, it wasn't a fair fight. And, and like you could, t- you could tell just from muscle definition like, that like professional, w- professional top-tier women's athlete versus, I don't know, a girl who goes to the gym. That's what you saw. And it was a real whooping. Um, I, although I came away from it thinking quite a bit of Sarah McMahon um, and, and looking forward to her fighting either Shevchenko or uh, Amanda Nunez. And she, she's like, this is what? Three finishes for me in a row. This is this many that I've, t- I've fought this person, that person. I want to fight. I want I want Amanda or I want Shevchenko. I think that's what she even said. Hmm. And uh, and I want to see those fights, too. I, I'm, I'm just as excited about the women's Bantam division as I ever was, I guess. Probably more so than when Ronda was just beating up people that I'd never heard of. Now you got Amanda Nunez at the top of that thing being scary as fuck. And, and you know, you know that she could beat up most average men who are her size or smaller. Like, like she's just incredible. She hits so goddamn hard. She's really fast. She's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And then behind her is that Polish chick, that Shevchenko chick, who I didn't think was that great in like two of her fights that I'd watched. But she's the the second ranked uh, bantamweight in the world. Dude, I said it like a year ago when Ronda Rousey was still like the tippity top. I think maybe it wasn't that long ago. But you're gonna see all of these best of the best women suddenly be not that great in the next year as well because they are. It's such an infancy of this sport. Every sport when it starts. You know, people are still learning. They're doing better. So, of course, if you watch old cage fighting with the guys, it's just like what Woody described with those hockey fights. Just guys beating the shit out of each other. And then over time, you realize, I can't do that anymore because people learned more stuff. It seems like that's where the women's game is, is that the best female MMA fighter from five years from now, I guarantee, would not only beat any woman right now in the same form, but it would do it handily. Like, it's not, it's going to be an evolving sport. If they do, it will be because the pool of athletes from which we are pulling from is larger, not because the athletes in the game are doing anything different, because you've already got the Mm, women. I disagree. Well, hear me out. You've already got the the women who are fighting training with the men who are fighting. Like, like they're all in the same camps with these top-tier male killers. They're all training with men. They're all training at the top level. They're all working out at the top level. At least, you know, that, that the five best, seven best in the world are. You know, Amanda Nunez is not going to is going to be doing the same is is going to be the same fighter whether she's born today or in 5 years from now. Um but Amanda I, Nunez wasn't doing that like training with guys like at that level when she was like I don't child. know 8 or something, right? Like, I, I just mean like this next generation very well may have. This Ronda next was. generation of female fighters that is like, "Oh, I got really into it when I was 7 at a class and I just did it yeah. all the way through and instead of it being like a little piddling thing where yeah, go compete against the other six girls who are interested in this in this state, it'll be a real competitive thing." And so it, I just think it's going to be like every other sport. Like if you put I, Babe Ruth in, in the MLB today, first of all, the ump would be like, "This guy's drunk. Like what in God's name is going you know on how here?" He's swinging the bat. Most sports. Like, and I, I think this is cool and I'm no different. People care about women's UFC. Now, I know I said I cared more two years ago, but I still do. I don't care anything about the WNBA. I don't Not care at all about uh, women's no, boxing. Women's boxing, I never gave a fuck. Um, shucks, the only women's sports people care about are the ones where they look hot, like tennis and volleyball. Yeah. But in the UFC, they like watching them fight. And it's not yeah. just because they're hot. It's because no, because many of them are not. And, and I like that about it. It's a it's yeah. a very it's one of the least sexist sports in existence. Because like where look at fucking Chris Cyborg. Her face looks mm. like a catcher's mitt. Oh it my is God. sloped 
She is at least one quarter Neanderthal. Go look at her and tell me different. Her face slopes down in a way that 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 fucking Homo sapiens heads do just don't. They just don't. Amanda Nunez started karate at four. Um, she took up boxing at sixteen. Did jujitsu for the rest of her life. Not too long after. There's the. But but again, the the pool of girls who would be doing stuff like yeah. that is gonna improve. Is gonna be bigger. So you're gonna get your Michael Jordans of women's fighting. Will get in there and instead of instead of Serena Williams playing tennis, she's gonna be knocking people's heads off. You know what I mean? Like like imagine if she had trained at beating people up her whole life instead of hitting a tennis ball. Right? We it would be terrifying. I wonder how much it she makes weighs. sense. She why women's forty five? It makes <laughs> sense why women's weighs? UFC women's UFC has to be the most popular female sport on the planet. Right? Doesn't tennis? it? I, no, no. UF. Or no, shit. You're right. Tennis. Probably, probably tennis. And then, if I you think tennis is bigger than UFC, compares, do you think? I think volleyball might be third. Serena Isn't Williams women's was soccer really well watched? In America, every four years, you know, and yeah, only we, because we, the US doing, team is good. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking very US centric. <clears throat> I, I kind of like this this little mini topic. Like, like what athletes who are not in fighting? If, oh, if, if, if that sport. had been there, well, then you'd be quiet. <laughs> what athletes were not in fighting? <laughs> if they had me. grown up, forgive me, forgive me. If they had grown up without in a combat arena and, and like, if they had done that instead, would have been great. Because I'm looking at Serena oh. Williams here. She she walks around at 155 pounds, right? Easily gonna cut down to 145. Like I, I wonder, is a Serena Williams who grew up with a father who was a boxer instead of a tennis, instead of teaching them tennis from the time they could hold a a, a racket? Her and her sister. Ah oh, man, are they are they the the Williams sisters? Are are they like the the counterparts to Nick and Nate Diaz? Or I think they are. I don't see how you can can argue anything different. She's such an incredible athlete. So much. I mean, it, remember, Sports Illustrated had that like greatest female athletes of all time. They put Ronda above Serena. By the way. But Serena's got to be right there if she what? had been a fighter. Yeah, yeah. They, they put did. Ronda Rousey above Serena Williams. Sure that is that, that is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It? Well, at yeah, the time, at the time, we were all drinking the Kool Aid and we thought she was the greatest female athlete of all time. It just seemed like she was. I, I, I didn't know any better yeah. myself. It, they were telling me that. Yeah, but the Williams <laughs> sisters have been. My understanding, I don't follow tennis, but every time there is a women's champion, it seems like it's one of them. Like they don't not only seem that. To be, edging it out they seem to be two women go into the cage and fight and we get a winner tennis is a 100 year old plus sport that is fought in a tournament style right like 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 think about the difference in a tournament style thing than 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 a 1v1 going into the end of the cage type thing she is supreme she's a supremely better athlete than than she had to beat so many people to win is that what you're saying yeah, can, yeah, she style. she can't just go in there and beat one person or or like give everything she's got in this one fifteen minute, twenty minute, thirty right. minute show. She's got to be there all weekend. Ronda tends to walk best. into the finals as because you know, that's the way her exactly. sport works. Yeah, right? yeah, she's got to beat. She's got to start off with some like Russian chick who's been also playing tennis her entire life, and she's looking across the court at a, at the Williams sister. She's like, oh wow, if I win this, my whole life gets better. I, I get an Adidas sponsorship, mm-hmm. like. Everybody who, who plays tennis against her is given their best every single time, and it's not like a combat sport where you can slap them in the mouth and change their mind about, about playing so hard. What do you think Serena weighs? Can she make 145? 155. She's walking around at 155. She could make 135. She could make 145 for sure. And yeah. I, I, Chris Cyborg wouldn't know what the fuck to, she was. I bet with. if you if gave her. Walked in there. I don't know. If you, I think if, Cyborg if, might if, win. I'm sorry. If the Williams sisters had started training six years ago, 
for this. They would walk into the UFC and beat the shit out of I, any of them. Because have you seen that? They are so athletic. Unbelievably athletic. The Williams sisters are. They're, they're built in a way like they have broader shoulders like they're a thighs. male athlete would. They are they're clearly thighs. working out all day, every day. Like, I don't know. I just feel like if you if they had taken up UFC or MMA, UFC, whatever, instead of tennis, they would be it'd be blood sport. That's what I think. Right would, I agree. Like if they had started. See what they did. If in case anyone doesn't know, it's a very Tiger Woods like story where Serena and Venus Williams father from a very early age said, hey, you guys are going to be the best tennis players in the world. Trust me. And then they did. So he's been training them since they were little bitty girls. If he instead had been like, you know, a, a boxing guy or a college wrestler or something like that, and he taught his little girls how to fucking throw, then then today we'd be talking about the these deadly Williams sisters who like killed a woman last week. Like, yeah, they, uh, Venus Williams just killed Amanda right. Nunez in the ring this this week. Like that <laughs> Taylor, would be the story. Take another look. This is Sarah McMahon. <clears throat> She's ranked like number seven. Mm-hmm. And this is Serena Williams. Uh, How big is Sarah McMahon? Uh, one thirty-five. Where she fights. <coughs> so she probably walks so around. She's at, five six. I just look at Sarah McMahon and say, "This woman's not giving up much muscle to Serena Williams. If any, she might be more muscular." Uh, she is uh, more muscular, but 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 you got to keep in mind the body types that Serena isn't that shape because it just happened. She like she she looks like that because that's what she wants to look like because that's the best tennis player's body. Those thighs, that whole core, everything about it is about fucking hitting that that serve off and and like like volleying back and forth and also moving around that court really quickly and being agile. If it, I think she'd have a completely different look about her, a completely different body makeup if she were a boxer or, or a I fighter. Just, to Taylor's point, yeah, I mean, he like, was saying the, that Serena Williams would walk into the UFC and none of these girls would know what hit her. The, like I, this, I, I don't know it. Serena or <laughs> Venus, but this is Venus. Venus is six foot one. <laughs> she would obliterate any. Well, there, I don't think there are women big enough to fight her. Honestly, <laughs> like that would it'd be hard to find other women Look who are big enough link. to want to fight. These are like guy arms and delts, and they are. They are, but those are arms. You have to keep in mind. This is a very small person who looks very big. So they're they're. They're not as big as they look because she's definitely very big mm. for a woman her size. No, no denying that. But I mean, the Williams sisters are like genetically, they seem to almost have a predisposition to be like super athletic. They like, are. They seem like they, really they, athletic. People. They do. And they are. Um, I, I, I think the classes. answer to I, I think we're both yes. right about this. I, I think that if the, the Williams sisters, you know, like I said, were, were raised in this and they just be the best because. They're just they're the best at what they've chosen to do. I, I got I gotta believe, and, and it's so much harder to be the best at tennis than it is to be the best in the UFC. It just is. Oh, yeah. It just is. Because the competition. Numbers, um, you know, there there's only 500 UFC fighters. Period. Let's set aside men and women and weight classes and all that stuff. There's a there's a there's so many tennis players. You know, I, I mean I mean there's not collegiate. MMA necessarily, of course. There's wrestling and boxing and all those other sports, but mixed martial arts is his own thing. You know, not every boxer is going to transition to MMA, uh, but but I think that these girls have a genetic predisposition to being bad motherfuckers. And it, whenever yeah. you're trained from a young age by a, a father or something like that to be great, and he knows what he's doing, and you have the talent, it seems like that's a winning recipe that we see work time and time again. Look at the Manning brothers. Look at Tiger Woods. Look at these. Look at Venus and Serena. Uh, I can't think of any others off the top of my head, but you constantly see it. Where the father was a ex-athlete, pro-athlete, whatever. He knows his shit, and he he raises a child who 
competes at the top level. Another thing I'm going to throw anyway, out there. I'm just is- going to interrupt oh. and say uh, my back's spasming, so I'm going to head off. Okay. Uh, while I can before you go on, <laughs> it's just more about USC. Uh, but it's been fun. Uh, be Always good. fun. Thanks, Kitty. Yeah, no thanks problem. for coming on, Kitty. You're gonna play See some magic on Xbox. Oh, we didn't talk about magic. No, we didn't. You, oh. you spent the the time I could sit discussing oh. stuff that I couldn't. <laughs> oh God, damn it! All right, well, what well, next week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you later. All right, see you. Yeah. Oh yeah, magic. <laughs> was that a cool card i don't even know i it heard looked, so. it looked oh. like a promotional like a larger card yeah but... i got I, I, that's what i thought too i got my chittering mass together the other day is you know it's the two cards that you flip over and put together and make the giant mega card i love that that's awesome uh, yeah i like that new thing they did with the yeah, combining cards together yeah we've been playing it we've we played a little bit the other night kitty and uh my girlfriend and i uh i got i got a poker table and got all those goddamn thousands of cards out and we started organizing them and then we built some decks and played for a few hours really yeah you really time. must have spent a long time organizing it because it's that picture still, is thousands and thousands of cards yeah, so many it's, it's a lot of goddamn cards uh i have everything separated now by color and type you know so the red sorceries are by themselves and the black instants are by themselves so Soon we will begin the the process of putting every single one of them in a binder that that oh I can flip God. through. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I don't care. Everybody's like, no, don't put them in a binder. That's stupid. It's like, no. <laughs> I want to be able to go. I want. I need to look at my red instance. I need all my red spells. I need to look at them. And I'm gonna crack up a. I got a six inch binder. All right, a six inch binder. It holds thousands of pages. And I got enough pages to hold thousands of cards. And you know, I'm gonna have them all there, and I'll be able to flip through every single copy. I'll be, if there are cards, I've got six or eight copies of. It, it's just how I want it done. It's like it's, it's done. You have such organized. a big collection now that it's gonna take so many more books of pages to do it than you think. It's gonna look like you know what Saruman's. You know what Saruman's library in Orthanc looks like, where it's just floor to ceiling, just books the whole way? You're going to have to be like, ah, I need tome number 60 from the fifth floor. You have one of those wheelie <laughs> ladders to get around. Like, that's yeah, I gonna think be you're going to be surprised at how many of these cards I get into just one uh, uh, six-inch binder. Because one six-inch binder holds thousands of pages, and uh, each page that i purchased holds nine cards i know you're supposed to go four by or uh, four by four or whatever but i don't give a fuck i got three by three because that's what i wanted to do and uh and, and i got like enough pages for 2700 cards so we'll see what 2700 cards in a, in a binder looks like and then if I'm that sure works i'll get another binder. i i say yeah. this out of experience well, because i've I, had that I same idea like six thousand i've had the same idea to put everything in a binder before you will accidentally carry one binder too far forward one time and every card will pour out into an amalgamated mess on the ground and you will go that's why taylor said to keep them in a box i see because i've done that it is enraging if you accidentally tilt your binder and let's say you have five copies of one card four copies of one card and so you put four in that same sleeve you know yeah and then you need two and so you take two of them out of that sleeve. That sleeve is now stretched out, and so the tiniest little tip forward, anything less than four cards is going to slip right I'll out. Never, I'll never put more than one card in each sleeve. Each copy, like if I've got eight copies of a card, then one page will be eight copies of that card. Three, six, and then two more at the bottom, and then there'll just be another card there. Every card gets its own fucking slot, so I can see every card. I, I, I just like it because it's easy to 
carry the box around and fasten it shut. And if you drop it, it's like, oh, okay, at least something happened. But with those binders, if you drop it upside down, just going to shake everything right out of there. And it's annoying. That sounds like a nightmare scenario. And I'm glad you warned me of it because I wasn't quite sure how the cards are erect. Yes. Ah, Because it's just an open little sleeve at the top that you slide it into. And then it's easy for it to slide out occasionally. Well, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to getting them organized. It felt so much better just getting them out of there, just completely a complete homogenous mixture of every fucking thing. You feel it, like you did something, you know? Yeah. yeah well, I don't know if I, I don't know if I go that far, but but I did get all those goddamn cards organized, and, and it feels a lot better. There's so many fucking cards. I um, have been trying to play Ro- or Total War Warhammer, and oh my god. I am a retarded person because I can't figure combat out in this game. I am so I like I, I watching the videos. I spent hours, hours the other night watching a whole play. You know, when you come across like a let's play and it's 30 minute sections for the same thing like Civ. And you're like, who is watching this mm-hmm. whole thing? Like, I always wonder that I watched a whole one of those hours in length the whole time being like, okay, yeah, yeah. I see how he organized that troop there. I see what he did. Okay. That's how you organize it. And I go in and immediately I'm trying to wrangle cats as I'm like, all right, uh, Spearman up in the front. No, 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 no. That's exactly the opposite of what I wanted you to do. Don't charge forward. Don't make yourself exhausted. Don't run right into their cavalry or whatever the fuck. And it is, I, I, I'm trying so hard. I'm building the battles and like they like they have it set. So if I'm like playing goblins versus elves or whatever, it'll give the elves a pre-sized army and everything. Because all the game is, is just enormous contingents of thousands of troops in formation on random, not random, but different battlefields. It can be attack and defend, siege situations, open field, forest, and then you have to attack. And so you're organizing 20 contingents of dozens, if not hundreds of units. And mixing different units together. Mixing different units, being like, all right, I got to make sure that, you know, I, I, I place my cavalry over there. They're in the forest, so they won't be spotted. Oh, they've been spotted. I got to get them out of there. Oh, shit, I didn't look over there for a while, and they sent a contingent of trolls, and they're giving a lot of hell to those guys. All right, get back to them matters and there's all, and that's just the macro so of the hard. game i feel like an idiot trying to play it because it is so difficult to get this well, i'm glad i didn't get into it at the end of the day i always end up just like big box over all my troops and just be like what well, fuck it just see what no. happens and then yeah, I, uh, it's just not so, panning I, out i want to figure it out i'm glad i didn't get into that i, I could see it looked like a lot of fun but but it but, is fun but it's hard it looks like the macro part of it looks fun uh, and then the micro of it looks looks really difficult too because there's so much to know you know, it's not just like, oh, I've got a dragon. I guess that matches up well against skeletons. It's like, yeah. That's not how it works. Like, you gotta fit, you gotta know what matches up well against what and what mm-hmm. special abilities you can use and when. And it's it looked very the, difficult. The uh, battle, like the actual battle scenes themselves, are on a level at which I've never seen any other video game come close. Like I've never seen large scale battles like this, where you'll send in five hundred spearmen or something, and they'll run forward with their melee cavalry and crash into you, and a bunch of your guys will die, but they'll die too. And then you can zoom way down from your, like, god mode position to the point where you're watching individuals fighting in actual combat. And it's not... 500 exact spearmen with the same hats and eyebrows it's different people with different banners on their uh spears with slightly different helmets doing different, different moves animations at different, times. Yeah. different animations the minotaur animation it, when those are fighting every once in a while it'll just you know gore someone to death get it stuck <laughs> on the horn and then shake them off or just something crazy like that it, it it's real real neat i just can't get anything that i want to happen to happen yeah and so that is very it's quite a conundrum 
but I'm, I'm enjoying well, it overall. It's, it's a good challenge. I'm not quite ready to take up that mantle just yet. I'm still uh, enjoying you, you magic and, and learning yeah. at that. Um, playing the Xbox game a lot more, winning more and more on the Xbox game as I get decks dialed in. And uh, I, th- I, d- I like it online, I think, more than at least as much as in person. Um, I, 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 think that, I think you'll change the more you play in person because you have what? so much more tactile control and you don't ever do the thing on magic where you're like uh okay i'll have time to play this instant or or on xbox i mean when you're like okay i have this instant i'm ready to play it and oh the timer fucked up i guess i'm not using it like that never oh, happened yeah that's horse shit yeah yeah, yeah that, that. that's horse shit i hate when that happens but and you're definitely right you do have a lot more control over how you play uh instance but what i like is that it resolves every situation for you perfectly like there yeah, are sometimes where I won't like if there's a stack and I don't know quite how the stack resolves and and do, you know if I've applied an enchantment to this card and the, and then sh- and then the enchant and the instant comes in do do I shed that enchantment into the tr- into my graveyard you know I, I don't always know exactly how things should play out 100% of the time I you know I can do the basic math of a three two versus a one one but sometimes it's more complicated than that and I don't know quite exactly what the rules are so it's nice that the game is like bada boom bada bing you win. Spells resolve top down. So if I play a creature and you counter it, that is now on top of my creature in the stack. Neither one, neither spell is resolved. If I then counter your counter, now that's on top of the stack. And so we resolve my counter, which counters your card, which means that then my creature resolves as anticipated by me. Yeah, sounds so terrible. Sounds like a, if you had a computer to just boop, do that for you, it'd be a lot nicer. Just, just remember top down. But, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're liking it a lot. It's, I, I haven't played as much on Magic the last couple of days because I've been trying to f- fucking figure this war game out. Uh, I just give I up on that. No, but it's like you and 18 guys playing it in the world, oh, and you're I'm watching their videos like against computers. I haven't even played a real person yet because I'll just get butt fucked. I guarantee it. But it's it's neat. Like I'm I'm tr- I really want to figure it out because these total war games like it's such a cool large scope thing that you and you feel like you're using real tactics because in Age of M- or Age of Mythology rather. Like, you can organize in your formations and whatnot of, oh, I'm going to send my hoplites in, and I'm going to send my mythical, you know, trolls in over here and do this. But at the end of the day, really, if you want, you can just be like, my economy is so much better than yours. I'm just going to pump hundreds of the same unit into your base, and you're just going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be fucked. That will not work in this game. Like, this game, if you're just like, all right, I'll just buy, I'll just make it so my army's... 20,000 of the cheapest units and just overwhelm them. Like, no, it won't work because they'll finagle you out with tactics or it's, yeah, you feel like you're really an actual battle commander as lame as fuck as that sounds. No, that's what but, you're going for. It's a simulator, kind of. It, yeah. it's, it, it looks really cool. It just, uh, I'm, I'm not going to open that jar of worms and get sucked into that. Yeah, let me get that ad read out for you. Who do we got? Who's the lucky fellow? Oh, it's a brand new contender. Stamps.com. These days, you can get practically everything on demand, like our podcast. Listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. So, why are you still going to the post office and dealing with their limited hours when you could get your postage on demand with Stamps.com? Anything you can do at the post office, you can do right now at your desk with Stamps.com. Buy and print official uh, U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. And unlike the post office, Stamps.com never closes, so you get... So you can get postage whenever you need it, 24-7. Right now, use our code PAINKILLER, that's in all caps, it seems, for this special offer. Uh, for uh, A four-week trial including includes postage, 
and a digital scale. So don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the, of, uh, the homepage and type in painkiller. That's Stamps.com and enter uh, code painkiller. Uh, up at the radio microphone at the top. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. That sounds great. Never go again. <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 uh, I actually think that Kitty terms. uses that. Uh, yeah. I think that Kitty uses that for, for a lot of stuff because um, mm-hmm. she definitely does her postage at home. I know that for sure. Bill Burr um, uses it to send out all his merch, um, according to his podcast. Hmm, so there you go. worked out a deal Lots with Lots of smart people out there using Stamps.com, saving that Skrilla. So check them out. That was the last ad, I think. That was the last, the last the of last. the ads. Oh, on to something else. Yeah, I've got that one, the quick one. Uh, I had, so uh, everybody knows, like there was a, a Jewish cemetery in St. Louis that got messed with a few days ago where they knocked over some tombstones or gravestones or whatever. And nothing was like spray painted on there, like no messages. And it wasn't like super extensive damage. And that makes me think that it might've just been shitty kids who did it because there was nothing like a, swastika or an anarchy sign or something shitty on there but pence showed up so he could do the thing where they wear like blue gloves and scoop up one leaf and then go get me back to that air-conditioned vehicle or whatever it is like he did that and i until now i'd always assumed like oh it's kind of nice when obama went over and did that or when trump's going and showing up there when bush went over and showed up there and all it caused for me today was traffic because (laughs) pence showed up and i realized like oh my god like the people who give shit to uh, because I, I may have even said, uh, gave Obama shit about not showing up at a storm down there at some point, just as another, like, just, oh, whatever, like, impotent rage thing. But the more I think about it now, it's like, he doesn't need to show up there. Presidents don't need to go to storm sites and don't need to go to these places in the age of the internet. Like, you can just Skype in. Just Skype in. There's no reason. There was no reason for Obama to go down there in the storm. All he would do is be like, "Okay, I'm visiting here," and then the media goes, "Okay, so we're all gonna glob along with him, clog up these roads, make it so it's harder for people to get where they need to go, harder for the actual cleanup crews to get shit done." Why not just give your message of "Keep it up, guys" via Skype? You know, like I, I really flipped on that. Just seeing like this is one of those things that they are 100% doing to show that they are in it. You know, like you know- it's a political stunt. But Bill Clinton and there's no reason to was do in it. office for like two weeks, maybe, maybe less. And he went to Philadelphia. <clears throat> and while he was there, he stopped and got a haircut. And he deservedly got tons of shit. They're like, dude, you have a barber that comes to your bedroom, your office, doesn't matter. And they'll take care of your hair for you. Instead, oh no, you're a man of the people. You got to go shut down like six city blocks in Philadelphia where people are working and living and doing their thing so that yeah. you can get a haircut. You know, I uh, think you might have gone to a black barber. barber's daughter. A haircut for show. You're <laughs> yeah, totally you right. A haircut on that page. More or less for show. And uh, he, took, he never did it again. Yeah, good. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense when you see remember it. When, remember when he jog on into a Mickey D's and get himself a burger? That was great. <laughs> now, that I think was not for show. He's out there running, trying to lose I'm weight. Hungry. He duck in, oh. grab a cheeseburger. And that, that was, that was him trying. peckish, boy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to duck on into Mickey D's. Yeah, oh, um, God. Get me through another night with that horrible bitch. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> don't, don't tell her about this. <laughs> little MSG. Oh, I'm not oh, running from my health. I'm just running away. <laughs> How are we feeling about the um, security costs around Trump? Yeah, apparently, the, to keep the Trump family safe is something like 12 times more than the uh, Obama family. Well, and, the travel, uh, right? I think it's the travel and the fact that, like, it's, I'm guessing, this is just Woody talking, 
that because she's staying in New York, it's complicated to secure that compared to her being at the White House where there's infrastructure for that. I think yeah. a lot of it's travel right now. I think because what they were they were calling it travel, and they, they were yeah. saying that Trump had spent like twelve times as much in the first month. But I, it's his first month. Let's see if a pattern arises here. If yeah, if he's spending twelve times the norm every single month, we need to rein that in. That's that's pretty outrageous. Although it's just a small amount of money in the grand scheme of things. We're talking about fifty billion dollar walls. It seems like he could handle all of this and get people who already like him to like be raving about it. If he just went like, yeah, I realize I've been spending so much money more than, you know, President Obama before me, which is why I've decided I'm going to be footing all of this excess bill. You know, I'm going to spend up to the point that Obama spent at his 80, 90 million, whatever. And every bit past that is all on me. And so I just wanted to let the American people or however they handled it. He won't yeah. do that, of course. No. But it seems like that's a good way. I think to, that's real money, though. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. One thing for him to forego the half million dollar salary, it's another thing for him to come up with ninety million in travel costs. Oh, I was, yeah. Hey, he could do it. He just wouldn't like it, <coughs> you know. And, and and I don't think he would buy ninety million dollars worth of credibility with that money. And he knows that. You know, he wrote the art of the deal, or at least he paid someone to do so. He uh, he he's, he's he knows what he's doing. He knows that ninety million dollars worth of fuel out of his pocket won't buy him ninety million dollars worth of goodwill from the American people. But that's I why mean, I'm saying he would do it after he got to the point that Obama did. And so by the time he, he got did. to seventy million, no, no, no. I mean like well, over Obama's term. I mean like Obama, over the term, Obama spent like a hundred million dollars or ninety, whatever it was. I was saying he could say, you know, after I get to that threshold. All of it's for sale by me. And then I guarantee as soon as he started getting close to that thing, it'd be like, Trump taking the train to <laughs> Philadelphia. You know? Stage <laughs> He's having everybody come to him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I can't make it to, to the UN this year. Uh, maybe you guys come come here. Like, Sir, it's in New York. Ah. <laughs> how much I is it? don't know. He costs. That's He's pretty going to lago all the time. And... Mm -hmm. I really feel I didn't like there's a conflict there. To be a winter White House, that's kind of neat. Like, is it? You know that? No, that's no. A, that, what, what is this? I looked looked it up to try and understand what it was more Mar-a-Lago, mm -hmm. and it, apparently, like a socialite heiress kind of lady in the twenties. Maybe she was born in the 20s. I don't know when she made it, but she made it with the idea of like, this is going to be where presidents stay. Like, this is going to be the winter White House. And she died in like the 70s, and Trump bought it, and then. From okay, there. president. <laughs> and he, president, but like obviously it's too expensive. But it is kind of neat that it's like, oh, that lady who made it in like the twenties wanted it to be a winter White House, and now fifty years or forty years after she's dead, it is I in just, a way. I feel like he's advertising it by going there. That there's a conflict that we should be fussing about. Like, what's the conflict though? Because he's the only <clears> one profit. That's the conflict. He's but but profiting. but he's not open to any like any manipulation like like if he were going to like you know some mark cuban's club and putting a lot of and bringing a lot of people there then 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 mark cuban has a little uh, has something over on him maybe it, it's his club opposite, i agree right? with you like him no, well, him he, he's using the office to there. profit is is the problem that that's what you sure. know that to may do. be true although it's hard to get around that right like it, it, he's he's such a unique outlier of a president in that he's you know this billionaire real estate guy who owns or controls or has something to do with I, so I hear many you with the hard to get around it like you can find corner cases but yeah. the fact is he's gone to his own golf course like five out of six weekends or something like that it's not like you know 
it's a little quarter case, like oddball thing. No, he's fucking going to his resort every weekend. Like it, it's, if, if you were to say, oh yeah, you know, he owns the Trump Plaza and some ambassador from, you know, the UK stayed there one night, like shit like that's going to happen, you know? He well, he was hosting the Japanese prime minister <laughs> on one of those golfing outings. I know that that was, was the whole right? deal, that Shizo was, was coming. And then that, that's when they had that... The uh, North Korea the, the, security breach thing. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah which um, was not a... I'm, I'm really surprised by the fact that he doesn't want to be in the White House, seemingly. <laughs> like, in my head, if I run for president and I get, like, and I win, I find out that I win, my first thought is, like, can I go, like, right now? They're like, no, the Obamas are still there. You can't go. They haven't even moved out. It's like, can I, like I'll be real quiet. Like I promise. I just want to like look. Like I just want to look around and like see what's going on. Like if I was president, like I'd want to be in the White House. It's cool. Why bedroom? would you not? I don't think it is cool. That's why I think I that think it's, it's really a big government office House. building, and he has some quarters there. And I don't think it's cool. I, th- I bet the, the the halls are filled with people that he doesn't trust. The every office is filled with someone that he that he doesn't know. Um, he he cannot feel uh, comfortable there. It's where it's where he works. Whereas Mar-a-Lago, he owns the motherfucking place. He probably knows the bus boys, or at least he's seen them uh, before. I bet it's cool. I bet you that, like, when he opens the door, there's no tours going outside, like, the oh, presidential no bedroom. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, I, I bet you that, like, the, the living quarters are bigger than everybody else's house, that it's magnificent, and that the president is not putting up with, like, untrustworthy bullshit. And even oh, if he was, yeah. he's got he's got those people. He's constant leaks are everywhere, right? It's constantly but not in his bedroom, like not it, in his bedroom. But you were saying the living guy. quarters weren't cool, and I, I bet they are. Uh, I don't think they are. I don't think they're nearly as cool <sighs> as his. Shit. I wonder. I don't like. He's his Donald style. Trump. Think about what his living quarters look like. They're shitty, man. They're all like. Oh, come on, you've seen gold. it. It's all gold and ridiculous. Yeah, and that's over the top. It's not your cup of tea. It's Donald Trump's cup of tea. If it yeah. weren't, it wouldn't it looks look like a casino. Yeah, I don't like the the opulent, like uh, as South Park would put it, Persian look with like all the like it it would be cool. It's a really cool aesthetic for a hotel. Like if I go to a hotel and it's like that, I would be like, oh, this is really neat. This is novel. This is cool. Like I, I don't live with marble and granite everywhere and really cool fountains and gold inlay on things like but I I wouldn't want to live there. It costs $200,000 to just be a member of that fucking club, man. That, that's got to be a nice place if know, the guy who owns it. It cost hundred grand. Trump won the presidency, and he doubled the price. And there's still a waiting list. Like, there's a conflict. People there's a businessman right there. Well, you, I mean, you can make excuses for it, but it seems like a conflict. Oh, it's not an excuse. It, it sounds like a great way to, for him to make money. Seems like a way to make sure that fewer people try applying I, I don't know because where the they're going to hear their interest is. You're though. not allowed to pimp your daughter's perfume line when you're president. You're not allowed to like pimp your own businesses. You're not supposed to be picking not, winners and losers. Well, you you're can't profit to be serving the president. The pumping, but the pr- you're not yeah. allowed to say yes. promote Subway <clears throat> over Quiznos as the weight loss sandwich of America. Like that would routinely, be routinely, right? No, that was I was making fun of Michelle Obama for <clears> that. Oh, did she do that? Um, yeah, no, but big campaign. It feels like Trump does that all the time. He promoted J. Crew. He promoted his daughter's stuff. He promoted Carrier. He promoted Ford over Chevy, if I recall correctly. Um, like Trump is always picking winners and losers in businesses, and it seems like he should stay out. And um, I looked at the Obama quarters. I guess it's a little out of date, but it looked pretty nice. I wanted to see them. They can't change it that much. It's just it's the White House, you know. Like I doubt they do renovations after every time. Yeah. I bet they do a lot with the furniture. Oh, oh yeah, of course, all the furniture and shit uh, and drapes and stuff. But, you know, a room's a room. 
This is yeah. very nice. I'm not going to say anything bad about this. All I'm going to add is that Donald Trump's like a, you know worth four billion dollars, even by the most conservative estimates, and he's he's known to be a guy who who, who like lives in the lap of luxury. I bet he looks at this like, hmm, this is all right. I got hotel rooms better than this. Yeah, he he probably does, and he does have hotel rooms better than that. I'm sure, because he owns a lot of hotels, and I'm sure that some of those penthouse suites are just bananas. But it, even so, I, just go move into the White House. I don't House. like conflicts of interest. I, I don't like the idea of someone having something over on our president. But right, I like honestly... Like a blackmail situation. Sure, like a blackmail situation. Or, you know, if... if um, I'm trying to think how, what an actual... If, if he were going... Um, hmm, I'm trying to think of a good example of it. I just don't think what he's doing endangers... <clears throat> The America, America in any way, and like makes him more susceptible to, to any sort of like influence or, or anything like that. He's not on the hook for anything. Well, blackmail's not the only kind of conflict of interest, right? I mean, he could be conflicted, yeah. and then he's like, "All right, I'm going to leave the White House because I make money when I go to my personal resorts, right? You know, I'm going to I'm going to do this this week. I'm going to meet this foreign leader instead of it, like maybe Camp David, which is safe and it's cheap to secure because it's like a presidential thing. They're all set up. Everyone's been doing it. But oh no, this time we're going to Trump Tower, which is not set up for this kind of thing. The Secret Service, the American people, they have to make it set up for this kind of event. But you know, Trump hooks up money in his own pocket by going to Trump Tower, by going to Margo Lago. He could double the price of the admission. That's a conflict of interest. So blackmail, I, I don't know when likes being Do, able uh, to be blackmailed, but for him to make money by going to these things, that's a conflict. He should be acting as president, not businessman slash president. Hmm. I, it's, <clears throat> I don't have a problem with him, with him pitching his daughter's shit either. Um, there's another one, right? You know, like, that's, I don't feel like he's solely devoted to the American people. He's also trying to line his daughter's pockets, line his own but, pockets. But what is the conflict of interest? Like, like who's, all right, so, so certainly when he says we're going to go meet with the Japanese PM at Mar-a-Lago, um, he is profiting from that. So, so, so how, who is at conflict with that? Are the American people? The, the taxpayers, ones who are, for example. Right? The like tax, it'd, it'd be cheaper and better if they met at Camp David, which is like designed for this kind of activity. Yeah, it's amazing. I think Camp David is like a whole like, oh God, like I wish I could remember what it or something. Yeah, it's horseshit itself. Like, like it's some sort of like, I, I think did FDR make that <laughs> shit? I remember Area reading 52, this whole thing about how it's but, um, you know, the, it's secure. Presidents have been using this thing for, I'm making it up, 50 years. And when they go to Camp David, like, the place is ready. When they go to Mar-a-Lago, you know, suddenly the Secret Service has to go out there and pre-check it and block things and look at rifle scope lines of sight or whatever the hell it is they have to do to make the place ready for foreign leaders to visit. And um, that's why, by and large... He's 12 times more expensive to protect than uh, Obama was. I think it makes sense to do the stuff at his place, though. Like, especially the, the Japanese thing, because the Japanese guy's a golfer. They were going to golf. And, and can you imagine if, David. Can you imagine if you, were, uh, if you didn't play on your own goddamn golf course? Like, there's no way. If, if, if I own my own golf course and I'm inviting the prime minister of Japan over to play golf with me, that we're going to go play on somebody else's fucking links. We're going to my place. Like, like we're go I'm going to show you, like, not only what the United States is about, I'm going to show you what Donald Trump is about. Like, this is – I like it. I like that part. Like, that, and it, it – I, I understand that it's, that it's more expensive. 
But it seems like we're we're pinching pennies when when like gallons are just gooing oozing out everywhere when it comes to federal uh, spending and uh, God everything's so expensive. The wall that they keep talking about this fifteen billion dollars like that pales in comparison to a trip to Mar-a-Lago. I I don't like it that he's more expensive because it's a tiny bit of it's coming out of all of our collective pockets. I suppose I would prefer if Melania decided to live in the White House. But part of me also says, like, he won. Like, he is the president. He should be able to go to his house. He should be able to go to New York where he used to live. He should be able to go to his resort if he feels like he needs to decompress or he feels like that's the best way to host the Japanese prime minister. And they're going to be, um, at least on the surface, at least a, for, for appearances sake, it's going to look like a, a, a conflict of interest every single time because you're going to be able to make that case that, hey, it'd be cheaper if you if you hosted you know the Queen of England at Quiznos. Why are you... Why are you here? Why are you there? Like it's always gonna that that question's always gonna arise. But God, he's a fucking billionaire. He His whole lost thing is knows though, right? No, I mean, yeah, he could go to Camp David. It's for this. Like you know, he won. He's is president. It? It's he like a president's asked. retreat, right? There's golf course there. There's um, and you but, think it sucks? Like I doubt. Is it, it as sucks. nice as his? I don't. His know. is nicer. <gasps> you don't know. He this. would though. He Have would you know. ever golf. Never, never. Yeah, I hit right a lot of balls. Me. I don't know what the yeah. I've done that too. I, I don't. I don't know which golf course is better, Camp David or Mar-a-Lago. That's not the kind of thing that I. Would I want to look. We're gonna look at pictures. <laughs> no, at all. <laughs> but um, uh, I don't know. I this we're kind of. I don't think we're gonna agree. But the, I, I, it bothers me that he's going to his personal places, hooking himself up, doubling the prices because he's president, and um, you know, pimping his daughter's thing. There's a lot of like. He's really profiteering off of this election he won instead of serving the people. Or I, I don't know if you would say instead, though. That may not be fair. <coughs> he is he is profiting from this, perhaps while sim simultaneously serving the people. I mean, I'm paying. They're for not it. mutually exclusive. He could be doing wonderful things behind the scenes at his golf course while running up crazy bills. <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. You're right. I really don't like the Ivanka thing, though. Him pimping like the... his daughter's stuff. The promoting uh, her clothing well, line or whatever. I don't know exactly what he said. I know that he's tweeted something to the regard of like Nordstrom was being very unfair to her or something along those lines. Does um, that, I, can, I, just to pivot on that topic, every time he says something's unfair, I think you fucking childish pussy. You pussy, you fucking sissy pussy little boy crying about life being unfair. Everyone else in the country Sometimes things are knows unfair, things are unfair. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, life isn't unfair. Deal life with isn't it. fair. Someone has to tell this asshole that life isn't fair. He's CNN's not fair. Fox News isn't fair. Nordstrom's not fair. Carrier's not fair. Chevy's not fair. Everyone's not fair to Donald Trump. Shut the fuck up. Nothing's fair, you pussy. Yo, we all just sort of plow through and achieve the most we can achieve in a world that isn't fair. Yet he goes on Twitter and cries about it. No one else talks about life being unfair as much as Donald Trump. And he's a billionaire. You know, Trump, life's been more than fair to you. It could also be because all of those comments are put in the news. <laughs> whereas most people, most normal bitch moaning complainers don't get that sort of CNN just, highlight. Something about you know? unfair is particularly baby to me. 
and pussy. Like, I, I wish I had a more... I shrink, it, shrink it down, right? Let's say that you said something on this podcast, and so Jackie's side business that, that, that was, was completely sidetracked. Now, mm-hmm. let, let's say that she, was, uh, she had a tire dealership, and now no one will buy her tires. Like, the whole world is saying, no more Jackie tires. And she's over there like, I did so much research. I did the marketing and development. Like, these are my tires. I was proud of them. They were in every... Uh, Nordstrom case everywhere. Everyone wanted a Jackie tire. It would seem unfair if just because of some shit you said on here, all of a sudden nobody wanted to buy her tire. Yeah, suddenly her case line Ivanka is totally didn't say out. shit that anyone can look down on. Ivanka is always the one who's like, if she says something political, it's like, oh, I want to work for, for women's rights. I want to work toward uh, against human trafficking, against this, against that. It's never like, yeah, and too many Mexicans too. Like you don't get the. Avant, you can't say anything bad she about Ivanka because she, she doesn't talks, say anything. She does it well. Sure. Yeah. Right. Some. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly a smart person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And gorgeous. So hot. So hot. <laughs> Not as hot as Sarah Triple X though. Hmm. Sarah underscore Triple X. That, that's always right at the forefront of your mind. <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. oh, Kyle's I, I, not doing this sponsorship for money. <laughs> I mean, we can get money involved. If that's what it takes. But, but you know, I, I'm open to, to suggestions or whatever. Let's get off Trump. Let's get off Trump. We, okay. I, I, hey, I, I agree with you. He's spending far too much money. He should spend less. I, I do like that he uses Mar-a-Lago because I th- I bet it's better than Camp David. And I like I I think there's a little bit of something to be said for like someone comes over to meet your world leader and he's like. This is my country. And oh, by the way, this is just poor. I fucking lived two years ago, three years ago. This is just mine. This is how I roll. You know what? It, it seems so you know what else I, was I would be impressed. You know what else I was thinking about? Like the course thing is that prime minister of Japan guaranteed he has played Camp David five, Ooh, ten possible. times. Yeah. And I bet that a lot of them are like, uh, oh, to my understanding, you have a couple of courses to choose. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have uh, multiple, multiple good ones. I'm going to go to Mar-a-Lago. You're going to love it. Oh, he's getting so tired of uh, Camp David. <laughs> if he starts meeting like, Japanese leaders in Scotland, I'll be more pissed. You know, because he's got <laughs> courses there. Yeah, he's got courses over there. Now, I, <clears throat> I have a I new topic, he... but I'm happy to do yes. anybody else's. Mine? Let's see. I mean, the NHL trade deadline. <laughs> Come, uh, uh, Kyle. <laughs> God damn it. We talked about UFC. <laughs> trade deadline? We didn't talk about, yeah, so it looks like uh, Jimmy might go to Bellator. I don't know if they're going to be able to pay him. What are you? No, we're not talking about trade deadlines. Come Shit. on. Um, I am like copy-paste-tarded. Me... That's honestly the only news I've been following. Like all the all the political stuff, like the past week or so, like coming through Twitter, it's more been like, all right, no, no, Blues haven't traded Shattenkirk ah, yet. This is a good one. Okay. Go all ahead, right. Woody. Uh, it's on the screen. People can read it. You've been kidnapped. The characters from the last TV show you watched are trying to rescue you. Who's coming to save you? I would have liked How Fucked Are You as a, as a line. Oh, I'm good. I'm is that Top too. Gear? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the last show I watched. Top Gear? So Jeremy Clarkson. Is that his name? Clarkson? <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Clarkson, uh, Hammond, and James May. They're coming yeah, to save coming, you? They'll be coming. Oh, my God. I have no chance. You have no there's, chance? There's, there's a, oh, there's a zero percent chance that if I'm kidnapped and the it's the only the people from the last show I watched can try and save me, they're gonna make a bunch of jokes and then they're gonna forget about the challenge and I'm gonna rot in that cell. <laughs> you know, Jennifer Lawrence come on to drive a Toyota Prius around a track as a star in the reasonably priced car or whatever. Oh, that's if you guys don't watch that show, it's. Like it's not on anymore, but that's such a good show. Well, I was uh, watching the A Team just before. No, ooh. I was watching The Office. Uh, uh, yeah. so, so I'm guessing that like Jim and Dwight 
are uh, are going to come come try to get me out of wherever I am. Um, I hope they send Toby too because He's I think that I think he might be the Scranton Strangler too. Mm. So if things get rough, he could take somebody out. Well, the way the way it would happen is. Michael and Dwight and Jim and Toby would come. And I was watching season would, nine. No Dwight. Would, I mean, no, uh, no Michael. Oh, well, whatever. We're including Michael. They would break you out, and then it would be you, Michael, Jim, and Dwight running to safety, and then you'd get on a plane and be flying back, and then it would pan back to Toby, who was still in the cell as he tripped and got locked back in, <laughs> and it was just him being like, I assume they'd come back for me, but... Wow. I never did. Pakistan's not that bad after all. Yeah. They lived in Argentina for a, or Peru or Costa wherever the Rica. fuck you Costa Rica. But yeah, I I, uh, I think you'd be just as fucked as me because the office guys aren't doing any better than the Top Gear. At no. least my guys have cars. I have two yeah. answers. So the last TV show I watched, which is what the question is, was uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So I'm kind of fucked. I think they're just going to pay attention to each other. They'll all be self-absorbed, and I'll end up like Cricket. You know, just burnt and life-ruined and destroyed. Is that his name, Cricket? They would, cricket. Uh, yeah, Cricket would show up and do that thing where they have the conversation at the last second and ditch something <laughs> where they out in front of your cell, like about to yeah. unlock you. Dennis would be like, what have we been doing for this ridiculous man here? <laughs> Why are we here? Guys, we don't have any plans. Guys, guys. And they'd be like, you know what? You're right. Like, we just huffed a bunch of paint and we showed up here. We got out of here. What are we doing? And they'd be like, yeah, you know what? Let's get back to the bar. And then, and then that would be okay. it. And you'd be like, guys, just, just open it, please. The last I'm thing gonna... I watched was iBoy. Did you guys watch that on Netflix? No, what is it? Uh, so it's a movie, which is why I brought up two. Um, it takes place in England. It's the, one of the stars is, uh, you know, a, a girl has fallen for a pyramid scheme. Who is that from Lord of, Lord of uh, Game of Thrones? Eris? Oh, no, no, no the, the faceless man. Sans? Yeah. Sta- no, 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 the, oh, but it's the girl. Uh, it starts with an Arya. Arya. He'll get it. No, I was coming. All right. So Arya uh, plays the, the female lead in it. There's a guy. And basically, early in the movie, uh, four bad guys rape Arya and... The hero of it runs because he's kind of cowardly and he gets shot in the back of the head and he wakes up and they like repair his brain and now he has superpowers and he can modify electronics. He's burning people's phone. He's transferring money. He's like taking control of cars. He's basically the world's best hacker, but he doesn't need a keyboard because he can do it all with his now super brain. And uh, I think he's going to save me. He's like a Magneto kind of guy, but with electronics in a way, like just feel it and do things. Like in a 90s I'm movie. I'm gonna avoid that one. <clears throat> it was good. I liked it. I liked it. I was interrupted and Still. I had to come back and finish it. I liked it. I think you'd like it. I'm gonna check out the new uh, episode of It's Always Sunny. I haven't seen that yet. The, the newest one. <laughs> um, last week's. I, I watched last week's. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. You should definitely check that out. It's very dark. Very dark ending it. to last week's the VR uh, thing. It's called uh, PT, uh, PTSD. D double E, as in you know D Reynolds, right, Deandra. Because um, she finds uh, the man of her well, dreams. Well, she finds love in strange places. It doesn't places. work out like you expect. It, There's it a never shocker. does. Yeah. Have <laughs> you uh, given her new show a shot? Yeah, I watched an episode of that. It's not quite so bad. Caitlin Olson is the uh, is the actress's name, yeah. and she's got a show on every Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, one on FXX and one on Fox. Her new show is basically, for all intents and purposes, same character. In uh, and it's it's pretty much um, in a situation that you might see in an episode of It's Always Sunny. Um, I may may yeah. have a, like the exact relations wrong about this, but basically, like her sister. 
um, and 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 her sister's husband end up going to prison or something. And, and I've, she I've has watched the whole series. Their... So basically, what it is okay. is it's a super super rich family and a couple of kids, a son and a daughter, and there's a really rich. Their parents are super super wealthy. They run off and to a different country because of tax stuff and don't aren't keeping in touch with their children. And the only person who's in charge is their mom's sister, who is D or Caitlin Caitlin Olson. And she is basically the one who's in charge. And then there's a really fat uh, Mexican maid who's very funny as well. But it was I, I didn't think it would be that great of a show because I thought yeah. it would constantly be reminding me of like, this just isn't as good as Sunny because I have her so burned in my mind as D Reynolds. Yeah. But she, she is really fucking funny in whatever you put her in. Like she's a she's great. I really like her. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad. I think it's cool that she's got a show. Uh, you know, two yeah. shows. Uh, two two shows right now. I I, I like her. Uh, and I like that show. It's pretty good. The Mexican Maid um, was also on that Fox show, Raising Hope, which uh, is another kind of like under the radar, pretty funny fucking show. It's the one with like three generations of people living under one household, and the oldest of them is like thirty. Like it's like <laughs> teenage parents who had like it's like it's like a te- it's like teen parents who had a kid who was a teen parent, and then the Alzheimer's uh, grandmother is also in the house. So you have like four generations like ranging from a grandma to a baby and uh and everybody's very stupid um they mispronounce words and they're very white trash and they're very poor and uh, it's good it's funny hmm. check that out but yeah i yeah, recommend it's on netflix it. anybody who wants to check it out i really I, I liked it way more than i thought i would i have an edgy topic oh edgy i don't know i don't like it's shy away from edgy <laughs> i don't know how this will go over anyway <clears throat> So, uh, here is... Where are we headed? (laughs) (laughs) Here's a Craigslist ad. This was in my area. And, um... uh, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, 211 Cat's Cradle. I guess this is a band or something. So here's the deal, folks. I have one ticket to a sold-out show to see Rainbow Kitten Surprise on February 11th at Cat's Cradle. I bought two tickets with the optimistic hope that I would find someone to go with me and split the costs of a hotel room in Chapel Hill. That didn't work out. So I'm looking for a concert buddy to see the show and split a hotel. I know running to Craigslist comes across as desperate, but I'm actually relatively cool. My friends routinely rate me as a comfortable 7 out of 10, and I just want to hear some good music and not worry about driving back to Raleigh afterwards. I'm a woman in my mid-twenties, veterinarian student, sarcastic as fuck, and I really love music. If you happen to have thick skin, a beard, and enjoy whiskey, that'd be a big plus. The whiskey is negotiable. A headshot would be appreciated. My Instagram is Katie whatever. If you're some crazy-ass serial killer that thinks this sounds like a convenient setup, please keep shopping. (laughs) It's just just a different concert. I'm tough as shit, and I have large, suspicious friends with me, but they're on a Valentine's date and don't want to share a room. Am I crazy, or is this girl, like, down to fuck? She has concert tickets, and she wants to split a hotel room with some guy. I feel like she's at least open to the idea. Of course I have she her is. pictures. Yeah, yeah, I think it almost goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the fact that she included physical requirements. I mean, I'm listening. She I'm said, listening oh, I want a the- guy who's, you know, uh, you know, a bearded guy and likes whiskey. And I guess she didn't say he's good looking uh, or anything. What? Well, she's not very attractive. I think she's pretty. I think she's well, a she does look like a man. I think she might be an eight out of ten. I don't know. She's no, definitely, definitely not that. 
she's not someone that you would <laughs> see in the street and be like, wow, they're really attractive. But that's certainly not someone that I, I'm having trouble seeing. You would this see small her picture. and you would say, there's a person. Yeah, you'd say, there's, there's someone. She's female. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, 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 I enlarged it. Sarah McMahon is probably better looking. She's not fat. That's true. That is true. She's not fat, and um, I would even say she's bigger boob than average. This is not an ugly girl. This is not an ugly girl at all. Mm -mm, like she's all. she's not anyone that you would write home about. But she she is she is absolutely no. She's absolutely average. Dude, she's I set this topic up like six. weeks ago. She's very selective on who she allows to follow her on Instagram. It was not easy for me to get these photos, people. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five and a half. She's a five and a half. <laughs> you've, been, you've been planning this for weeks trying to get through to her Instagram. That's, that's really funny. That, that's funnier than this whole topic is the fact that you've been sitting on this. And you Shit, I'm listening, to the, I'm listening to the band. Like, maybe I want to go. But, but no, this is... This it was. Is, uh, it happened on uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. She seems like she'd be fun, like a, a fun-loving kind of person. Like the message doesn't come off as like creepy or anything. It comes off as. Yeah, I mean, granted, I like it, it is hard for women I mean, to I'm be creepy, not... in a way. But it's like it just doesn't. She seems like a good-hearted person. who <laughs> Just wants to see a concert and kind of wants to have some fun too. Yeah, make it like if you reverse the genders, it, it kind of, it's it's pretty scary though. It's very right? desperate. Yeah. It's very very desperate too. Um, but this I, is there's something wrong with this girl if she can't if she doesn't know a man and she doesn't have any ability to find one who would accept free concert tickets is, and a trip with her. There's something wrong this with is this the person. Woman Trump card, there right? are no women out there who do not have dicks in the bottle on the shelf. Okay, <laughs> Taylor is shaking his head emphatically right now for you radio. This, you are you are totally right about there's that. That's the big red flag. I've always said very this. Well held out by the fact that she used Craigslist to get this little message out there. So women, if a guy goes into the bar and says, hello, everybody, I would like to have sex, he will not end up having sex. If a woman does the same, she'll have seven suitors. She's just doing it electronically. And it's, I've always well, it's because women that can superpower. Smell. Women are the women gatekeepers. You know how uh, like you know how cats and dogs will lay next to people that are about to die and they just kind of have a sense and they know <laughs> Women can smell desperation like a bloodhound on a you know deer hunt or whatever the fuck, and they second they sense that desperation, no interest because that's just, just evolutionary. You know you you want someone Ooh. where you feel like you have to attain that. If they were good, they'd be good in demand. Genes, you know, but Kyle's right. Like from this message, like it doesn't. I don't think this is a bad person or someone who's like crazy. But the fact that it's on Craigslist is a big red flag that this wasn't first put on Facebook Tinder. or something like that. Well, um, Facebook first, of course. Yeah, like, get it, like, a buddy, a friend, a friend of a friend, someone in our circle of people we ooh. fucking know. You get a stranger in a hotel and, room, she could get murdered. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't speak well to, to her circle of friends at all if, of those people, none of them wanted to come with her. Like, do they know this is that really annoying girl who says she's sarcastic so AF? pause for a second. Really pause for a second. Mean. Let's say, I want this. Hypothetically, you're single. You see this and it's in time. Do you say yes? No. Do you, you don't want no. to go to this concert with her? Absolutely not. I, I don't know what the rainbow she were here asking me to go to a concert with her, I wouldn't go. She's not attractive, first of all. She's like a five and a half tops. Her Average, face is her I face is her fucked. A better number. Her face is fucked. I'm but sorry. From the neck is. down, she's better than that. She's she's from well, I mean, from the crotch to her shoulders, which is all we can see. She's mm -hmm. she's she probably weighs 140 pounds or something. She, I just think? don't think she's in yeah. 
Maybe that's even just, yeah, look. Hey, never, this, is, this is just me <laughs> judging her as skin deep as I possibly can from this one blurry, right. tiny photograph. But let me just say, there, there's a there's so many things wrong with this. Like like, it's so easy for for a girl to get a guy to go to this concert with her without going to Craigslist. It it just is. Like like, she could hop on Tinder and make I this like happen in, in half an hour. I think she has. You like spunk. her because you don't know her. Well, I, I don't know her, but I, I think she's got spunk. I don't know. There was something about it. That what that STP is called? I'll, yeah, I will say that. Acronym? I worry about that a little bit. I, like, I look, it, it's hard to, I don't know her, right? I don't know anything about her. I just feel like if she's hopping into bed with a stranger, this isn't her first time. That um, is another thing that's a red flag, is that if you are into <laughs> this, like, I'm going to go on this because I think I have a good chance of getting laid. If it, this has happened before. I would imagine for her like this. It, it seems like this is the level of comfort that she's written to where it's like, I, I've done this before. Maybe like I, I will invite random guys to go to concerts and then we bang and then that's it, which is fine. If that's what she wants to do. Yeah. I, she's go, go for it. She's it is a little, but it's an attitude, right? She's, she's in favor of sex. And I think that's cool. I just she's wish in, that she was somehow, less experienced and still in favor of sex. <laughs> you know, if she was my potential girlfriend. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. The more Kyle talks about it, you're really bringing up reasonable, lucid points about for her to have to post this means that at least a couple other bridges were crossed on the way here that for a normal person like that wouldn't need to be well, crossed. Well, Mark, Steve, Joe, John, and Bill all said I'm a cunt and they won't come. So, like, that's what happened. Like, like, how many men does she know and none of them fit the bill for a companion to come along with this concert? Like, like yeah. it's, it's just, it's beyond the pale that this is the, if, this is if the situation. If sex is included in this little thing, then the fact that none of her guy friends <laughs> would go with her on this speaks volumes. I read a tone in the Craigslist ad that was appealing to me. You know, it was like, hey, look. More pics. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm fun. Like, that's on, an, that's on someone student. else's Instagram, FYI. Hmm. So you got to scroll. What am I? I uh, if you scroll down, you'll see a few pics of her. Is she picking something out of the grass? Um, that's her with those two animals. That's her smiling with uh, that guy and their head. Their faces are together. Uh -huh. That's her uh, wearing the pink 100-man wolf pack shirt. That's her with her friend's hand on her shoulder and the bandanas on. That's her at the very bottom with the green hat. We're really stalking this girl. Stalking yeah. her good. We're not showing. You're not. We're not showing this anyone right not, now, no, are we? I'm, okay, good. I really don't want to. Yeah, this I isn't did my first show time. The other picture, but I didn't go to the stalk level. Yeah. It's not All too I bad. did was Google her username. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So. I didn't call my sources or anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, I want you to search this whore up for me. Yeah. Uh, Real down all the I, dirt. I, I, something about the way she wrote the ad. Maybe the fact that she's a veterinarian student. She's probably very clever. Um, I, I think she's neat. I just mean she likes syringes. My uh, biggest deterrent to it is that. Your special I, K is? That's I'm cat tranquilizer. <laughs> Ketamine. That's what this is about. It's all a big ploy for her mm. for, ket for her ketamine uh, ring. Um, it sounds really cruel the way we're talking about this girl, but 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 just you know, my my thoughts are that there's something fucking wrong with her if she's she's putting this ad there on Craigslist. It just sounds like a weird situation to me. It's it. I am a bit surprised it's, after some googling to find she's a real human being. To be honest, I don't think she's 
unattractive. I think she's pretty average. Sure, and yeah. I do too. Like I, I don't think she's ugly at all, but it's just the fact that it that it's posted on Craigslist is a little odd for something yeah. like this. And I also don't know what what kind of band is this? The Rainbow Kittens. Ah, I've been listening so a bit. It's kind of uh, it's not it's actually not that bad. Um, this is a bit of Rainbow Kittens right here. I, I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play it. I don't know. That'll be the thing that dings me on this show. <laughs> um, what was it? Oh, I'm out of topics. That was my last one. Um, let's see then. Did I have topics? I have things open here. Yeah, I have a thing. Uh, let me let me just find here. I oh, have AMA questions, which I will link you to. Oh, good call. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, All there's right, a the, Patreon the... level that allows you to ask questions to members of the show. Yeah, so to Taylor and Kyle, what is the best way to get into magic? Hearing you guys talk about it really intrigues me about the game. So I, I'm going to answer this one, I think. Go so, for it. Um, it you gotta, there's dual decks. It's definitely the dual decks. That Dual decks, D-U-E-L, not D-U-A-L, that you can buy are like really cheap. You get two decks that are pre-assembled and made to like fight against each other. And it's called, they're like $20 for two, or like $15 for, for the, a dual deck set. And you and a friend can sit across with pre-made decks without having to go through and count cards and figure shit out. And you can just start playing immediately. And uh, so that's the best way to like start getting into it. You might want to watch a YouTube video so you understand how the mana works and how the, uh, the turns work. But mm -hmm. other than that, I would get dual decks and uh, watch a YouTube video or two, and you're right into it. And the good thing about it is a lot of those dual decks come with some strong cards in there. There's, there's a Planeswalker that's, that's going to be right in, in almost every single one of them, it seems like, right? Yeah, it, it comes with a... Based around with, those. With, with a, a card deck. Like it's a pool of cards that they make in a deck. It's meant to work together. So you're not going to be looking at them like, this is a green one and a red one and a black one. How do I mesh these together? It's going to be a simple, straightforward, this is a black and red deck. You can still be able to read and, and figure out pretty quickly. Oh, okay. So all these cards have haste. That's the key word I'm work, we're working with here, or something like that. So I'd say the easiest way to get into it is what Kyle said there. Um, also, you can go to Friday Night Magics um, once you've learned a bit. And usually there are some helpful people there that that love teaching new people how to play. They can be really helpful. And most of the people at those places are going to be really cool anyway. Uh, in my experience, they're all nice. Nobody's nobody's like in that, well, this is nerdy. Let's all pull back a little bit and don't and act like we don't love it like totally. But everybody's just like fucking in on it and loving it. And it's fun to like be in an environment where like, all right, just like everybody likes the same kind of stupid nerdy thing that I like. And it's fun. Like we have that community. But um, also the Xbox game that Kyle's been going on about, that's an excellent way to learn. The one on their uh, Xbox One right now is free. So you can download that and just play it. Just don't buy any cards. Just play what they give you for free. And then as far as YouTube channels, I haven't watched many in a long time, but uh, Tolarian Community College is yeah. a good one to look up. It's like T-O-L-A-R-I-O-N or something. Tolarian Community College. He's this really funny, uh, goofy professor who explains shit about magic and does reviews on quality stuff you've been watching those videos to help you pick out the highest quality like boxes and sleeves and shit like that yeah i think yeah whenever i get into something like this I, I try to do as much research as i can and try to find the people who are experts at it or at least the people who are experts at teaching it and uh and, you know, mm -hmm. get good at it. And then, you know, my strategy for, for trying to get good at every game has always been just pick one thing that seems to be an established thing that works and then just hammer it home repeatedly all day, every day, constantly, over and over and over, same fucking re repetitions until you know it inside and out. And then it doesn't matter if you're a well-rounded player. You can, you can sit down and be good at something. That's what I did with Age of Mythology with... 
fucking every video game ever and what I'm doing with magic. You know, I'm, I'm looking at one particular way to play and trying to get good at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's a blast, dude. I encourage you to get into it. Lots of fun. And it'll suck you in and it costs quite a bit of money in the end. But, <laughs> but it doesn't have to if you don't want it to. I haven't spent more. I've spent like even the including the table I bought, I've spent like three hundred dollars, something like that. And I bought a big, uh, big oval poker Dude, table to do this thing on. You don't know how much you are like testing my willpower at times when oh, you sent me a picture with a bunch of cards, and I'm like, oh, like you, when you think about it, Taylor, you haven't ordered cards online in a long time, a long time. What was you I trying to convince you, you of the other day? In forever. The last time you built a deck, it was a $500, $600 deck. But that was that was a year and a half ago, Taylor. If you prorate that, it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> you can do another deck. You're right, I am. And look at those cards Kyle just bought. I, I wouldn't be going over the line. I just need... Just one, just one deck. Like I'm not gonna start building two or anything. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna find a card in the middle of the first deck and be like, this deck and do that. Was, I've never done that every time. You know? <laughs> I was trying to convince Taylor the other day to 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 get on the uh, Magic Online, which is like the PC version of Magic, which is is equally respected as the live action version. You can play tournaments, you can win money, you can become world famous by being good at Magic Online. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll get in there. I'll have to buy those cards. I'll be spending thousands of dollars. Like, no, no. And I'm like, but look, Taylor, here's what's going to happen. You'll get on there. You'll start playing well. People will start noticing you're playing well. We got a little bit of a platform here. All of our fans will start listening in. They'll take a small interest in magic. And But how do they play, right? How do they get good? Well, you can help them get good. You build your own decks. You you order lots of cards. You assemble these decks. You sell them $40, $50 a pop. Pre-assembled tailored decks. They come in a special little box. <laughs> After a while, you, your name rises. You become quite famous for doing this. Rises. Start making quite a bit of money doing it, too. Then all of a sudden, you're not Taylor anymore. You're Taylor, the card master. And, and, and the people at Magic the Gathering start catching on to this, right? And they're like, who is this Taylor? Like, and, and then the next Our thing master. you know, the next thing you know, they've made a Taylor the Magnificent card. And, and, and you're like the guy who like creates artifacts at will. You're, you're a planeswalker. You're a planeswalker. And every plus one is like two, two artifact tokens. And it, it, yeah. you become a card. Yeah. What, what are my other abilities? Yeah. yeah. All right, four hour show, 45 minutes of Magic talk so far. This is a. <laughs> No, but what happens, Kyle? I need to know how my story ends. <laughs> We're going to transition to the new lawnmowers. This year, John Deere's coming out with a 14-horsepower fucking lawnmower. That's all right, amazing. do you know how wide that deck is? We're talking 60 inches of cutting right, first power. First of all, 14 horsepower <laughs> and 60 inches is less than anything I own. But um, <laughs> next question? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I liked this one. Um, uh, 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 um, I guess I can't find the one I like now. Here, I was oh, this. Well, oh, go ahead. Did you want to go? It's your turn anyway. I, I, uh, someone asked me, how is Jackie's mother doing and how are the Woodworths doing living with her? Has anything changed compared to when she would just visit? Uh, so I'm trying to respect her privacy, but I'll say that uh, she started her treatment. Uh, she uh, has a very, very tough fight in front of her. And um, when I was like 19 or 20, I forget how old I was, probably 20 or 21, she let me stay at her house. I got a job in North Jersey working for this construction company doing house payable receivables. And I lived in her basement or her attic or something. I lived in her house for a while, for months. And it was very nice of her. I haven't forgotten. And now the tables have turned. So does it feel good? I, I bet it does. I, it's more like it's my it, duty. I'm not like 
it's just like, oh, right, of course I would. It's got to be rewarding in some way. Forward. There's no shame in that. It's got to feel good to repay this this debt that, that 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 you that you owe in some small way from far from long ago when you needed the help. That's the thing that matters. You needed that place to stay, and she provided. And here we are again. The tables have turned. She needs somewhere to stay too. It's got to feel good. You got to be rewarding to you know you're to doing be able the right to pay thing. Back that kindness from long ago. I guess the way Taylor phrased it better. Like I know that I'm doing the right thing, but I haven't gotten all caught up in the nobility of it or anything. And um, as far as like, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's she needs some care sometimes. Uh, it, I feel like it's insulting to say that I have like another kid, but there's another person around the house who needs care, and um, it's a sacrifice we make willingly. That's great. That's really awesome good. of you. Well, you should feel good about yourself for it. Nah, but not Jackie's better than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you change oh. in the USC? What rule? Or, or anything, I, I thinking, guess, because the question I, is a pretty blank statement. So Inviting. after Joe retires, right? First, not change anything. Let's say Joe live out the rest of you know, 15 more years of his career, whatever it is. And um, then we allow the 12 to 6 elbows and soccer kicks. But not I'm while Joe's That's there. That's what I was going to say, too. Oh, yeah? Um, I think Joe would be fine with the 12 to 6 elbows. Uh, nobody wants to deal with a soccer kick, though I think they should be part of the, the sport. I would add the soccer kicks, too. I really would. I'd, I'd add stomps. I'd add stomps, soccer kicks, um, you know, no, no biting, no eye gouging. Get in there. Let's go. Don't break <laughs> any fingers either. I see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there's a bunch of rules I like. I like that you can't put your um, fish, finger, hook. fish hooks, poke eyes, although apparently you can do that. Yeah, yeah the but, best um, of the best do it. <clears throat> that whole kicking a down opponent thing, that becomes legal after yeah. Joe's gone. It's like, how do you think he got downed? <laughs> yeah, right? I earned Put that. There, let me finish up here. Like, he didn't just trip and fall, and now I'm kicking him. It's not like we're playing basketball and I'm stomping him. Or maybe he did. Like, Don't trip. I punched him in the head as hard as I could, and now I'm going to stomp him in the face as hard as I can. So we this get is this what I with. get for not tripping. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, uh, yeah, I, I like both of those things, and I don't think they're, they're all that brutal either. Um, uh, soccer awesome. kicks w could be. Soccer kicks could, could – there could be a highlight of a soccer kick that might – Make you feel a little bad for some guys. You get kicked right in the mouth and split that lip from nose to fucking frenulum or whatever that's called. You're not going to feel so good about it anymore, especially if it's some guy you like. And you, you're like, oh, he was good looking, too. You, you feel really bad about that, I guess. But it, it's fucking un ultimate fighting championship, right? So get it in there. Let's do it. A change I've been wanting for a long time that happened was more 10-8 rounds. Uh, for people who don't know, <clears throat> the winning fighter gets 10 points. The losing fighter of the round usually gets nine. Unless it's really, really, really lopsided, and then he gets eight. It had to be so lopsided that there was almost no <laughs> being there. I'm just You'd echoing. You see one, ten, eight. Yet, every, it, it, you know, you had six to go events. in there and completely dominate the guy. You 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 go in, take almost him down, it. rough him up. Maybe the ref standing up, but then you could you fuck him up some more. You yeah, almost end it, flash knock out the guy. Right. You have to dominate him. Like now, you can't even be. So so the impact of that would be that. Like, let's say Kyle and I are fighting, and the first one, I really give him the business. I win 10-9. The next two, he's doing a little better than me. He gets 10-9 twice, he wins the whole fight. Even though maybe the, you know, cumulatively, like, the, it just seemed like there were these point fighters and it was ruining it. Yeah. So, uh, um, it's nice now that there's more 10-8s. Like, that, that scenario I outlined would be a tie. I'd, I'd be up by two points after the first, then he'd win the next two rounds and we'd I'd draw. poke you in the eye. They just, they, oh, oh, then I'd win. I'd, this is the UFC. Yeah, then you're right? out. Yeah. <laughs> I was about, and I'd be disqualified. And I'm yeah. like, wait, when has that nah, ever fine, happened? Right, you got to right. reach in, get the eye, and ah! 
you got to pluck it out like Kill Bill style before they mm-hmm. even take a point. <laughs> that, I, that I don't like. That I really don't. Did you see uh, Mario uh, Yamasaki? I the think is his name. Um, yeah, did you see him like... Very cool. I like that when people own up to their mistakes. So fast forward for everyone else. In the last fight, there was a, a slow stoppage. Um, doing the Black Beast, whatever his name is, was just destroying that guy. He got a couple extra licks in. What does a and, slow stoppage mean? Or, oh, they called the fight done, and then the guy kept hitting him? Yeah, well, uh, no. no. So the guy kept hitting him, and you're supposed to keep hitting him until the ref gets in there. And the ref was slow to get in there, so the losing fighter took maybe two, three punches that he probably shouldn't have had to take. The ref should have stopped it quicker. And the fighter okay. delivering those blows in his post-fight uh, press conference, he was like, yeah, I really appreciate Mario letting me get those extra two shots in because mm-hmm. I don't like that fucking guy. He put hands on women. I keep it real. <laughs> That's literally what he said. He's like, <laughs> So guy, Travis he Brown, uh, before I- he dated Ronda Rousey, <laughs> who he dates now, dated this really beautiful woman and apparently beat her up. Now, um she was kind of scorned, a woman scorned, uh, in that I think he was cheating on her with Rhonda at the time she claimed to be beaten. And it was investigated, and there was no evidence to prove that he beat her, except yeah. for the photos of her, all her bruises. But, you know. Yeah, you can never really know. Right? Yeah, like, she go to jujitsu and get the same bruises. I'm covered in bruises all the time. In a photo? I can't tell bruises from eyeshadow, you know, like we used to do that when we babysit people, we'd fuck up their black eyes. And, and, uh, um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, so I don't know what happened. I know that the guy was found, like they didn't bring a case forward, but, uh, he was at least accused of beating his seemingly very nice girl. Did you hear his little Ronda Rousey remark when he's like in the cage? What did he say? He was going to slap that ass or something? No, he said, now, where's Ronda Rousey's fine ass at? Because he just <laughs> beat that guy up, and he, he's like, so now to the victor go the spoils. Now, I'm like, where's she at? She's fine now. Like, like they, I, I, I don't care for that guy that much, but that, that, both of those little things he said were funny. Yeah, I like them too. All right, hey, another question. I noticed they called him the self-proclaimed Black Beast as he's walking out. The announcer doesn't want to be like, and here he is, the Black Beast. Because uh. he's like, the self-proclaimed Black Beast is coming out, everyone. He likes that. He likes he's gotta, he's the- gotta change his nickname if the announcer has to say uh, as he likes to be referred. Yeah. Because that takes away all the punch of well, a nickname. He does in the ring. Like, like, like when, when Buffett is out there, Buffett is out there, he, he's, he's like, the Black Beast! Like, he just says it. But, like, the, the guy on the telecast, is, as they're watching him walk out or, like, hit mitts in the back before he, the fight actually happens, he's like, uh, yeah, the, the, the self-proclaimed Black Beast. Oh man, that would be hilarious if some black guy decided to troll the UFC and made it so that the only name they would come out to was like super racist. But no. they, like, and so then they would force them to have to say it. Oh, I would change be- my name into something that I could sell. Like, you know, Woody Quiznos Woodworth. And then I get paid. <laughs> Kyle the Kike Who Strikes Myers. <laughs> Every time they said it, they're just like, oh, God, he's ruining us. And then Joe would have to be like, absolutely incredible. The Jew's getting his ass beat right now. That's what he wants me to refer to him as. He says, I will be upset and sue you if you don't refer to me as, quote, the Jew. Uh, he is not doing well in this fight. And fun fact, he's not Jewish. Uh, this this fighter is, uh, he seems to be Irish and a little German. Uh, not, I like not, a, not, a, not a lick of Jewish in this man. <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I still haven't sent off my DNA test. I, I've got the like whole thing. I just in it and mail it off. I've got it. Can we watch a one minute video? You know what? We We're can. all human. So, um, my anus. <laughs> yeah. Did you see uh, Taylor got it? Um, <laughs> this guy's name is Mayanus, M-A-I-N-U-S versus Chavez. You queued up at zero? Yep. Ready, set, play. Minus flattened out. <laughs> Minus flat on the canvas. <laughs> we are ready to rock and roll. Second round of action. There is a cunt on Minus. <laughs> cunt on Minus. <laughs> shoots in early. Minus defends it. Minus is in a bit of pain here. I'll watch Minus. Minus taking a thumb. Skate in the ringside position. Minus taking a thumb. Minus. Minus trying to clinch. My anus is bleeding. That's a really fun video. Really fun. I, I did. Surely he knew. I with think that accent so. Of his. Like, like that was fucking hilarious. Like my my favorite <coughs> is Manus is bloody. Yeah, Manus <laughs> is bleeding. There's a cut oh, on my Manus in the clinch now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of good stuff. That was funny as fuck. Oh man. I seen that, seen that before in horse rating and horse oh. racing. You know, because they're always yelling out their names. And the particular positions that they're in, sometimes that falls into some funny shit. That was hilarious, though. <laughs> uh, oh, that was funny. And that uh, seven, I uh, listened to like 20 seconds of that song by the Rainbow Kittens. Better yeah. than I thought. Very Not relaxing. Lately, I, w- I, you know, I, I got no problem with the band at all. Yeah. Maybe that cheap ticket looking good. Pet. Ooh, I like that one. If you could have one exotic pet, non-human... What Fuck. would it be? What would it be? Um, man, there's so many cool like exotic pets out there. I, I I'm gonna let Taylor take the monkeys. Uh, I, I, but I've always had my eye on a raccoon because they're very intelligent and they have those people hands. I find it incredibly heartwarming when I watch them wash their food and then because they like wash their food because they're like you know river critters and they're always by the water and they wash it off with their hands and then they take it and take nibbles and there's that video uh, or gif maybe that I've seen on reddit where they give one cotton candy and when he tries to wash the cotton candy it just mm. dissolves just disappears. he's just baffled comes over the raccoon's face it's not he's not baffled he's sad and a little upset he's like oh my cotton candy that was the most delicious thing i've ever touched in my goddamn life and it <laughs> The fuck? And, <laughs> How am I supposed to go back to berries? You know. <laughs> and then, I, I watched that. I felt so bad. And then, like, I watched some. I like. I did a little research and found out a little more. And then there's more of the video. And they give him some more cotton candy. And he's like, "Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much." <laughs> Don't wash it this candy. time. Yeah. But yeah, I would so, go with a raccoon. Okay, good choice. I'm obviously going with a capuchin monkey. I think. <laughs> I didn't uh, know what kind little, of monkey. Little organ grinder 
monkey. Uh, yes, I don't want a lemur. I don't want something that's you know going to be having an, a, an enormous tail that's prehensile and and swinging around on things. That would be much a harder. Sloth? A sloth is. I feel like I would almost get upset with it because it wouldn't be able to do anything. Like with a monkey, at least I could train it to do a few tricks. Like I could be like, hey, you know, go long, buddy, and throw him like a little Nerf football or something. And that mm-hmm. would be, and he'd catch it and then he would throw it back poorly, of course, because he's a monkey and yeah. catch it. And that'd be a fun thing with a sloth. You couldn't do that. Okay. Like sloth, I don't feel like there are many games you can play other than look at this goddamn sloth. Like, look, look at, look at that. We don't want to look at it over there. I'll have to carry it unless you want to wait till Tuesday. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, I, it's fun. I'm assuming when I make this choice that I'll be able to train it and we'll bond. I of want course. some kind of bird of prey. It could be an eagle. <laughs> it could be a falcon. It could be like a, a I don't know, some turkey vulture or something. You but want could, a peregrine falcon. We could go flying together. He could like just get shit he could take care of other birds and the is there a goose in it you know what fuck that goose up make an example out of him for all the other geese in the area i I think it would be neat to have a badass bird as an exotic pet so like what kind of buddies i'll say uh oh no listen i'm listening mistake the bald eagle eats mostly dead animals it's not really much of a predator Mm. at all what you want is the peregrine falcon isn't it small though Speed. Uh, they are small. They're very small. They they travel at two hundred forty miles an hour or something like that. Like they're outrageously fast. But I like, travel at like thirty. He's he's got to be able to be comfortable like soaring no, with me. He, he, he will soar. Play, no, he doesn't like all the time two hundred forty. Like like he he mm, they and hit shit. <laughs> bring it to you. They're I feel hard. like I would bore him. I I think I want like maybe an albatross. Don't they have really long arms like wings? It'd be ironic if you bought an albatross and it was a horrible purchase. (laughs) 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 God damn it! Shouldn't have bought a thousand dollar albatross. (laughs) Uh, Maybe an owl would be a good one. Or they're nocturnal. Albatross has a fourteen foot wingspan, doesn't it? Am I making this up? Mixing it up with a different bird? That sounds like a dinosaur. That sounds like normal. Fourteen foot wingspan? I don't think that's alive. Yeah, I saw that in a museum. It says 11 yeah. foot. Songs in a museum. 11 <laughs> foot wingspan on the high end for an albatross. 11 foot bird would be really cool. Like I'd be up there in my paramotor and he'd be my like flying buddy and we'd go around. I'd he'd get like sucked in. And he I feel would. like they're tangled in the ropes. I got in a bad mood. It could really fuck you up, right? I don't think so. I think I could I... kick any bird's ass. False. Have you, uh, the emus and ostriches are so scary, oh. dude. I stand corrected. I think you're right. They might beat me up. I don't they got know. This, like, they got these claws, these hooks. They're, they're, they're a yeah. lot like velociraptors. If you've ever seen a, an ostrich it. up first, uh, I think up I close. could beat any flying bird. Ah, yeah. Hey, I, think I really you could... feel like I could grab them by the feet. Even if they hurt my hand or something, you just smash them on the ground. They have those hollow bones. Yeah. If you, you just hold them, you could crush it with your hand, I think, and you you just feel snap, 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 snap. It'd be like, uh, um, what's those? Uh, Henrietta? No, it would almost be like breaking up a glow stick. You <laughs> Actually, know? let's take a minute here and think about how much trouble Woody had with a chicken. All right, so maybe <laughs> if a falcon swoops down, yeah, he's you know, and he's he's swinging at it with that machete, like maybe it gets his eyes. Maybe that's game over. I say that, like yeah. even like even a swan can fuck you up. 
Like a swan mm-hmm. apparently can like swing its wing hard enough to like break your arm or something. I don't know if that's I true. Really I really doubt that. Is it, is it, is it, maybe, maybe it could break a child's arm, perhaps. Have drown seen, it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't believe <laughs> that. But have you seen those geese that fuck with like businessmen and like people walking down the street? I wouldn't tolerate a fucking second of that from a goose. Listen to me, honker. Like, I'm talking <laughs> around here. You come honking at me doing that <laughs> with the wings all puffed out. Like, you're, I'm going to kick you so fucking hard. Feathers are going to fly like I shot a pillow with a 12 gauge. Like, you're done. And I, I see, I saw a guy grab one by the neck one time and he was like, hey, stop this and like threw it. I would take that neck and fucking pull the head. And then I would, and I would grip hard enough that the blood wouldn't leave your brain. And I'd look at your still living head that I'd taken off and be like, this is what you get. I hate those fucking. It would be geese. looking back at you, just being like, "I'm a bird." Yeah, <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> I don't know any better. You know, I hate geese, I hate but if, like, if, I guarantee, Kyle, if you're out in the middle of a Walmart parking lot and you're pushing that cart to your car, you're just out there, and there's, you know, you're parked really far back. There's ten geese back there. If four of those geese start charging at you on the ground, you are going to be panicked because I would be panicked because I wouldn't know what to do how to engage in in avian flight or avian All right, so I admit that in a Walmart parking lot, I would not attack a federally uh, protected species, which I think some of those Canadian geese maybe are. I don't know. Definitely if they're out of season, you can't. I know they have, there's like a goose season, so you could definitely kill them if you got a license. Self-defense think, is usually allowed. I think if you stomp out four geese at Walmart, the police might have something to say about that. And certainly the game enforcement agent, which are just all around our little area, would. But but if we're if we're on my turf, I don't care how many geese there are. Like, like maybe that's a question, like how many 10-year-olds can you take? How many geese could you fight? I could take dozens of geese. Question, Kyle. So bad. <laughs> dozens of geese. You'd be dead. Dozens. No. Kyle. I'd fly you up in the air. Realistically, all right, there are deer that come on my property all the time. They eat the grass or do whatever. If I wanted to eat one, like, what would be the, like, there's no game wardens in my yard. Like, how would they fuck with me? How would I, if I just shot it? What are you describing doing? Like, describe to me what you would do and. and Okay. Um, I observe a goose in my front yard and I shoot it and then I ask somebody for help on turning it into food. I don't know about geese because that's because I don't oh, know what deer about was geese. the thing. It, it, yeah, deer. Oh, if it's and it's not in, and we're not in season. Um, you about shooting out of season, or are you talking about like how to I get meat from from a deer you might kill? If you do it out of season and you ask someone, they're probably going to rat you out, and you're going to pay a hefty fine, lose your rifle that you use in the commission. If you were in or near a vehicle, you'll lose that too. Um, probably okay. not going to do jail time because you could afford a lawyer. It's um, going to be a lot of trouble. If you if you shot a falcon in your yard with a shot, shotgun, same thing. They're going to take your gun. They're going to fine you heavily. Um, if you shoot a deer, though, it's it's pretty serious. It's poaching. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's game, uh, wildlife and game enforcement or whatever, and they they have a different rule book than the police do as far as season. Um, how does that change things? Because I'm I'm already convinced out of season is a terrible idea. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you it, still have to hunt in a just, legal just area. Google, like you couldn't Google, shoot your yard, I would think. It, as far as the legality of shooting your yard, I don't quite know that because I, I don't know your precise area. Uh, it depends on the distance from the road. Like you'd have to really start measuring, <laughs> and if someone said something, there might be a thing. It's um, it's a distance better. from other people, and it needs to be like a hundred yards or three hundred yards. I forget which. Which distance from a road as well? Like any road. I I looked up the law. Unless it's different for the animal thing, I just looked up like because I, I was thinking about putting a shooting range. It is range. different for the animal. Oh, okay, but even. 
I don't know. I'd have to double check. You'd have to, you'd have to, there'd be, there's probably a certain area on your property, which it would all be good, but there right. are definitely margins around that, like where it's not good. Like anytime, and, and they have some, what you really want to do if you actually wanted to hunt. I'm not sure what we're getting at here, but if I you, if you, uh, if I, if, like, is that $2 for the food walking in my yard? Maybe I'll do ah, that. Okay. Yeah, um, it kind of is. It, it costs a little bit of money to get a deer processed, and that's the term. Like, if you want to find someone who does that for you, just Google deer processing and then your your locality, and you'll find it. Um, I haven't done one in a long time, but I think it's like $150 to, like, get the whole thing done, maybe, and, like, get all the meat. Um, I, I just haven't done it since I was a kid. These days, I, I, I get deer meat from other people who have more than they want, so mm -hmm. I, I'm not quite sure. Because there's deer around. I sometimes I wonder, like, oh, is that free food? I've never even eaten venison. I've heard that it's uh, if you prepare, it's only good if you prepare it just right, I've heard. Part of it, I, here's what I believe. Here's my own personal belief as far as venison tasting gamey because I've never experienced that. The deer that I shot all die instantly because of the way I shoot them and the caliber that I use. I, I would, they would always drop and they'd just be fucking dead. There wouldn't, even be quite, uh, there wouldn't be very much blood even because his heart wasn't pumping for very long after I shot him. He's just dead. Some, uh, but but I, I see in like depicted in movies and then I hear people describe to me their hunts of deers running away and them having to track it with a blood trail. And I think that the adrenaline dump makes the meat taste like shit. I've heard that. Uh, too. I've read that. I didn't know how true that was, but I've heard. Yeah, I, I've never noticed them tasting too gamey. I like venison. Yeah. Mm. It's okay. It. It's not as good as beef. Like, like just keep that in mind. Not as good as beef. Think about this more. It's not as good as beef. There's a reason we chose cows. Yeah. Well, they're easy to 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 is hurt. It not as good as chicken. It's very. It's different than chicken because it's red meat. Yeah, it's closer to. I don't. It's very different. I don't know. It. it you, you. When you're eating it, you're not like, wow. Mm, I'll order this next time. You're just like, oh, okay. Ever, here, uh, here's another thing. You ever had elk? Yeah. It well, not like elk. Didn't we had we had elk on that last trip. I've had buffalo. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I've had buffalo too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know how it Ted Turner. Buffalo. Ted Turner, who of course owns. I don't know how many buffalo, but it's an enormous amount. Like, he owns probably more buffalo than anyone on the planet because he's got all that land out west. Uh, he has a restaurant in Atlanta called, I don't know, probably Ted Turner's Restaurant, and they serve <laughs> buffalo there. And I, so I've had buffalo a few times there. Yeah, there was a buffalo not far from where, or a restaurant <laughs> not far from work that served buffalo. You could get, like, buffalo burgers and steak or something. It tasted like hamburger to me. Exactly, yeah, it is. You know, that's how most exotic meats are. I, I think most of the time, whenever you get that stuff, it, it's more about the experience or saying you've done it than anything. Because we had those elk steaks in Colorado, and I was like, eh, I feel like we're really overpaying. <laughs> I talked about this before, but I had an alligator, and I didn't expect it to be fish, but that's pretty much what it was. We got we ordered alligator as well. It came little fry. It came mm. in little bits that were fried, tossed in dip or something. What a fucking ripoff that restaurant mm. is. Oldest restaurant in Colorado. Don't go or Denver. Don't go there. I'll never go there again. <laughs> nope. That never. was a mistake. Uh, it was good to go. We got to see all those dead animals on the wall. That was interesting. For for like like three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we're only there for an hour and a half. I mean. Yeah. It was really the face that the waitress made when I made routine requests. We'd like to order our food now. Could I have a drink? You know, <laughs> just the little things that she was unpleased by. But anyway. I get my waitresses trained at this point. I walk into that Thai restaurant, which I still go to in spite of the human trafficking laws. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you can never talk shit on Chick-fil-A again. <laughs> and, and, uh, this is... <laughs> 
Way she, worse. She's just like, I'm like, all right. I walk in, I say one, and I seat myself. There's a, a table that has extra cushy seats that I prefer. It's like eating in a living room. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she says the usual, and I say, yeah. And I have her trained. Like, she wasn't bringing out the spring rolls first for some reason. So I'd be like eating my meal, and the appetizer comes in the middle of it. Got that worked out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were serving like large vegetables. The peppers are this long with no knife. No knife. And I'm like, you know, just working with the fork on the edge of it, trying to make a knife <laughs> out of it. Now, I'm the only person that gets it, but I get a knife with my meal because it, clearly it needs it. And, uh, and I don't need How know. much Thai food are you eating? <laughs> I, uh, I used to go every like two or three weeks, but oh. um, because I, I, what it is is... Well, that's I, nothing then because I, I frequent places that are that. much less healthy well, much more often. I, now I'm going weekly. Because about weekly, I am with my mother-in-law here. I take Colin to parkour more, and it just works out. Like I drop him off at noon, I get lunch, and then it's he's almost done when I. That's how long it takes. Mm. So. Cool. Yeah, I like Thai food a lot. That's that's one of my favorite things is Thai food. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like spicy food in general. I like all Asian food really. Some Penang curry, some fried rice, I, some of that 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 coconut soup. Yeah, I like that. I don't get that much because it's fatty. But, so um, fatty. Uh, this I, this is the best Thai restaurant I've been to. It looks like nothing, but it tastes great. Uh, and I've been to a couple, and they just never. I, I don't know. Whatever it is, to me, I've only been this to one good one ever. Key. Okay. There's only I only know of one good one. It's in fucking Atlanta. It's an mm. hour and forty minutes from my house right now. I'll probably never go there again. It's so far away, but it's mm. real good. That's how I used to feel about this one. Then I moved there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I like Thai food a lot. I'm a big fan. Well, uh, is there more stuff we want to cover here? Uh, do we have any outro ads? Nope. Well, no. I guess that all was those pain- bases are covered. <laughs> Painkiller already, episode three hundred and twenty-three. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah.